Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the treacherous waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie Flail Snail Bellicom, Sam Fail Rail Burns, and Ellie Whale Pale Sparrow. I have questions. Okay. I like to. I'm Am I a pale of whales? Yes. Am I the colour <laughs> of a pale whale? And it's a descriptor for who I am. I have questions. The it's a pale of whales. It's a very large pale. Mm. Okay. <laughs> or very small whales. Hmm. Oh, you see, I interpreted it as a pale which whales and is filled with whales. Oh no, that's horrible. Well, when you that's take horrible. the lid off, it's just like. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> This is why you're no, with the Well, you are Jason, and Jason is you. <laughs> Speaking of Jason being me... Um, wow, was... nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord, that was smooth. <laughs> <laughs> as we'll as, uh, as we know that I've been brought up, in uh, the uh, messages from the present, from future me last week, in the past... For you, what? which is still the present for me. Um, <laughs> last episode was not, in fact, uh, on my birthday. Uh, this Aww. episode is on my birthday. If so, we've got the calculations hey, right. go back to the past and give past us a slap and tell them it's not Jason's birthday. Yes. Birthday, and then come birthday, happy birthday, birthday, Jason, yes. Yes. This Jason's birthday, <laughs> it's his birthday, but it's not because we pre-record. Yay! How old are you now? I didn't get present yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, on that note, um, happy birthday, future Jason. And while you're there, what messages from the present? Thanks, past Jason. You remembered. How wonderful. And now, Hobbit-like, you must give presents to everyone else. Speaking of presents, this is Future Jason with messages from just that. Libris Arcana offers monthly or quarterly dice subscriptions. Head over to librisarcana.com and for less than 12 US dollars, just under 9 quid, you'll receive a set of 7 premium dice and one randomly selected bonus die every month to sate the will of the die-hungry beast below. This month's set is the Hawaiian Sunset, a Libris Arcana exclusive set. You will get eight dice as part of your Libris Arcana subscription. And unless you receive a selection of mini dice, most dice tend to be of similar size. Assuming the bonus die was a standard D6, if you stack each of these on top of each other, you will achieve a height of 12.3 centimeters or just under four and seven eighths of an inch. This means that you will need seven months of subscription to build a dice tower the height of Corzin Horhes at 2 foot 10 inches, just over a year's dice to reach the height of Scamp at 4 foot 11 inches, and a whopping 16 month subscription to beat the heady 6 foot 4 inches of Celestia Stardust. But why stop there? Six months will provide enough dice to equal the height of a classic halfling riding dog. 15 months to equal the height of a warhorse. You'd need two years of subscription to equal the height of a troll, four and a half years to equate the height of a cloud giant, 12 years to match the length of a purple worm, and fully 20 years of subscription to equal the height of an ancient red dragon. Now get those in gold, and you can even make a decent start on its hoard. 
Listen up for a spot from our friends over at the Roaring Trainers during the break this episode. If you didn't catch our April Fool's episode, which came out yesterday on Monday the 1st of April, go check that out! We recorded a fake episode 39 of a Ghibli-esque alternative podcast, Sky Lords of Sharantel. It also features our very first guest on this podcast, the inestimable Amy Larum from the podcast Infinite Deer. Amy is wonderful to play with and an absolute punisher when it comes to plays on words. Go check out episode 39 of Sky Lords of Sharantel. It is a full-length one-shot and it is a blast. And that's it for announcements from me. So, it's back to you, Past Jason. How old am I now? In other news, by the time that uh, this episode comes out, I will be an age of which both digits uh, together add up to five. Oh. Yes. Um, which, as we, as mentioned in the uh, pre-recording chat, uh, by Lee means that I am anywhere of the ages uh, 5, 14, 23, 32, 41, or 50. Assuming we don't allow for exotic numbers like 60 minus 1. I'm going for 90 minus 1, which doesn't add up anyway. So no. I clearly can't do that. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> D&D is going to go really well. I think you're 5. That's what I'm going to... That's my um, my suspicion. You found me out. <laughs> the cross, the the cross the voice is, is your real voice. Um, yeah. That's that, the that's, secret. That's, that's terrifying. That's the voice I read Professor Flitwick and Ginny is. Yes. And sometimes Dobby. Uh, Jason, please never use your real voice again. <laughs> Master stop. has given Dobby a gun. Master oh, his last mistake. <laughs> I don't know when that who, who originally came up with that, but that was our favourite tweet for about a week. I can't remember when, yeah. I can't remember who tweeted it, but like if it was you, I love you. Yeah, whoever you <laughs> yes. are, we love it you. Genuinely still brings me joy sometimes. I love it that much. <laughs> All of us deep joy. Mm. Uh speaking of making our last mistakes. No, uh, stop. Oh god. <laughs> I'm gonna do everything right in D and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> It's time for... No, don't want to. (laughs) Flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother James, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs. The party have returned to the capital of Alassante to find that it is in the middle of a thus far quite civilised siege. The Royal Guard has camped around the exits to the city, while the National Guard, answering to the National Assembly as opposed to the King, have manned the walls of Alassante. The party, having made their alliances with the crew of the Hesperidia, returned to Alessant to see what they could do to aid the cause of the revolution. 
Upon returning, they made contact with an old, uh, well, with, a, with their uh, associate, Jean-Paul Savat. Uh, but before that, made contact with uh, Professor Moray Arte, uh, a professor of divination who provided a very illuminating scrying spell for them. After a certain amount of trauma and revelations, the party finally uh, spoke to uh, Jean-Paul Savat, who alerted them to several smaller but still crucial tasks that they could do to help assist the revolution. Uh, not three of which he mentioned himself, uh, with the possibility of more were they to make contact with his associate uh, and leading member of the National Assembly, Jacqueline Dumois. Savat mentioned three opportunities. Attacking the supply uh, depots in the camps outside the city, escorting the King's finance minister uh, to the courts of justice where she would be able to provide vital testimonies or perhaps uh, infiltrating the mirrored palace and attempting to steal uh, correspondence between the king and general Fernald. While milling upon this matter the party also returned to old mother Scrimshaw uh, who provided the piece of information that Celestia had been waiting for in exchange for a very carefully and specifically delineated future favour to retrieve an item within a set time limit and with well-established pen penalty clauses. Oh yeah, I've forgotten that book. <laughs> Shit, okay. it's fine. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> hag deal count seven. Seven. Ah! Yep, seven hag deals so far. If she is in fact a hag, which she definitely is, <laughs> definitely <laughs> a hag. <laughs> the, uh, however, before opening the letter, Celestia and Leah at last revealed the nature of their final moments of parting before the adventure began. Mm. Uh, after this revelation, the uh, literal revelation of the brand upon Leah's arm, the party uh, opened the letter and found the vital clue that Celestia was looking for. The individual uh, that she sought blackmail material on had murdered another drow without properly disposing of the murder weapon. With the knowledge that if they were able to get that uh, weapon into their possession, it could be used uh, magically as evidence against them, Celestia finally has the blackmail material she needs. Which brings us back to pretty much instantly after that. Uh, the four of you are currently in an isolated passageway in the catacombs. 
uh, within Alessant. Deciding where to go and what to do next, it is the late afternoon on the 27th of Fall Frost. Right. Well, that was a lot. Yeah. That's one way to put it, yes. I mean, the thing about the whip's great, but it's definitely not going to be any use for a good old while. Well, I don't even know where the nearest entrance to the Underdark would Ooh, be. Oh, we're so... not talking about that! Nope, we're not, no. go- we're not going there <laughs> unless we really, really have to quite urgently, this and we don't, but... This is a long-term goal. It is. This is a very this long-term goal. This feels like Kraken-killing levels long-term goal. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> going to be about as easy as murdering a Kraken, getting that fucking whip off my sister. She loves that thing. Well, I'll take your word for that. In the meantime, then, we've got a couple of things that we can be doing in or around this city. Yeah. So, which do we uh, feel like we could be doing? The mirrored palace. I really feel like we need plans for it. Yeah, we, we need. need s- that's we... not something we rush into. No, I feel like we, we need should... a layout of the building. Which Maybe Savat... we should have a word with Savat. Well, that. we asked him before, and he said he was going to get us some with time. So, so I think it's just give him time. Yeah, it's just a matter of waiting. I'm sure he'll get word to us. So we can try escorting this person, or we can try burning. The supplies, and you may be using that as a distraction to escort this person. Not a bad idea, actually. That's a really good areas? idea. Uh, well, you know from observation as riding into, riding into town that the five camp army camps, of which uh, you've been asked to try and de- destroy supply depots in three of, are located around the entrances to and from Alessant. So uh, if you consult your handy maps, uh, then there is one towards the Paper Gate, uh, one towards Shepherd's Gate and River Gate, uh, in the so north and west, one towards the Steel Gate to the east, and then two uh, that are towards the Weaver's uh, Gate and one that sort of covers between the Mirror Gate and the South Gate. Uh, you would need the. Uh, you also know from conversation with Savat uh, and him handily pointing out to you on the map that the villa uh, of uh, the lady in question, one uh, Lutitia Aubery, uh is located about three miles to the south of the city, uh, and the nearest gate. To go through would be the south gate, but getting back through any of those would involve going via Mirror, South or Weavers, as uh, you would need to travel several miles up, up or downstream to get to a bridge. Okay. So is is there a... I'm tr- having difficulty picturing it. I don't have a map in front oh, of me. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me, uh, yeah, do me the, let me just do the, dig- the, the digital map for you. Um, listeners, of course, you'll have one. Yes, well, but I think this point will probably be on the uh, handy uh, 
Indiana Jones star map. <laughs> given the way that these... With the little red line. Yes, here you go. So this is. It's always my preferred means of transport. <laughs> yes, via a little red line. Uh, how did you get here before us? Uh, how did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> so these little boxes of ammo that we've got to destroy are basically all around at yes. various points. Um, and less little boxes and large, more large dumps. And this woman is... Um... Uh, she is the king's finance minister. She was essentially the mm. chancellor of the exchequer. She's to the south. Yes. Okay, so causing a distraction to the north would not be a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, really not a bad shout, actually. How, how big are the distances? Is it feasible to set fire to a few and make our way down there? Uh, it is. Uh, if I can have uh, my copies of the map back. Thank you. Uh, so, the... I really should have put a scale on this. Oh, I did put a scale on this. It was just—it's just quickly hand noted in the top corner because the printout version <laughs> I have is not as advanced as the version that will no doubt be available to our stowaways, <laughs> uh, which is the beauty of doing these several episodes in advance. <coughs> uh, so one, two, three. It is. Hmm. The thing is, it is certainly possible to cause a degree of chaos. However. Between each of the camps uh, are potentially two to three, you know, or at least on the northern side, uh, there's about two miles distance between the Shepherd's Gate camp and the Papergate camp. Mm-hmm. And then a good three to four miles, uh, probably close to four miles towards the Steelgate camp if you went around the outside of the city. The closest to uh, the Mirrorgate and Weaversgate camps by comparison, well, actually, it would be Southgate and Weaversgate camps by comparison, are only about a mile apart. Right. Alessant is pretty large. And we'd need to get at least three in order to do any good. At least two, but preferably three, mm-hmm. is what you've been told. So I the guess... ones that are far apart aren't really feasible to do all in one go because they'll be alert as soon as one goes up. If they're only a mile apart, that you've got a potential of getting between them. Yeah, I mean, I might. I'm going to say this in character because I think it's more fun. <laughs> so, if this woman is south, yeah, right, and we've got to sort of get her out and away from the troops. What if we do all three south ones? Uh, there's only two on the south. Uh, oh, the one, there? the one at the south gate, also covers the mirror gate. Right. The steel gates southish. <laughs> no, it's east. It's, it's just east. Where is steel? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um... It's not it, like in terms of distance. As the scamp flies, it's only about a mile. It's only about a mile and a half distant from the Weaver's Gate. The okay. problem would the problem would be getting over the river. Mm. Not if you're flying. <laughs> yes. I just wonder if there's a way that we can take out three of these and sort of fly her off in the chaos. Does that make any well, sense? We do, yeah, if we do the ones uh, to the south, then security is going to be ramped up there pretty um, pretty sharpish. So it probably behooves us to uh, do the ones to the north so that uh, attention is drawn away from where we're going to have to but go in order so to get But they're so far her. apart. By the time we've hit one, the others will be on guard. That's what I was thinking. Like, yeah. If we... 
if we have somebody already with i'm suggesting splitting the party which i know you're all going to hate but if we have if we have a couple (laughs) shut up if we have a couple of people with her already ready to go and then we have another couple of people ready to set some stuff on fire then it can all happen at the same time does that make any sense we'd have to coordinate but yeah it's doable but we've got no way of communicating what sending and if one of the well not today we haven't true not today we'd have to sleep and only in one direction like if if the group that doesn't have you needs to communicate It it is worth mentioning that you do have eight days until the army arrives which is the most likely time for conflict to actually kick off. Well, I mean, maybe let's do it tomorrow after we've slept. Or we go to sleep now and do it in the middle of the night. That might not be a bad idea, actually. Darkness might only help. Well, I'd be willing to bet that most of the guards can't see in, in the dark as well as either of you can. Well, yeah, probably. Okay. But um, the thing is, if we blow up some stuff, we could maybe sneak around the side, if that makes any sense. Yeah. I'm a bit worried about splitting us up. Is it- I can do a lot of damage, but I can't heal. Mm, Hmm. I can't heal a lot. Fair. It is worth mentioning, by the way, Cousin, on on that observation, Mm -hmm. that uh, you are quite right, and you would know this, the majority of members of the army will... uh, By and large, the army's uh, representation roughly follows the representation of races in uh, Jova, which is to say overwhelmingly human and halfling. Yeah. Uh, There are... The third most populous after that would be orcs, and then it just goes down. Right. Uh, and of those, of the most, the three most common races in Jova, uh, only the orcs actually have dark vision. So you know, stay away from uh, anyone who looks a bit orcish. <laughs> if they've got any sense, those will be the people on night duties. Yeah. True. True. But if they have less of them, that still gives us better odds. Yeah. Mm. Does this all need to happen on the same night? Not necessarily. We could do them separately. Is it worth getting this lady to safety before we start blowing Before we up? set off all the really big security. Yeah. Mm, that might be a really good idea. They might get really, really on watch after we blow some stuff up. And then getting yeah. her out might get really difficult. Maybe we do do it separately. Maybe it's all too far apart to do on the same day. All right, so do we want to um, uh, attempt to get her out first, then? Because they're not necessarily... I mean, um, just out of character, I need to clarify. Mm -hmm. Is it known widely that this particular woman intends to defect? Uh, No, so that has made it clear to you that it is very much a secret arrangement between them. Right. However, she is, you know, he has also previously explained that she is being kept uh, with an honour guard of troops. Essentially under house arrest. Mm. Right. So with an... Hang on, I need to clarify this out of character. So with an honour guard of troops from the army who want to keep her there? Uh, From the Royal Guard, yes. She basically had... So that implied that she's being held, not actually hostage, but rather she's being kept at her home uh, with soldiers there, both ostensibly to protect her, but maybe also to ensure her loyalty. Okay, cool. I've got it. Well, if we can get her away from where she is being held 
then provided that we uh, uh, stay a reasonable distance away from any other um, uh, military people, it is not widely known that she intends to defect, so they're not going to be looking for her. Not until they get the word out, anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of getting her out without anyone yeah. being bothered, you know? I think I can make her hard to see for a okay. short amount of time. I don't I know, it's help. just a feeling. It's not something I've done before. That's good to know. Something new I think I can do. But I don't think it'll last all that long. Alright. Could be all we need. But it could be good to get someone in or out. Like, out of the house into the city. Hmm. Mm. Right. But it's going to take my concentration. I don't think I could fly at the same time. Might not need to. Indeed. Might be worth having some horses, though. Oh, I could do that. <laughs> Just so we can, you know, fuck off. I wouldn't like to be necessarily on foot that's not that fast no yeah horses would be a good uh, a good idea for a getaway as a gentle reminder you can travel four miles an hour on foot and 10 or 13 at a at a full pelt and really that sort of full pelt is either going to kill a horse or require it to be a phantom steed uh, <laughs> with a riding horse so we get her to the river and then across the river and come in through a different gate. They won't expect us to be coming across the river. Yeah, I think taking her a weird long way round is not actually a bad shout. What, so go in through the uh, the, the south gate and then maybe go across either uh, Victory's Bridge or Regent's Bridge? No, come into no. the city maybe through Steel Gate. Ah. Like go all the way around the outside of the city and yeah. go in, literally go in through a different gate. Ah, okay. No, I think that might be good, because that'll throw them off. Mm. If we go straight in through the nearest gate, it's going to be really obvious. Although, won't there be a checkpoint at that <laughs> gate? I think I... Mm, I don't know how often I can... I can't do this much, but I might be able to get her in without her being seen. I can probably talk our way in. That usually works. Well, it worked before. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, I just had a really bad person thought, and I just want to share this with you all. Um, this might be morally bad. I think it probably is, but I thought I should say it because it was an idea that I had. Mm. With regard to this ammunition being destroyed, mm. I could just tell some soldiers in a few different camps to go and destroy it. If I tell um. them the ammunition is compromised or corrupted or something, <laughs> it is possible I could just make some people do it. How long does <laughs> your spell last? Eight hours? <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> but I that mean, would get people in trouble. So, as I say, that might be a, a bad person thing. Well. Yeah. It does uh, sort of depend on, like, if you tell them to destroy the, uh, the ammunition in one camp, are they then going to go to the next one? Well, Cause... if you get enough people, you could tell them to do it at a time and do it simultaneously. Yeah. Which would negate the whole. I mean, I can only do one of that spell up. at a time. That's the thing. I'm out of character. I'm thinking suggestion. Yeah. But I mean, I can also do the mass charm person thing. 
but I don't think that would be quite enough to get people to like fuck up their ammunition (laughs) I mean it might but like suggestion feels more um... but we could hit two camps at the same time because we could yeah that was my thought actually is if you convince the soldiers in one to uh, to destroy their ammunition cache whilst we were doing the next one that wouldn't be too much of a bad idea, but especially if they're on opposite ends of the city. Yeah, and we could mm. get faster to. Mm. So we think we're going after this lady tonight after a nap. Yeah, yeah. I think her first it was one of your better ideas. And then tomorrow night we go after the. Yeah. Do a bit of recon in the day. Then yeah. tomorrow night go after the, cash. Yeah. Cashes. Leah, are you okay with all this? Oh, Leah, I'm so Um, sorry. (laughs) No, no, it's fine. Uh, All things being considered, I'm not sure I should... I'm a little uncomfortable. Do you want to stay in the city? I'm not sure I should go with you for this whole... um, for for, for fetching the... uh, escorting the lady into the city. Uh, Just because... Forgive me if I have this wrong, Scamp. At most, you can make two people fly, right? Yes. Right, which means that you can carry that four people in total can go into the air. If I'm, if there's four of us there already, then with uh, the person we're trying, you're trying to uh, uh, to move, uh, Luke. Tisha, whatever her name is, that makes it five. That's more than you can take into the air. But also, you were saying you won't be able to fly us anyway, weren't you? Depends what I've used. But the flying would only be to get across the river. Mm -hmm. Unless we have to dash fast. Um... And if we've got far enough away that we've got a bit of time, mm-hmm. I can make my little floaty disc. That can go over a river, as long as I don't go too high. True, but it depends if we're running, doesn't it? Yeah. I'm also really worried about leaving you anywhere because Olga, so... I'm yeah. well aware of that, but... Look, I'm here because I want to help, as much as because of this whole... Bullshit. Yes. But I don't think it's practical to think that you can keep by my side every minute of every day. I didn't mean it like that. I know you didn't, but is there someone you I trust? I kind of did. I don't think there's... Is there, is there anyone in this city that you can trust? Because yes, I'm but happy he's getting to drunk with, with the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean fuck where well. <laughs> Hell. She she looks at you bewildered. <laughs> There's we have a gnome friend. He's great, but he's in the mirrored palace <laughs> with the Hanali. Getting drunk. Well, what about somewhere I could hide? I mean, we could you could pop in Horn Alley, I suppose. Or we could ask Savat if there's somewhere secure at the university. That might be better. I mean, it needs to be somewhere you can't identify from the scrying. Like a plain room, no obvious sounds of what's outside, no one talking about, oh yes, we're in Horn Alley, going past. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. And you need to sit quietly and not have any conversations that are important. 
We was. don't know she's not been watching us, waiting for us to separate. I mean, I suppose we could... We could always ask. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we might as well do that now before we uh, we move on this thing. Well, we've got to have a nap first anyway. <laughs> Let's go to sleep exactly. and worry yes. about this in the morning. Well, the Babe. night. <laughs> you know, one of those, one of those things. Okay. You're going to head back to your, uh, to, to re-rent your quarters, uh, your room at the Lonely Shepherdess? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> or, are you, or, or are you thinking you're staying anywhere else? We need that's somewhere quiet that's not identifiable. <laughs> <laughs> brothel noises are identifiable. I mean, I doubt it's the only brothel in the city, but... I didn't fucking sleep the last time we were here. <laughs> can, we, can we stay, like, literally anywhere else? <laughs> literally anywhere. Yeah. Um, I think I saw a place when we were coming in through the gate... Okay. Uh, the steel gates. This it had a sign. Looked like a like an inn or something. It had a duck on the sign. Yes, we were told there was a friend there. Were we? Which Ages one's this? Ages ago. Sorry, today's been a lot. I'm I'm losing track. Duck. Ages uh, the old duck. Yes. Who the ago. fuck was there? Um, a friend of the the nice lady from the the place we went. <laughs> With a nice kid. Oh, yeah. Sulian one. Henri. Pierre is at the old duck. Pierre. Brilliant. We could go and make friends with Pierre. That could be. Let's do that. (laughs) Especially if we're planning on coming into the city from that side. Right, do you want to head to the old duck? Why not? <laughs> yes, yes so, we yeah. would. Okay, you re-emerge from the smuggler's market and uh, head towards the foundry quarter. Uh, at the far end of the foundry quarter, towards the steel gate, you continue along the, f- uh, the last sort of avenue near the walls before you reach uh, a pub. Uh, and associated in, which is indeed uh, bearing the sign of uh, an elderly-looking duck. Uh, the duck is uh, uh, the, the duck has not really. I don't think duck feathers grow grey with age, but uh, the <laughs> artist here appears to have taken some liberties. Hmm. Uh, I like maybe they do. I'm sure I've seen greying ducks. I feel like their beaks go grey. Oh. I swear their beaks lose yellow colour and they start going a bit grey. Well, it definitely has a grey uh, sort of uh, beak to it. And uh, inside, uh, you see that uh, the, tavern, uh, the, the, the main room of the tavern itself uh, is actually quite nice. It's a, car, it's a sort of bright, uh, well-lit tavern filled... There's lots of... Uh, sort of uh, uh, candles and lanterns lighting it the tables the wooden tables have been thoroughly polished uh there is actually behind the bar there's actually a large line of bottle there's like you know they have uh, one of those uh, they have like shelves full of bottles well there's the shelves which are full of actually um 
you know, containing alcohol. But you can see the top shelf is just full of brightly coloured different bottles that seem to just be various rare or interesting alcohols or just bottles that uh, the barkeep has collected at some point. Uh, and again, the bar itself is is very thoroughly shone up, uh, and the publican is present. He is currently polishing. Uh, he's uh, he's with one hand polishing said bar. Uh, no, no. Uh, he's. Uh, you can see there's a, there's a cloth nearby where he was polishing the bar, but at this particular moment he's cleaning a mug. Um, <laughs> And uh, he looks up, and he's a human fellow, brown hair, brown eyes, huge pot belly, uh, uh-huh. and one of those sorts of uh, reddish, uh, bulbous noses. That's what you might classically called a drinker's nose. Um, and as you approach, he just can detect a definite whiff of garlic. Hello, hello! Welcome to the old duck! <laughs> hello! Hello! Ah, so, are you looking for a drink? It's a little early in the day, but there's always time. So where to stay? Something to take your mind off the horrible situation? Yes. Fantastic. All of those things. What yeah. can I get you? all of the above. Um, I'll have a big whiskey, please. Leah, do you want anything? I feel like I at least owe you a drink. Uh, she seems a little reticent, but you don't the have same. To. The same. Okay. So whiskey is coming up. And for you, and for he pauses at the hooded but not bearded form of uh, of scamp. It's fine. I'm a grown up. I'd like a milk with whiskey, please. Um, sure. Coulson's going to um, tug on um, on scamp's robe and go. You know that I'll cause it to curdle, right? What's well, a curdle? A friend. Um. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he. I'll buy it. Pulls out four whiskeys, one with milk. Um, uh, whiskey with milk all... is really good. It is really good, especially uh, if the milk's warm. Mm. Six silver. Fantastic. Uh, and passes three of them towards you, but leaves the milk with whiskey where it is. Uh, so that you have to reach over and, gr- and get it, Scamp. I'm going to keep my hands inside my cloak and try mm. and pick it up. Gives the occasional sidelong look, but but, uh, but uh, his sunny manner resumes with the rest of you. Uh, as you take a sip of the milk, you can actually feel the warmth of the whiskey! Aww. Roll a d100. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. You're a monster. This goes straight back to alcohol immunity, by the no. way. <laughs> Uh, 61. Okay. For the next minute, whenever you speak, you shout. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we going to do now? Oh, oh, what? Oh. Uh, what oh. is happening? <laughs> A little bit uh, over-enthusiastic, I see. <laughs> This is really good. Uh, just Maybe I should not have given uh, that one the, nail, uh, the 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 whiskey, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, I think maybe they've just lost their head for it. Do you? I'm any... really tired. Uh, do you have uh, any rooms? Uh you know what? Is uh, if you can get that one, yes, sure. Well, why not? Uh, I have a couple of uh, rooms uh, available. Um, uh, uh, he seems a little flabbergasted by these, uh, by this situation. Uh, it's uh, 
Co uh, two gold, uh, uh, gold pieces. I've for the got nuts. gold. Great, let's do that. Okay. Uh, after paying, I pay the... for Leah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there are. <laughs> I guess two... there's two gold each. Oh, a gold each. So two gold. Oh, a gold each, right? Yeah. Uh, Unless what... she horribly objects, I pay for Leah. I should say. She does not. Um, but the uh, and the innkeeper Pierre begins hurriedly rushing you upstairs towards two not very large but well swept clean comfortable uh, rooms uh, both of which uh, have a uh, a single bed but also like a long settee mm -hmm. uh, type affair for uh, for a second person to lounge in or possibly sleep on as needed. Mm -hmm. Uh, <laughs> I set up on a city in one of the rooms and let Leah go wherever she wants to go in whichever room. Leah sort of rolls her eyes a little and sets up in the same room as you, but taking the bed. Okay. I will set an alarm around the room that has Leah in it. <laughs> okay. She okay. watches as you roll a little bit of silver thread all around the room. She uh, does... Uh, sorry, they uh, do this every night, do they? Yeah, it's a safety thing. They they know if anyone leaves or enters. Oh, good. Yeah, helpful. Um, very helpful. No, yes. Are you okay? I'm fine. <laughs> well, <laughs> fucking good for you. <laughs> I was going to say, Scamp, you take the bed, I'll take the uh, settee. It's miles too big for me anyway. <laughs> you can't actually just lie flat down on the settee for, for you. Yeah. I imagine <laughs> I'm, like, crunched up. <laughs> like, if he's lying in limbs. the middle, he probably can't it's reach the sides. a little uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> like, that you, like, I'm going to say half... Roll a luck check for me, Celestia. Oh, God, Okay. Uh, 16. Fortunately, just before eventually sort of keep nodding off for a while, you discover the latch that lets you lower the head of it. Uh. <laughs> Rather than, say, coming undone halfway through your sleep. Amazing. Of course it doesn't need <laughs> that to. That would have been awful. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Olga's here! <laughs> if it's on a human scale, this room, like a, a large Floor proof would be fine for Corsin. <laughs> <laughs> Given your company, um, Pierre elected not to rent you the halfling rooms. Uh, Fair. <laughs> that would have sucked for me and Leah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's 5'10, I'm 6'4, that would have been awful. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> so, as you, you find yourself settling down, and after about a minute or so, cause, uh, sorry, Scamp, your voice returns to its normal volume. Um, however was that one of your um, and he just sort of vaguely gestures to try and indicate magic things. like wavy yeah. finger gestures yeah I think so yeah right let us know well you will let us know if uh, if it happens again I suppose I mean I didn't really notice it sounded normal to me <laughs> it was oh. a, uh, a touch like outside voice I, I would I would say Okay Inside voice <laughs> In the other room um, Leah 
sits awkwardly on the bed. <laughs> I am like sat straight backed on the couch, not knowing what to do with myself. This is really awkward, isn't it? Yes. I'm got to say is I really just as much as I like them, I didn't want to be in the same room with them while they were shouting all the time. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> they don't usually shout. Oh, good. They have a weird thing that happens sometimes. Their magic goes a bit haywire. Oh, so it is puberty. What? <laughs> <laughs> we don't... It might be... We've talked to other tieflings. Nobody else had this, so we're not sure, to be honest. She smiles and <laughs> chuckles to herself. <laughs> Look, we're, we're out. Let's, I'm not saying we should leap into bed with each other or anything, but let's at least try to relax a bit around each other. You say that like it's like it's easy. <laughs> I know. I know. But I with everything and I do mean everything, it's a little hard to know exactly where we stand. Yeah. But for, but for now, can we at least agree on friends? Friends is good. Didn't think we'd never get that far again, to be honest. No, me neither. But then... Uh, giant squid thing destroyed a town in front of me and you literally flew down from the sky and rescued me. That did happen. Fuck me. Is that normal for you now? No. Okay, just, I mean, it's, just checking. <laughs> it's been a weird couple of months. Like, really, really weird. Because, again, I thought I was having a weird time, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure I've ever really had normal. Well, true. But the weird wasn't quite as frequent, was it, down below? Not the weird, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) God, this is a mess, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's stupid, but I am still glad to see you. (laughs) And are you? The thing is, what I said to the others about um, flying and 
needing there to be four people. That's true. That that just from a tactical standpoint, that's true. But we need space. I spent a year having to be near you. Yep. Having to be by your side or close by. And I know it wasn't like that when we were alone, but... I get that. You know this isn't like that, right? No, of course. I know it isn't. I know it isn't. She sort of taps her the side of a temple and then puts her fist near her chest for a moment. The thing is, I want I want to be near you, but I want being near you to be because I want to be near you. Not because some scary hag monster is after you, yeah. <laughs> Or because we're in the Underdark in a horrible situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> to do that, I need to be able to not be near you. Mm-hmm. If you wouldn't mind, I'd like to put some sort of safety in place. Somewhere you can go. She nods. I mean, that's just sensible. I'd, I don't want to be somewhere that's, um, that a crazy old hag can just break in through the window and kidnap me. I mean, I'm not sure I'd sit you in a room all day like Scamp. I don't think that's what you escaped for. Some sort of... Uh... But something... A safety. Something in place. At the very least, a room with books, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Preferably a bit more than one room. Yeah. Maybe the university the might be really nice. Looks nice. They might have paints. That would be. You know, much I better. wish she'd hurry up and fucking get here. So that. <laughs> and that's awful. I don't really. Maybe that's but... her evil plan. She's just going to taunt you for ages with the possibility of coming in at any time <laughs> she's gonna wait for us to hate each other enough that we just destroy each other and then she's gonna come in like ha here <laughs> oh. <laughs> although legitimately is that something she would do yeah oh okay leah looks a little disconcerted <laughs> no sort of quillena on red leaf like Oh wow! <laughs> it's not a great description, but no, I, I there's something of her in Quillen. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. I'm I'm sorry that we have to confine you to a fucking building. It's awful. I wish you could just wander about and. Or maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe you can wander about. Maybe we can work something out. But there'd, there'd have to be a place that you could go to if stuff went wrong. 
I understand. Maybe we could hire your bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> that might be something. Who knows? But let's ask your friend, ally, whatever. Maybe they know. Maybe there's something. Yeah. Something better than a room, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, it could be worse. <laughs> Last time we were here, we uh, <laughs> ended up staying in a brothel. What? Not like that, may I add. <laughs> staying in a room in a brothel together without sex. <laughs> I'm making this worse. <laughs> we could hear everybody else fucking. It was terrible. I didn't sleep. That's That was my... It, this is better. Was it the sailor's suggestion? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a wife and child, I told you that. Well, I know, but sailors. <laughs> Not causing. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> we should probably fucking sleep, shouldn't yes, we? Yes, let's... I'm exhausted. I'm so tired. Let's, let's just try and get some sleep. I'll take the bed tonight, you take it tomorrow. You, you can have it, it's fine. No. Let's try and do this properly this time. Alright. He nods and starts nestling up under some covers. Good, well, good afternoon, <laughs> Stardust. Good afternoon, Leah. She turns so that she's facing away from, uh, towards the wall and you see her sort of snuggling down and trying to get to sleep. <laughs> I attempt sleep also. So, the night comes. Uh, <coughs> after taking a good long rest, you all awaken after let's just roll for this somewhat troubled dreams which fortunately in no way involved uh, tall pale entities with he with hemp uh, <laughs> at any point <laughs> mostly they're just mostly there you there's just a recur just a recurring one of those dreams where you are, well, I mean, each of you has a different one, but there's, uh, Scamp, you just have one of those dreams where you're constantly running from something, and when you look behind, there's a giant plucked chicken just sort of bounding down a hallway <laughs> full of broken mirrors after you. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I think I nearly had that dream, only it was a beagle. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's a long time ago. Causin, you have a dream of of, be, of being in like a a classic uh, hunt, uh, riding through the countryside uh, after some foxes. Uh, but it's your dog that's riding you, and the dog is wearing the cap and has a musket. <laughs> oh, this is all sorts of fucked up. <laughs> Celestia, you have a dream of um, wrapping up uh, spiders in some silk and then eating them. Oh God, am I distressed? Like <laughs> it's it's weird. You have weird, but but um, but 
uh, dreams, but only kind of uh, disconcerting in the way that dreams normally are mm. <laughs> when, they're, when, they're, when they're nightmares. And all three of you awake with a sort of... Uh, <laughs> looking out to find it uh, late and dark outside. Only the dim light of street lamps illuminating fr- uh, through the window. <laughs> Still taste fucking spiders. <laughs> Weird dreams. How are you two? Weird um, dreams. <laughs> yeah, is it, it something about um, staying in, uh, in in actual? Um, inns that uh, causes us to have weird dreams. I think I get them everywhere. Mm. I never have good dreams, but like eating spiders is particularly fucking weird. I mean, there wasn't even any cheese in that uh, last meal I ate. For fuck's sake. Honestly. Leah, how are your dreams? <laughs> uh, Did you eat any spiders? <laughs> any naked chickens? I think there was Golden a... Disc sort of looks at them. <laughs> there was a dog? Nope, forgotten it. That's oh. probably good, you know, darling. Yeah. <laughs> there was a dog easier. in mine too, but I, I don't want to talk about it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe we talk to Savannah about where you could be for a bit if you'd be happy with that. I'll look at Leah. Is it a bit late in the evening now? What actual Does that man sleep? Uh, It is. uh, By this point, it's probably around about 10.30 to 11 at night. Oh, it's not too bad. That's not crazy late. It's not ridiculous. And also, like, when we met him, he did literally fall asleep at a table in a bar. (laughs) So I don't have him down as a big sleeper in my mental image of him. Not without copious amounts of very, very expensive alcohol. Mm. Yeah, true. He does seem a little bit more in a responsible headspace, but... God. What what does that man even drink? That was so strong. (laughs) It's disturbing. Do any of us remember? Uh, Roll an intelligence check. It was some sort of horrendously strong whiskey, I think. I thought it was Natural one. (laughs) I wasn't paying attention. Natural 20. Okay. Celestia, you are like you are convinced that it was some sort of like super special gut rot that 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 hotel itself <laughs> made. No, of course, and you saw the label. It's a it's a classic dwarven brandy. Ah, dwarven brandy. Yep. It wasn't fucking dwarven brandy. It was some ridiculous shit. Oh, it's you know the ridic- like fifty gold a bottle was bullshit sort of. Far too drunk for it to have been dwarven brandy. I don't remember. I was busy breaking and entering, I think. Sure, you did Just very well. it ended up on his bar tab, not yours. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Right, let's go and find him. <laughs> yeah. You um, head out and work your way through the dark streets towards the university. There is a definite uh, tenseness on the walls tonight as you move past uh, uh, as you move along and you can hear uh, as you move by small clumps of people who are mostly keeping towards uh, the safety of the wall uh, of uh, just of houses, archways and so on occasional mutterings and grumblings. Put up gloves on from me. Okay. 
hood up on the cloak, but no beard. Okay. Uh, all of you spot a handful of, uh, of short, thick, cloaked figures uh, moving towards you as you pass by uh, the area near Flat Duchess Street. But the moment one of you looks around, they seem to realise they've been made and the uh, goblin footpads uh, scurry off. As they do, I um, call out to them, Good, smart move. Of course, and don't get us beaten up by goblins. I can't be bothered. <laughs> they, uh, you can They're just trying their luck. <laughs> you continue on and uh, make your way towards Savat's office. Uh, where, after being let into the university by the porters, uh, you do find see that the uh, lights in the office are on and knocking at the door. There's a bit of a wait and you hear the sound of creaking and unsteadiness um, before uh, sh- the short figure, well, you know, reasonable size for a halfling, uh, of Jean-Paul Savat <laughs> opens the door and uh, uh, leads you in towards the warm, cosy uh, office with its... Uh, gently crackling fireplace and indeed a full uh, he seems to be uh, drinking some sort of claret tonight there's already uh, nice claret. deep red, it's a sort of dark red wine oh cool mm. um, so uncultured mm. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, ah made some uh, looks like you've probably made your decisions uh, come in come in can I offer you a glass of claret Go on then. Fuck it. <laughs> Why not? Pause you each one uh, before he goes. Alcohol's making me weird at the moment, so maybe not. He halts on the third one. He's about to pour another, and Leah similarly raises her hand. And uh, I'm good for now. Uh, enough. More for me. Still pours yeah. himself another glass. <laughs> <laughs> passes the two of the glasses <laughs> to Celestia <laughs> and Corzin. Sets uh, nestles back in a big red armchair. Uh, far comically larger than him, uh, yeah. of course, and it takes a sip of the claret. <clears throat> Obviously, uh, no news on those plans yet. It's literally been a handful of hours. No, fair enough. Take your time. Um, it's quite the ask, I realise. Um, so I think we're going to go and rescue the lady first, and then probably destroy the stuff tomorrow. Fair enough. Be looking to escort Lutitia out. Um, fair enough. Well, uh, and he, as before, he reminds you uh, of the location of the villa. It's about three miles south of the South Gate. Uh, so it's now you want to go up through there. Is this this easiest route you want to take? It's pretty, there's a pretty much a straight road up from the main road uh, that leads there. Uh, the villa itself is a walled estate, um, one of those ones with its own gardens, uh, some, uh, some grape, uh, vines, that sort of thing. Very fancy. Uh, with a bit of attached land. Yes, um, I think it's actually might be one of the king's own estates, which, uh, he has, uh, <coughs> graciously lent to mm. Lutetia. Uh, to ensure that uh, she is being kept comfortably in these rough and troubled times and also under the watch of the guards there. On that note, is it going to be easier for us to bluff our way in or just sneak our way in and try and get her out? 
with the guards unaware. Yeah, how many guards I are we talking? leave that to your judgment. Uh, I am aware that there is a sitting... Uh, yes, there is a sitting uh, group of... Uh, we believe it's ten uh, soldiers on staff there. Uh, Roughly half a platoon, then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the house guards will presumably be... They'll be split up amongst uh, you know, whatever patrols they, they have. And that's ten total, so some of them will presumably be off duty at any given or time. Or asleep well. or something, yeah. Mm. Mm. Is she being kept in a particular part of the house, or does she have free reign? She has free reign. Mm-hmm. The idea is that uh, she is just not really allowed... And she she is allowed to go on uh, on walks and visits and uh, places and so on, but usually with an escort. Okay. Okay. Are they she, going to be she's guards? not officially a prisoner, after all. Mm-hmm. Are there going to be guards inside the house, or once we get in, are we sort of okay? I would imagine that there will be some within the vi- within the uh, house part of the villa itself, as well as on the walls. Okay. And is this a please don't kill everyone sort of mission, or? Well, I mean, I leave that to your discretion. Uh, obviously. Wherever uh, loss of uh, lives can be avoided, that's obviously best. But uh, yeah. I, as think when you when you find yourself on the ground, I, I assume that you, you will trust your own judgment. Yeah. Hmm. I suppose after all, it's worth mentioning that, uh, despite their, perhaps, miss placed allegiances uh, these men and women are simply doing what they believe is right or perhaps just working for a paycheck uh, the same as the people in the National Guard yeah hmm. it's just unfortunate that uh, it may, that uh, the, ne- the necessities of politics bring us to blows yeah uh, right. so try not to kill people but if it happens, it happens. Have happens. Um, Quiet. Yeah. We might need a favour. Go. Uh, what is it you need? So, um, my friend Leah here. We might need to um, have four people rather than five because flying is hard. Um, and we were wondering if here was safe for her to stay. Is there a secure location within the university? Or one that you know of, anyway, really. Uh, at this point, the uh, Leah points out. Uh, also, somewhere that can be, pr- I think, proofed against scrying was one of the things. Preferably, but that would be luxurious, you know. Not even proofed against scrying, just not really obviously recognisable would also hmm. be fine. Well, I mean, I suppose I, there are some houses in the university, uh, student accommodations and such that aren't occupied. Of course, if you're looking for security, um, if you don't mind uh, very literally throwing your lot in with us, Miss, um, uh, was it uh, Leah? Uh, Leah Leodon. Right, uh, Miss Leodon. Uh, you could always stay at the Courts of Justice. Um, as a large government building, they are, of course, proofed against scrying, in the same way that the uh, palace is. 
That's fucking genius. That would make sense. Well, I mean, that just seems like an elementary precaution that you would put when you were making a large building devoted to the running of state. Let's stay there forever. Um. (laughs) There is, I believe, a specific room where people can uh, can make and receive sendings from. Huh. Which is uh, usually how these things operate. That's very sensible. Leah, would you be happy with that? Well, I mean, it's not a room, you know, um, so long as I get some uh, some running of the place. I mean, not absolutely free running, but it is under guard by the National Guard. And uh, there's certainly a place to move around. There's some libraries. There's there's the local, uh, there's the Justice Library there. Mostly law, but there's other textbooks and so on. I'm sure we could uh, uh, we could arrange for some things to be brought in. Uh, and I suppose, if nothing else, you'd have an opportunity to watch the National Assembly at work if that sort of thing interests you. Uh, I'm definitely interested in the books. Fair enough. Yeah. But if you want somewhere that's uh, proofed against scrying, uh, that would probably be your best bet. I mean, it's essentially there and the mirrored palace are the two most anti-scribed uh, scribe proofed locations in the I uh, think we town. should send you to the mirrored palace I think that would be ideal Oh, that oh yes, that would be perfect mm. Yes, You go hang out with the Hanalis, you always mm. like them so much <laughs> <laughs> Now I think, I think the courts of justice might be good on this one, at Sounds least it'll lovely. be interesting Yes Yeah. And it would be nice to stretch my legs a little Yeah well, that's all right then. Um, it's a little late, but uh, if you want, I can uh, escort you over there tonight uh, while your companions are taking care of this business. Well, I mean, it's kind of on our way if we're going out the south gate. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, which, true. Uh, in which case, uh, one moment, wanders over to his desk, takes, a, a, opens a drawer and quickly scribbles out a note for you, stamps it with something... Pass it to you here. Yeah, that's just a note to the people at the door saying uh, to let you in on my account. Oh, thank you. Appreciate Much obliged it. to you, sir. Um, enjoy your carrot. Oh, speaking of letting you in, yeah, yes. I have something prepared. And he opens another drawer and uh, produces you some other letters. Uh, six letters, uh, two sets of three. Uh, the f- first. Uh, uh, the first set of three. Actually, no, it wouldn't be two. No, sorry, I got completely distracted. The DM short circuit. The DM short circuit. Right. Yeah. Should we switch you off again? Okay. Okay. Two sets of three pieces of paper. Um, one of the. one of the pieces of paper is uh, a Sulian passport. Oh, that's uh, so good. In your names. What? Oh, wow. In your names, uh, under with, with, in your in your actual names, uh, with the uh, stamped with the authority of the National Guard. Oh, sorry, the National Ooh. Assembly. The other. I've never had a passport. Hmm. This is very very exciting. I show Leo with a grin. <laughs> she chuckles. <laughs> How oh. come everyone else gets a surname? <laughs> I mean, you can have one if you want. What you, what's your surname? Tell us. Um, I don't know. 
Scamp, I don't know. Lovely. <laughs> How about if friend? You're supposed to choose says your own names. How about friend? Says a voice in your ear. Aww, friend. I like it. Scamp, oh, friend. scamp friend. Yes. That is that is rubbish. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's my name. It was given to me. That's how names work. We could, I suppose, we could work. We could work on it. Says the voice in your head. <laughs> Probably dress it up a bit, but um, it's the name you gave me. Ah, I like it. What about scamp friend friend? No, that's worse. Mm. <laughs> or if, you, if it's Sulium, uh, what's the Sulium uh, word for friend? It's um, uh. sort of think back to your old Sulium. Uh, yeah. Ami? No? Um, I suppose nah. you could go for alternatives. Comrade? Scamp? Comrade! That's still bombs. That's why why that's is rubbish. everybody pretending that this could possibly <laughs> sound like a name? Scamp Comrade? <laughs> I'm assuming that Scamp said this out loud because you can't be a friend. Um, but, oh, right. I thought, I'm sorry. Yeah. I thought you were being Leah. I do apologise. Oh, I got mixed up. Yeah, I'm sorry. They have a similar voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, at which point Leah says, Scamp Jeffries? I'm not being named oh. after my monkey. <laughs> oh, that one's really cute, though. I like that. <laughs> no, it's friend. No, Scamp Jeffries is amazing. <laughs> Please name yourself after your Scamp fucking horrible little Jeffrey monkey friend, creature. Friend Jeffrey. Scamp <laughs> Jeffrey friend. You could have three names. This is Leah. <laughs> that's, that's too many. Scamp after. Jeffrey friend. That's a perfectly not. No one will look at the weird when they introduce themselves. Hello, I'm Scamp Jeffrey friend. <laughs> Scamp friend free. <laughs> I like friend. I'm having friend. I'm sure Savat's really glad that he's trusting us with important shit because I mean, this is has, gold. Has, has a pen out and is like, just, just going to confirm here that you, you want your surname to be Fred. Yes. All right. Celestia puts her head on the desk. <laughs> Celestia head desks. Celestia Headdust. No, that's no. not my no, fucking no. name. <laughs> Celestia Stardust. Nice to meet you, you little shits. <laughs> right, Stan. Scamp. Friend. <laughs> Adds the surname. Blots uh, the, the ink and passes it to you, Scamp. Thank you. That's the worst name of the world. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best name. Well, it's... Name you chose for yourself. No, it's a name I was given. That's how names work. I mean, you right. did literally just say it out of the blue. Did Friend did we... said it. Friend gave it to me. Oh, so Friend named you after himself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Mind you, Corsair named his child after himself. So you know, <laughs> I don't know what Actually, I'm fucking talking about. Point of order, I didn't. Yeah, you said Molly it was Molly. Name. It's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, sp I mean, I suppose if you don't like friend. This is this is uh, friend talking. I suppose you could name it after the place you were born. No, I don't Scamp know where that is. I mean, I assume it was you. Your friends have said before, mentioned Scowl's Cove a few times. It could yeah, be Scamp Scowl. No. That was a person, Scarol. I don't want to be Scarol. Scamp Cove! Maybe I shouldn't no. come up with names. <laughs> I like friend. Friend is good. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Lear is looking <laughs> bewildered at this one-sided conversation from her perspective. Oh, they have... Does Leah know about friend? Is is actually Savat still here? Because that affects. Yeah, Savat is still here. And... I just look at her. And go, I'll, I'll tell you later. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> they are fine though. You don't need to be worried. <laughs> just okay. for the record. Um, so that says, do I need to be worried? No, or? everything. <laughs> Fuck it. Why, how are we ever allowed outside? <laughs> the other three pieces of paper, he's passing to you, are, pa- uh, are the pass codes that will get you through the R side of the gates. Right. Okay, good to do know. Do you have a way of getting through the back through the gates, uh, through, through, the ca- uh, through the enemy camps, which are currently holding you? I mean, you got into the I'm city the first sure. time round. Ish. How oh, long right. do you think it'll take to get through if no one stops you? Um, about twenty seconds, based on the time it takes. To I open mean, we the door. got through. Then we're good. <laughs> we got through last time. I can just talk bullshit to people again. That worked. I mean, it does help though. You have those passports. Yeah, it should mm. be easier with those. Mm. But if they have a problem, I can always do a little I make a magic gesture on them. Mm. Well, that works for me. As does spending some time in the library. Right. Well, that's alright then. In which case, uh, I will uh, make sure to alert uh, my companions at the court that we are hopefully expecting uh, Ms. Aubrey tonight. Uh, don't forget you'll be delivering her back to us at the Courts of Justice so that we can put her uh, in... Uh, that we can keep her under guard he- uh, there. Because, as mentioned, it's heavily defended and also a dead spot for scrying. Lovely. Right, shall we get on then? Yes. Well, I think we should, yes. Yeah. Yes. So... Speaking of getting on, you do. Uh, you head out and make the journey from the university over the Regent, uh, past the Corn Exchange over the Regent's Bridge and towards the Courts of Justice. You've never actually been into the Courts of Justice um, and you have the opportunity to go in now if you want or you can just leave them at the gates. But even so, walking around to the front, the courts are arranged very much in the style of a uh, sort of temple or cathedral uh, akin to the cathedral opposite uh, and you sense that the architect that one architect or another definitely had a sense of rivalry uh, going <laughs> on with the other large edifice as they are built to similar sizes the cathedral is just a little bit taller oh, the spire is just slightly just a little um, bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> Love uh, that. However, it has a very classical sort of uh, frontage with uh, with large, solid uh, stone columns in a colonnade. Uh, one of those uh, sort of triangle, triangle, triangular fronts over the colonnade. You would not think I was an architect's son, would you? I cannot <laughs> remember what those are called. Paul, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Paul. Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> There is someone shouting at their device at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. If it was small, it'd be like a portico, but it's not. Thing. Anyway, uh, none got... of us can help you. Yeah. I'm sorry, like, we're all fucking actors. I don't know why you're looking at us like we should know stuff. 
regardless, uh, you walk with Leah and Savat up towards the heavy front doors, uh, which again are built in that sort of oversized cathedral size, with the real doors actually are a fair bit smaller and hidden into the large fake uh, doors. There are the courts, the front of the courts and the areas around are patrolled by a large number of members of the National Guard. However, upon seeing Savat, they immediately make way and uh, there is a short conversation with the with essentially the guards at the door themselves, where Savat sort of indicates the four of you and says, now these are friends of mine who are doing important work for the uh, for the National Assembly. So uh, you'll be expecting them later tonight with another friend. Uh, please do escort them in as soon as they arrive, and uh, should they wish to enter in the future, consider them to have blanket permission on my part. Very good, sir. The uh, lady uh, who is guarding uh, gives you a nod and says, and uh, speaking of which, I'll be coming in now, as a, as all this uh, lady here. So, unless uh, there's anything more I can do for the three of you. No, I think you're all right. Um, keep her safe. You. Yes, do keep her safe. Please. Um, Leah, have fun. I'll Be safe. certainly try. Hope you find some good books. Me too. She gives you a smile and a nod. Uh, a nod back. And... She and Savat both slip into the courts of justice. With that in mind, the three of you now find yourselves alone on the steps of the courts of justice, preparing for your next move. Uh, is there anything you wish to do before heading out of the south gate, or indeed any of the southern gates, uh, should you wish to go that way, and off towards Lutitia Aubrey's villa? Not really for me, bar a little small chat that I want to have with the other two. Um, anyone else yeah. want to actually do anything before that? Um, do we want to get the horses up now, or...? No. I mean, not like in the city, we should wait until we're outside, because otherwise right, two yeah, random yeah. horses will appear. But also, I just, I had a thought. You know those pictures I can do, the really big ones? Mm. Yeah. Scamp, you said you could hide her, didn't you? Yes. If you hide her, I can make it look like she's still there. For That's about ten minutes point, afterwards. Actually. Could buy us some time. Yeah, yeah, so what if she was in bed or something? Yeah, that'd work. Yeah, I mean, but I can make her move around. She could be making tea or some shit, you know? Great. I mean, if actually, if we're, like, walking away, I should probably put her in bed or something, really. Yeah. Just I'm for simplicity. Just time of day it is, that's all. Yeah. Yeah. It is currently approaching midnight. If we can get in quietly, then yeah. Like, I, I don't think I can make her hidden for very long. Mm-hmm. Um, like, maybe a minute. But that might be enough to get her out. Yeah. Like, that's not ridiculous. And then if, if I replace her in, with, a, with a double... If we can get in quietly, that'll definitely work. Mm. Was it established before that she's human? Uh, I, believe... I think it was. Yeah. Uh, let me just double check my notes. Uh, she, yes, I think it was, and she, she is indeed human. All right, I was. I'll, I'll do it in character. Well, it seems like uh, Savat mentioned that they, there's um, some 
vineyards attached. It might uh, offer us some cover as we're uh, going out that way, if we were able to go cross-country a little, as it were. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt. Yeah. I Although, mean, I'm vineyards, smaller than the rest those, of you, but... those are long, straight lines with not many chances to get cover or duck and weave. If you're standing at one end, it's just a clear strut down. Oh, right, is that how they work? <laughs> I've never actually seen actually... one. I was actually more thinking about going perpendicular and underneath the rows, but ah. Vans aren't that high. Does Scamp know this? I don't know. <laughs> oh, Am I using roll, my knowledge instead of Scamp's? Roll a nature check, because Scamp didn't grow up in wine country. I feel no. like I have no uh, reason 15. to 15? Okay, Scamp, Scamp would probably have heard this from conversations with wine traders that people have had. Because I've spent a lot of time driving through wine countries where the vines are about waist height. Which is a fine plan for causing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you can't duck under them. They are ground to waist height. Um, I mean, there's a lot of me, darling. Yeah, and it's not something you can duck under and it's not something you can hop over. So all it does is pen you in. For Celestia, it would be like hurdles. <laughs> yes, it would. It would be hilarious. Let's do this. This is great. That was this is the best plan. Any attention, we should definitely do it. I'm up for this. Fantastic. Also, not that wide. We'd have to have really narrow horses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Like, so, like Lego such horses. a terrible idea. We'll walk and talk this. <laughs> I've imagined we're walking. I don't imagine we've stopped yeah. to have yeah. this level of conversation. <laughs> okay, so you had, uh, yeah, you've been having this conversation while you've been heading towards which of the which, which of the gates would you like to exit via? The closest one, if you were heading directly south, would be Southgate. But I'm just checking for preference. It's near where we are now as well, isn't it? So it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I think yeah, it makes sense. That. Okay. You head down. Sorry, I realise I've again uh, been t- hogging the the map from uh, you. Okay, you've got one. Cool. Uh, I've got one on my phone. Don't worry. That's right. So you head towards uh, down towards Southgate uh, through the dark streets. Again, there's relatively little activity compared to the throng of people as in the daytime. But every now and again, you see an occasional shadow in the in the side streets. This is a nicer sort of area with quite high buildings and uh, be- uh, and relatively well-off locations. Does anyone else get a bit funny at the mention of you see a shadow every now and then? It's like, ah, oh, yeah. no, uh, yeah. no, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> Those are normal. <laughs> what have you done to us, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, making your way to the south gate, you flash your shiny new uh, uh, password ports and passwords. Uh, to the people, uh, to the members of the National Guard guarding the South Gate, uh, who allow who open the door just a crack to allow you to slip out. Um, let's roll. Uh, how openly are you travelling out of the South Gate itself, onto the other side? Mm, what can we see? Well, once the door opens, you can see that there is a camp loosely arrayed around the gate, and there are. Uh, there are figures standing uh, just in front of, t- of of lanterns, so that they're not being getting torch blindness, uh, and vaguely paying attention to the goings on of the gate itself. 
Bear in mind this, and of course, yeah, there is there is an array of military camp around the around the road leading south. Mm. We don't need to be too subtle, do we? We've got papers, so yeah, just... we've still got our military papers. Yeah, yeah, we're not really. I don't. Yeah, I don't think we should be. Someone's going to spot us if we try and hide. Or yeah. go into the camp, so let's just walk until we're out of sight. Well, we're not yeah. doing anything weird, we're technically just going out of the city. But yeah. the city is sieged. That is very... yeah. Nevertheless. <laughs> 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 we're on military business, But we business, have papers. Though. Yeah, if we, if we use our military ones, we're on military business. Uh, do you step out of the gates, then? Quite openly. Yes, I feel like this is a trap. Okay, you head out, uh, and upon seeing seeing you step out, a pair of the figures uh, of the soldiers uh, sort of mosey their way over towards you. Alta, what business have you exiting the city? We're um, we've been sent to head over to Kion to see how things are going over there. I show my military passport. Scans it over idly. Okay. Waves you past. Since we're out of here, I'm like, I don't even use magic for that. Keep going. Well, just keep walking until we're outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, when we're way out of earshot. Yeah. It? Yeah. You say about five minutes later after you've gone through the entire uh, through the centre of this elaborate camp. Oh yeah. Uh, as you do so, by the way, uh, if you are interested, uh, you also get a view of uh, the camp itself. The various uh, soldiers are camped in tents around various campfires uh, distributed around those perhaps, oh, 5,000 people here or thereabouts, uh, most, most of them active soldiers. However, scattered around the edges of the camp in slightly better lit uh, selection uh, uh, sections of tent, little, almost like little tent villages, are the various camp followers. Uh, that attend to the needs of the soldiers, which yes does include a number of prostitutes, but also <laughs> uh, is that a euphemism or do we generally mean a, uh, all but, of the? But also people who but are also. selling wine, uh, who are, you know who, who who are selling you know, who have uh, scavenged various things that they're producing, people who repair things, uh, do odd jobs for them. All of the uh, all of that sort of necessary, not really official staff that follows after an army camp, uh, in order to make some profit off and supply the needs of the soldiers. Uh, give me a perception check. All of us. Anyone who wants to. Yep. Oh, Ooh, 19. <laughs> 13. Uh, I got too excited by that. Cool. I have a terrible <laughs> perception. Oh. Camp. Uh, you spot. The uh, as you had uh, you spot uh, quite sensibly towards the centre of this camp, and I'll make a note of this. Uh, you can see uh, so towards the centre of the camp, which is located more towards the west, towards the mirror gate. Uh, the camp itself is mostly based around the south gate, uh, but you can see that they have another detachment. Uh, they have a local detachment that's paying attention to the mirror gate and can send off riders if need be for support. Um, you can see there is a large marquee which has been set up uh, and periodically soldiers will travel into or out of it, uh, sometimes just carrying under an arm, sometimes pushing wheelbarrows full of uh, either powder kegs 
or uh, fresh uh, uh, fresh arms uh, uh, rifle uh, sorry not rifles arms muskets, as in weapons <laughs> muskets that sort of Robbie. thing and occasionally <laughs> yes <laughs> And occasionally, uh, uh, very uh, packets of rations and uh, severed limbs. (laughs) (laughs) Now you're thinking of the medical tent, um, which is currently not very busy. Uh, The soldiers here that you do see around their tents, by and large are being reasonably well fed. Uh, It seems that the local camp uh, did well in the quotation marks forage uh, from the surrounding territories and is able to keep all the soldiers here with at least adequately full bellies. Um, And they do seem to have mostly functioning equipment and in good repair. as a, uh, just giving you a, a sense of the state of the camp. Morale seems acceptable from the perspective of the enemy side. Uh, okay. There's no, there's no, not too much obvious grumbling beyond the usual uh, mutterings you hear of soldiers uh, kind of pissed off about the fact that they are camping out in the middle of winter uh, mm. and have had to push aside a lot of snow <laughs> to make their, uh, their camps. Uh, just to check, actually. Uh, it did snow briefly earlier in the day uh, while you were asleep and while it's not really showed up much in the streets because uh, footfalls have caused any snow to, to immediately turn into a, into a, a dull grey sludge oh, uh, out, once you leave uh, the city the plains and gently rolling hillocks uh, that surround it are blanketed uh, with Fuck. a layer of white snow this is going to be really unhelpful, isn't it? A gesture to our tracks that are obviously appearing. I mean, you're currently on the road, which already has seen enough foot traffic that it's not too obvious. Uh, but yes, should you depart from the road, it will become more apparent. Mm. Can you uh, use your uh, abilities to make footprints appear that we didn't make? As, as established back, I can't remember. as established back in the Meadmere, the Great Forest of Meadmere, you can do it for about ten feet mm. in any direction, or you can have friend wander and just sort of slowly make footprint like prints. Mm. I mean, a bit, darling. We tried that in the forest, but it wasn't that good. Mm. We might be better off if we need to cross any really big open spaces. Just flying. <laughs> yeah. Like Good later, deadly. if we need to make a quick getaway and we don't want them to know where we've gone, that might be the best bit. But let's see how it goes. Right. Uh, are we far enough away from the camp that we can? Yes. Um... You you reckon you reach a point where you reckon you are suitably out of sight of prying eyes. Right. Horses? Horses. Yeah. Okay. So you spend 20 minutes conjuring up two horses. I would like to make camouflage horses, please. <gasps> okay. Uh, roll an intelligence check. <laughs> it's a 
it would be like kind Ten. of white and grey, right? <laughs> okay. Now. Yeah, yeah, so they, greys they, and greens. So look, dull greys and greens and browns. Um, yeah, they are indeed dull greys and greens and browns with a little bit of white uh, on them. Just enough to dapple the effect against the snow. Um, but not so good that you get a, uh, that you get a stealth advantage from it. <laughs> I thought about making them totally clear, but I thought we're not clear, so we'll just be these weird floating lumps. Yeah, good thought. <laughs> also, also, wow, that's terrifying. Literally horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even sure it would work. What if you could I like mean, see if... their organs? Ah. Oh. Yeah, ghost horse, not a fan. But, yeah. Anyway, so, <laughs> and on that cheerful note, so uh, who's riding? Who's riding on what horse? I can attempt riding a horse, but um, <laughs> I don't really know how. Well, you go on the back of the one I'm riding, Great. and Scamp, how's that? Yes, because I'm very experienced riding horses. Yeah, but yes. they're like from your brain, aren't they? So you should be fine. Yeah, but they like you. They won't drop you. Why? Why does that sound <laughs> ominous? <laughs> well, they haven't yet. Right, good. Just going to confirm with the casting of the spell that it does not actually require animal handling abilities. Uh, no, it does not. It is a large, It is. It uh, basically follows your commands absolutely. So you're fine. You don't need to <laughs> like the. It feels strange and uncomfortable, Celestia, but mm. is far more responsive and placid than a real horse would be. Hmm. That's disturbing. <coughs> it's just kind of uncom. It's just kind of weird compared to the much less loping gait of a spider. Hmm. One of these days, we are going to have to teach you how to ride a horse because it's how most of the people get around up here. I mean, I might be able to a bit. It's just not something I'm that experienced in. I'm not sure how it'd go. Well, there's half the uh, legs to worry about for a start. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes it harder. They're all bouncy. <laughs> spiders are just easy. got to get the rhythm spiders don't need rhythm but you're good at rhythm <laughs> yeah but you're a musician <laughs> it's true I am good at rhythm just not usually with another creature involved ah. never join we'll a band yeah <laughs> <laughs> well singing with people is different to riding a fucking horse I think we can all agree on that <laughs> speaking of which is it uh, yes. How fast a pace are you setting on these horses? Um, um, not too fast. Okay. You're you're yeah, not there. like yeah. Yeah, a gentle trot. Okay, well, so you're travelling at the lowest speed uh, rather than the highest speed, uh, as you, which means that in the within the forty minutes these horses are up, you can travel uh, six, call it six and a half miles. Uh, since you've already travelled the better part of half a mile uh, south of Southgate anyway, uh, you travel. Uh, you end up taking two and a half miles of travel and consequently about 15 minutes or so uh, to make your way at a reasonable trot down the main road and up the side roads that uh, begin snaking their way up past various uh, fields which are largely fallow what with it being winter and the complete economic collapse of the country uh, up towards <laughs> the <laughs> and those that had anything heavily looted uh, by the armies that have come up this way 
up towards one of the few actually intact structures around here. Uh, a walled off a beautiful little white stone villa uh, with a slant uh, with a sort of slanted uh, red brick tile sorry, red tile roof uh, and a 20 foot retaining wall uh, just yeah it would be actually because it's quite high uh, these these guys like their privacy um, around the both the building and a large section of the grounds you can see approaching it um, uh, where you were towards the front uh, this actually brings you past a few uh, country, uh, smaller country houses uh, that are located in the hills nearby uh, the road eventually, uh, this part of the road will eventually lead up towards a wooden set of stables attached to the outside of the uh, walls, actually, uh, next to the villa's main, uh, main and possibly only gate that you can see from this side, a stone archway with which is secured by an iron, a sort of uh, iron grate. Wrought iron door. There we go. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're still some distance away, so give me a perception check if you want to try and make any more details out. Yep. Eleven. And I will Ooh. say... Nineteen? Is... Ooh, okay. look at wow. me looking. And you got dark vision, superior dark vision. Yeah. Which helps, uh, although it is still more than 120 feet away. So, it is, mm-hmm. uh, so I'm account rather than giving you all disadvantage. I'm accounting for the in distance. the check. Yeah. yeah. With 19, yeah, Celestia, you spot there are a couple of. There is actually a small uh, lit oil lantern by the gate, uh, and there are a couple of figures in royal guard uh, navy uh, navy blue uniforms. Uh, who are standing to attention, uh, one of them slightly slouching to attention, uh, by the gate itself, while you can also see a track through the snow, uh, broadly going around the outside of the uh, villa itself, around the outside walls, uh, curves around the stables, Briefly meets up with the with the with the main uh, gateway and then continues on back around the walls again. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the patrol, is it? Uh, yes, you can't currently see the patrollers, but you can see the track they have left. Okay, cool. I point all of this out to the other two. Would I be able to tell how many they are by the tracks? Uh, not at this distance. Okay. Mm-hmm. So two by the gate, definitely a patrol of some sort. There were ten in total. Makes sense. Some of them will be off duty, some of them will be inside. Okay. So All right, how... let's see if there's a back entrance to this place, because if there is, and I w- would be willing to bet that's the other place they put guards. We yeah. could always try going over the wall as well, rather than... Yeah. Yeah, we could. So... Either, either we could fly or we could climb probably safer climbing at this point like round yeah. a, like round a side we could climb yeah i wouldn't go front yeah. or back really but let's have a look at the back and see what we're working with and yeah. see if we can spot a patrol and work out how long it takes them to get round yeah maybe just hang tight for a few minutes you can yeah. hear the distant sound just from inside of a couple of dogs 
How really far weird. away? I can, hear, <laughs> I can hear so many pugs right now outside the house that that was really weird. <laughs> uh, you kind of look and you realise, ah, no, that's not actually from the villa. That's from a nearby house. Uh, <laughs> oh, just, okay. there's, there's just some... You can just see this, uh, hear the sound of a couple of dogs inside that have woken up. Are they pugs? Uh, you cannot tell. You cannot see them. Oh. It's definitely not Jason. I think I can tell the by the sound. Yeah, it's not Jason covering the fact that there are a couple of dogs barking outside of our flat. Yeah, definitely, definitely not. not. Yeah. It's definitely not what it is. Yeah. <laughs> there are at least two pugs barking outside of my house. Oh. <laughs> and they have very distinctive barks. <laughs> They're so weird. I love them. <laughs> I love them so much. <laughs> Uh, okay. So yeah, let, we'll look around the back, and I guess try and try and sort of hide nearby and watch the patrol. Okay, so you guys are currently, we'll say you are about five hundred feet down the road, mm-hmm. as it were, still on the road, uh, not too far from a set of just local country houses. Uh-huh. Um, it's about three of them dotted around the fields uh, under below the vi- the hillock the villa is on. You are currently still riding your horses, um, so yeah, my belly of the horses here. Okay. Yeah. They're going to be that stealthy, and I think we might need to be stealthy. We can't really <laughs> sneak on horses, can we? No, I don't. They're, they're lovely, but I don't think they're smart enough to understand stealth. No. Stealth hooves. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> so yeah, I guess leave the horses here. Um. And if we get out nice and stealthy, we'll come back for them. If we yep. don't, they'll disappear. Vanish. It's fine. They'll just poof. <laughs> so, how would you like to approach? Stealthily. <laughs> Stealthily. Um, Stealthily, but get, but I need more specifics uh, than yeah. this. I I feel like I want to try and find somewhere to hide nearby-ish. Mm-hmm. But yeah. not, oh, not crazy you. near, like not yeah. really within 200 feet. Um, are there any trees overlooking the property? Uh, there are none that you can see that are directly near it, but give me... Just give me a perception check. Okay. That's a 16. Okay, 16. Uh, the nearest tree that you can see that is tall enough for you to get a look over... Uh, is about a hundred feet from the southern walls. You guys are actually approaching from the west, um, but it's the nearest. It's the only one that you can see that would allow you, if you climbed up high enough, to, to look down over the walls and into the property itself. Mm. I'm going to attempt to do that. Okay. Uh, I might. Um, I don't know whether to go with you or to try and hide elsewhere and just watch the uh, patrol yeah with that 16 i will say also there are uh, you do see there are a number of other trees dotted around at different points including uh there is one hedge towards the southwest uh which is sort of wide and large enough uh to cover a couple of people I might sit in the hedge and try and get an idea of the timing of the patrol yeah, that's about 200 feet away yeah that sounds sensible yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, d- I, d- I don't trust myself to be good enough at stealth to get into a tree that's 100 feet away. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we'd send the little person who's strong and good at stealth. Like, that seems fair also to me. Also, doesn't make a noise when they're moving. Exactly. Yeah, that like, that seems fair, doesn't it? And, um, Scamp, what are you doing? Oh. I cannot climb. I'm not. I can moderately stealthy. 
I'm gonna stay put and just watch. Stay put from where? From mm. from the from the hedge or here with the horses? The hedge. Let's go for the hedge. But so you come the hedge yeah. with me. I would yeah. like a stealth check from all of you, please. Yeah. I am wearing my again. less stealthy clothes. Yeah. No, no. My, well, not stealthy, my, but you're no, not. My, my more stealthy, not as flashy yeah. clothes. You're wearing I did your... already say that I was wearing them because the Evan Garber yeah. in town. You're, you're, so. you're wearing your not disadvantage on stealth checks. <laughs> clothes. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, causing Ooh, don't roll. the same thing. Technically, actually. Dirty 20. Mm. Very uh, nice. It's bad, guys. Advantage or not? You are far enough away that I'm not necessarily sure that sound would come into play for you. So with that, yeah. Uh, sorry, can I have to ask for those again? Because that, because uh, that, uh, uh, I, I didn't hear you over Sam. Mine's sorry. a seven. So seven from <laughs> Celestia. Dirty twenty. I ruined yours. I'm sorry. <laughs> and Cousin. Um, uh, well, if it's uh, without advantage, that's a six. I rolled. Okay. Yeah. Badly. Oh. Well, the good news is, Corson, is you make your way through the, uh, for you, uh, waist-high snow. Yeah. Uh, there is none of the associated crunching that would normally accompany you moving through the snow. But you do still leave a very obvious uh, halfling-sized track. <laughs> but none of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> the... Uh, Celestia, uh, Scamp, you nimbly make your way over the snow, managing to sort of hot-foot it to try and leave as little trail as possible. I mean, uh, it'll look like a passing goat anyway. Yeah. Uh, whereas... <laughs> oh, you have the feet. least inconvenient yeah. tracks, actually. Uh, whereas Celestia, that. you actually just fall on... Like, you're, you are just sort of wading your feet through it. It goes up to... You know, it's not quite knee-high for you, but it's still enough that it's... That, that you kind of slip and stumble a few times, leading a fairly obvious set of tracks leading around the south of the hill towards the uh, uh, the uh, thing itself. Uh, okay, one moment. All right, I've taken that into account. So, from oh, your from <laughs> your hiding positions, causing uh, you make it up towards the tree. Uh, can you give me an athletics check to try climbing it, please? Yep. See, now that's better. That's a dirty 20. Okay, you easily scale your way up towards the top of the tree. Um, fr from the top of the tree, you're able to get a better view of the villa grounds themselves. Uh, as well as the within the 20-foot high wall, uh, first of all, uh, you can see... Uh, that there is a there is actually a back entrance. It is towards the north side. Uh, it is a sing uh, is a, it is a small wooden door, uh, which is barred from the inside. Okay, uh, is it guarded at all? Uh, not on the side that you can see. You cannot see the other side, however, because of your perspective. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, the wall is in the way. It's not guarded from the outside. Uh, it is not guarded from the inside. You do not know if it is guarded from the outside. Oh, okay. Because you are looking from the south and it is on the north side. Cool. There is there is wall in the way and it is an hmm. opaque wooden door with a bar on the... Uh, uh, and it is barred from the inside. Uh, okay. So rather than... Uh, rather than uh, locked. Uh, the... 
you can see the villa itself uh, is a uh, it is a three-story uh, well it's actually a two, uh, it's sort of like a two-story affair but it's a, quite quite a high first floor that sort of thing uh, with obviously there's not really any windows he uh, pointing towards where the nearby walls are um, there is actually a small gap between the walls and the house structure of the house itself uh, the windows are mostly facing south and east, where they open up towards the lovely garden on the inside. Uh, there are indeed uh, vine, uh, and indeed surrounding, uh, there are indeed a lovely selection of, uh, of vine racks. The vines themselves are not currently fruiting because it is winter, hmm. uh, but the garden has been swept, um, and there are a number of. Uh, bushes and uh, various interesting herbs growing in the garden as well uh the villa it's the there are also windows as far as you can tell it's kind of hard to tell from this direction on all sides uh on the top floor which fate which looks out over the wall it's higher than the wall itself uh you can see there are there is a light on uh in one of the ground floor rooms Give me a perception check. Okay. Cause and only, I'm going to say. That is the one in the tree, yeah. so we can't yeah. see any of this. We see a lovely hedge. 17. Okay. Uh, the. So, with uh, you can just make out uh, there are. So, you can make out another couple of things. By the, uh, by the front door of the villa itself, you cannot see if there are any side doors. Uh, there, there are no guards. However, uh, there is. You can see a couple of, uh, actually, yep, four figures in the one lit room, sitting around a table. And it looks like they're drinking or possibly playing cards. Um, there's definitely bottles next to them, uh, and they seem to be engaged in some sort of conversation. The there are no lights on anywhere else in the house. Alright. It is so... past it is worth mentioning that it is about um half past midnight. Yeah. So everybody else could plausibly be asleep, yeah. Mm. Plausibly, yeah. Uh you also can just make out the pair of uh, of uh, the, the pair of guards that are following the patrol track uh and now coming around the the south eastern corner uh, of the villa, turning around and getting in within sight of uh, that uh, of the sort of hill decline heading towards the south um, right, so two at the front, two uh, patrolling, four playing cards mm -hmm. so there's got to be right. two more somewhere else because it said ten yeah, so maybe two Possibly more inside sleeping. the back door, or outside the back door that would make oh, sense yeah. Yeah. That'd be all of them. If it was me, I'd put two at the back door. Yeah. Makes sense. So, uh, however, as those guards do come round, there's a brief moment where one of... They're, uh, they're make, making their way around, and one of them sort of holds up his hands, and you can cause them with your passive perception. You can just faintly hear, One moment. David, uh... Pass me the lantern. 
and uh, he take and he takes a an unlit lantern, uh, which is the sort of hooded type with a little lens at the front, and you see uh, hear a match being struck. How far away are they? So they are a hundred feet north yeah. of Corzin and two hundred feet uh, north of you and Celestia. Okay, right. Uh, as they as the light comes into being. A cone of light, about sixty feet strong, uh, in areas, uh, appears. Uh, for, and I will resort to the exact because uh, this is actually important. I will just check the equipment section of the of the player's handbook for exactly how this cone goes, because uh, I cannot remember off the top of my head if it is sixty feet of strong light and sixty feet of dim light, or thirty feet of strong light and thirty feet of dim light, which in this situation actually makes an important difference. Um, I think it's 30-30, but don't quote me. Yeah. I can't remember. It's all right. Bullseye Lantern, it is 60-60. Bright light oh, okay. in a 60-foot cone and dim light for an additional 60 feet, which means... Um, are there any... Okay, sorry, finish your sentence. It's all right. Uh, which means that they, uh, as they turn it south, the tree now comes in within the dim light set radius of the lantern. So, which means that are they, they coming towards the hedge? Is that what they're doing? Uh, they are now um, peering. The pair of them are pe- uh, they're still on the patrol route, but they're now peering towards the tree and in the same broad direction, the hedge. The hedge is not directly behind the tree, but it's still to the south. Mm. Uh, the lone the cone of light that their lantern produces is enough to illuminate the tree, but not the hedges. So, assisting, so they do this as a straight check. Uh, and it's two humans, I'll mention. Right. They appear. And you just find here. David, do you see something? Hold up. Get your, get your musket. Here, uh, the one holding the rifle uh, reaches for uh, his saber, uh, for a saber. And draw, uh, sorry, the one holding the lantern reaches for a saber and draws it. Where is the, it going towards? The other one draws the musket. They're pointing the they're pointing the lantern at the tree now, and the pair of them are slowly advancing okay. forwards. Um, is there a house that I could plausibly be walking to that is not the villa? Uh, yes. If you were walking towards the house, uh, one of the country houses near where you left the uh, near where you left the horses, would it be away from them? Yeah, they're about 200 feet And away. they're not going to see us if we so move. Yeah, I'm thinking it's I... probably stupid to do anything, isn't it? Just thinking about um, distracting them. Probably at this point. Just uh, thinking, Celestia, we've yeah. got papers. Could we try bluffing our way in here? We're technically military intelligence. I mean, maybe. It we might stop causing getting shot. If we yeah, say it as a mole. How quickly they... can I anoint my... Um, um, my blades with the drow poison. Oh, very quietly. It doesn't call. It, it doesn't make any sound to do that. I mean, are okay. they going to call all the other guards if we tell them there's a mole? Well, if we go and talk to them, we might be able to get in without them shooting everyone. Then we'd be in without causing and causing it still be stuck in the tree. Why well, they're about to shoot him. Why Fuck it, let's go. Discussing this, um, I'm uh, going to get out the bush. <laughs> Okay, but not, not like... Very loudly or just sort of step um, about it? Like quietly and then like I'm... Um, stride confidently. Yeah, stride confidently <laughs> up Towards to that. Okay, uh, you are still outside of the, the light cone. So 
As you're striding confidently, first of all, roll me a deception check and remember what it is, because at this point you hear them call out, uh, the one holding a lantern, Alt! Who is fucking about there? Is that, who is that ass? That so is, is, it is towards Corson in the tree. Um. I do nothing. Uh. I make no noise and pretend that I don't exist. <laughs> like Harry in his bedroom. <laughs> um, uh, are there, there are two of them, yeah? Uh, there are. I'm uh, going to cast Charm Person at level two. Okay. When we get uh, near enough. Okay, you are going to need to hustle mm. then because you are, like, you know. Is, you, yeah, like, yeah you, I don't know are, what to do. That's alright. Uh, assuming that, that. Well, okay, let's assume. Uh, uh, this question is are you dashing towards them or are you moving slowly and confidently? Um, because oh, this ran, this dash affects and how then, many rounds you have. Yeah, I think dash until we're near the light and then slow. Yeah. Because okay. they're not going to see. Uh, so, all right, so assume that you're dashing until you get within uh, the uh, up towards What's the light radius. What's her fucking name again? Give me a minute. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Letitia. What, how pronounced? I've, I've written it down. But... Letitia something. Uh, Letitia Aubrey. Cool, 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 Aubrey. cool. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, so you are going to... Uh, so you can get with a... Uh, let's call it one round, two round. Uh, at which point it becomes three. It, it'll take you... F- based on what you've described, it'll take you four rounds to get close enough to charm person them. Mm-hmm. The first round has already passed, in which I assume you're just sort of... Yeah. Uh, hustling up uh, forwards through the snow, which is not quite heavy enough to count as difficult terrain for you, but it would be for causing because of height. Uh, uh, this is an important uh, thing to note. Well, uh, I'm very nimble on my little hoofses. Round oh. two, they go, Look, I can plainly see you there. Stop fucking around. My friend here has a gun. I have a gun. Just climb down and uh, 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 climb down. Don't make any sudden movements. And uh, let's sort this out, okay? Okay, is it plain that they are talking at Corson? Yeah, he is shining the light directly at you. Where else would he be talking? <laughs> he is He's gesturing the the up towards the tree. Yeah, Corson, right, you can uh, see Celestia outside of the cone of light now, desperately huffing it towards <laughs> these people. Okay, what type of tree is this that I have climbed? You are in a sycamore tree. Oh. Okay. You can hold on to one of the little helicopters and float down. You are yeah. He's not that small. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely that small. He is. Or time of year for those. So. Oh, it's definitely the wrong time. It is. <laughs> Which is not helping your hiding either. All right. Um, <laughs> um, sadly, no. This is I, I. I did roll to see whether it was, and it is not an apple tree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Curses. Because then All at right. least you'd have the scrumping excuse, but. <laughs> I very slowly start uh, uh, climbing down, going. I'm terribly sorry, gents. I um, I, I I shouldn't have climbed this tree. I've got a terrible, terrible fear of heights. Uh, okay, so they're now making their way through the snow towards Corzin, which means that on the next round, uh, just going to roll a basic awareness check for them. They they actually don't notice you, Celestia, in the dim light until you get just within I'm the stronger also part of the cone. I'm yeah. deliberately going to climb down as slowly I mean, as I can. Yeah, I mean they definitely don't notice Scamp. No. Um, but the like just at the moment that you get clearly enough in the light to notice which is the moment you get within 60 feet they pick their heads up and they go hold up who the fuck are you 
Hello. Sorry we're a bit late. Um, snow's really hard to travel through, it turns out. We've got a message for Letitia Albury. It's urgent. Very urgent. I cast Charm Person on both of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two wisdom says. There's a brief sort of unfocusing of their eyes. Oh, uh, at this hour? Wait, who are you? <sighs> Uh, Councillor Lathalas, darling. Military papers. Uh, one moment. Let's <laughs> get over here. And they sort of trudge over and peer at it. They, w- the one with the with the gun does sort of uh, still focus on you, Corzin. Uh, he's kind of keeping it trained loose broadly on you. I just I say to him, if does he look charmed? Uh, they they both seem to be responding favorably okay. to your appearance. But don't worry about that. It's just some drunk. Make a persuasion check with advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Do I hear this? Um, you that, do, yeah. Then okay, that would I, be yeah, uh, then. 30 on my 30. fucking Fuck. persuasion check, little <laughs> shit. Like, despite mean, the despite the obvious dereliction of beauty that this represents, you are so convincing at this moment and their minds are so addled by charm magic they go, that the one with the gun sort of raises it and goes, all right, fuck off, you drunk. Yeah, fuck all off. Right. Right, you are, sir. That's, that's so let's cast you again. I, you won't. I, and he starts pottering <laughs> off back towards the road. We're sorry to come at you rather stealthily, but we've had information that there might be a danger here for a person of interest, so. The secrecy is important, which is why we're trusting you. I see. You look like competent guards. Uh, well, uh, obviously, oh, from spotting things in much. the tree that were hidden that well. I saw it. He stood out like a sore thumb. Uh, but uh, c- come on, but let's... we really want to disturb as few people as possible because we're not sure who's who's betrayed us here. Right. We were worried we'd be too late. Yeah. If anything, we just want to get in and talk to Letitia. Well, uh, give her an so idea something's going on. I suppose we can wake. Up. If it's urgent, we can wake her up. Um, come with us. But come with us. So, I. Keeping this as quiet as possible. It's vital that no one else finds out. Yes, very important. Oh. Uh, or as few as people as possible. Okay, we can work with that. Uh, we know. But we ja- have urgent missives. It's fine. Missives. Uh, it's only Jarrett and Joshua on the uh, on the front gate. Oh, we'll well. with them. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yes. Uh, they <laughs> <they're> <laughs> start hustling you off towards the front gate. I'm going to have wandered back to the road and I'm going to be keeping an eye as best I can from a distance. Okay, so you wander back towards the road near the near the horses? Yeah. Give me a perception so check. A reception. Since you're since you are keeping an eye out. Okay, that's uh twelve. Okay. There's one thing you do notice. And it's just, you don't actually see them at first, but you, but you, but you do hear the sounds of wickering. That's just that sort of gentle... Okay. Of the sounds of multiple horses coming from somewhere behind one of the country houses. Makes sense. They could have horses. Hmm. It's Sound. not our horses. No, your horses are terrifyingly quiet. Okay. <laughs> are these moving horses or stationary horses? Not that um, I'm there, sorry. You don't <laughs> hear that. You hear the occasional sort of foot clop of just horses moving around, possibly in, in a in a stable or something. You're not really sure. All right. 
Um, sounds like quite. Sounds like more than a couple of horses there. Like just from those little little sounds, like you may say maybe like more than more than a half a dozen. Do I get a, a, even a vague idea of direction relative? Oh yeah, to yeah. You can now. tell you can tell which of the houses it is. It's a it's a house that's about eighty feet away from where you're keeping the horses. All right, I'm gonna uh, keep an eye on that house. Okay, I'll come back to you then. So. I hate that we spent the past week, but I couldn't think of anything else to do. The pair of you, uh, <laughs> I couldn't think of any other way of getting away with that. Towards, <laughs> it worked. Don't, don't, yeah. The pair of you are marched up towards Jarrett and Joshua. I see we haven't already forgotten their names. Uh, and uh, who, uh, who are the pair at the uh, at the front. What? Uh, who are these? Oh. Uh, Joshua. He's, um, one of them, gest- the one with the lantern gestures, uh, uh, Joshua, closer. Who's a Big bushy moustache. Um, <laughs> Good for Joshua. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, they, uh, they are me- messengers uh, from uh, uh, the. He pauses if he can't quite remember uh, the uh, the palace. I think. Uh, yes. Ah, thank you. Yes, and uh, they have a message directly for uh, Lut- uh, Lutisha. What? These are. Fucking palace. All right. Open the gate. Jared goes. Wish I didn't have to hold the keys. Always it's open the gate. Open the gate. <laughs> Jared's <laughs> my favorite. Jared's great. Unlocks the gate with, with, with obvious, uh, an obvious lack of gusto. Tomorrow you can hold the fucking keys. <laughs> He's the best guard. I love him. <laughs> and pushes the uh, iron gate open with an audible sort of creak. We're going to um, be in fast, uh, in and out fast. I wouldn't bother shutting it. Yeah, we'll be out in five minutes. Just delivering a message and then leaving. Inside check. Looks a bit all odd at that, but seems reassured by the presence of the others. you're getting your keys out again. Looks like hard work. <laughs> Looks... Jarrah is wondering whether or not that was it, whether or not that was a, a, a deliberate I insult. I say it with sincerity. But, but, but you know, given <laughs> given what would be effectively your passive persuasion, uh, he kind of likes. Oh, I understand. <laughs> and you get past. Such a the, dick. He gets another set of keys and opens the front door <laughs> as well uh, into the house. Uh, uh, can I start counting from the moment we step through the front gates and see how long it takes to get to her room? Yes, uh, I will tell you when you get to the room. It cool. takes it takes about it's not far. It's about uh, ten feet from the front gates to the front door, and then I'll tell you how many feet it is when you go up. Because as you enter, there is a dark uh, cor- uh, there is a dark stairwell which uh, leads up towards the third floor and the other rooms uh, in the house. You do hear a voice call from the kitchen, the door of which has been left open uh, so that they can see the front door. Uh, there are four guards uh, busy having a uh, having indeed a drink and a game of cards. Uh, what? Who is it? it? It's Jarrett, says Jarrett as he opens the door. There's some messengers for the uh, uh, for the uh, lady upstairs. What? Okay, fine. 
bullshit you have three aces bullshit <laughs> um, and you step uh, past them just do a quick ins- a group insight check uh, one of them however calls up uh, uh, puts up a hand uh, a, bl- a blonde haired uh, female uh, halfling hold up messages from the palace you say we had a message from the palace earlier today. I say to her, hang on, let me check one second. I'm pretty sure Charm Person isn't concentration. It's not. No, it isn't. Fantastic. I look at her and I say, yes, it's an extremely urgent message. That's why we're here at such a late hour. You better let us deliver it. And I cast suggestion. <laughs> See, kind of links. I suppose if it's urgent. Also, uh, no, I've been counting. That's definitely should have all three aces. Wait, you've been counting the cards? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And you step past them up the stairs uh, to the top floor where there are, uh, where there is, there is one more, uh, there's another guard on the second floor uh, just quietly having a pipe uh, and keeping an eye on the gate doors themselves but seeing you uh, being escorted up by the other two by the two guards from the gate you know, it gives you a nod what's the uh, message from Lutisha oh, okay uh, and you head your way up to the last one uh, uh, to the last uh, floor where there is a single guard by uh, the door to a room uh, a somewhat pinched faced dark haired human woman uh, who peers at you suspiciously. What's all this then? We got a message for Letitia. <sighs> at this hour? You want, to wake, you want me to wake her up at this hour? Yes, She's going to be a complete bloody bitch. Urgent. Okay, well you can be on your fucking head then. Fine. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> she she uh, opens the door. <sighs> Madame Aubery... Madame Aubrey. <laughs> wake up, you stupid Perfect. Oh, no, breath. Wake up, you stupid bitch. <coughs> Madame Aubrey. <laughs> what? What, you know, what can, is it? We can go and talk to her if you want. You see, uh, blearily kind of sitting up in a bed inside, uh, moving over to a match to light a bedside lantern. There is a human with you can tell slightly disheveled from sleep uh mid-length uh, brown hair brown eyes somewhat darker skin uh, more typical of the southern edges of the continent uh wearing a fine blue uh cotton um nightdress steps up by the way scamp uh, allowing for the steps you've taken up the steps themselves it is a total of 50 feet from the her front uh, from the doorway to her bedroom to the gate okay yeah so it easily done in less than a minute yes if we're walking non-stop yes that's really good actually assuming good the, to know. assuming the doors are open yes yes uh so you see that uh Letitia appears up uh hello um who the fuck are you we need to talk to you in private. We've got a message. It's sensitive. Give me one insight check. 
Ugh, just... Yes, yes, let them in, let them in. Honestly. Um, Shut the door behind us. <laughs> so the, the lady uh, from the... Uh, the lady on the outside, outside, however, moves to step into the room. Letitia goes, oh, No, no, you don't have to... Sit out, stand outside, stand outside. You don't need to be in here with us. I am supposed to be on guard duty. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, okay. Do you want to get me a drink then? Since you uh, went and woke me up at this fucking hour of the night? I am a guard. I am not a servant. Well, I'm sorry. Just I thought guards were supposed to make sure that I slept soundly instead of fucking waking me up. Go and get me a motherfucking drink. (laughs) Beach. Okay, fine. Slams the door behind her. Letitia looks to the, uh, to the pair of you. Alright, we really don't have much time. We are escort. Right. She uh, reaches for the bedside table, pulls it open and starts uh, sk- uh, and produces a bag filled, uh, and you can see there are several ledgers just crammed inside Do you need anything else? Uh, something. It's freezing outside. I just, give me a moment to close. I need, yeah. to, I need to change. You see her beginning to quite horridly start changing into clothes. Politely turn round. <laughs> um, you need to do this before your guard gets back. Yes, hurry. Um, oh, okay. So, what is Maybe it? Maybe just a coat. What is it you can do, Scout? <sighs> I can make you unseen for she... a minute. Right. Um, oh, you're a mage. Yes, yes, two two of them. We've got another one outside who's slightly less magic, but still useful. Um, uh, I am going on to start and, and a coat, and that's it. I'm going to start painting. Mm-hmm. A form of her, um, while this is happening in yeah. my hand, like doing a major image sort of thing. Okay, you start because I assume that'll yeah, take me like yeah. six seconds. To, yeah, six seconds. As you start uh, quickly weaving, make her asleep in bed. An image of her. I can't make her asleep in bed just yet. I've got to have her say something rude and then go. I'm going fucking bed. Otherwise, it's not plausible okay. that she's just asleep. Or just lying in bed and say it and roll over. Just we don't want them to interact physically. That'll do. That'll do. Right. Um, By the region that <laughs> I is blow it out. She says, looking at, uh, looking at the facsimile of her sitting in bed in her nightdress. Right, keep your hand mm, on know, your, my shoulder. You out. Uh, okay, she. So I know the, where you are in case I need to recast quickly. She puts the satchel over her shoulder and uh, places one. <laughs> now just got gloves, boots, no trousers, uh, <laughs> nightdress, <laughs> and, a, and a coat, and puts her hand on your uh, shoulder. Right, uh, keep as close as you can because people aren't going to hold doors for you. Okay. Uh, okay, let's see if this works. Right. We ready? Yes. Uh, um, I am going to make the major image of her go, fuck off, you woke me up for that. I'm going back to sleep, you little shit. And okay. then she rolls over and goes back to sleep. Okay, so, you're, uh, so are you waiting or... No, as soon no as I'm going to... Yeah, as soon as that's ready. Yeah, as as that's ready it's like, cast... And I'm going to kind of... Yeah, you, I guess okay. you... I cast greater invisibility mm-hmm. on... Okay, uh, so you touch your hand to hers and just this sort of strange absence passes out from the point you touch, like uh, like ink, like when you drop a, a droplet of ink into water and it spreads outwards. It's that, but instead of uh, colour, it's just the absence of anything that spreads from her arm all the way across her body until she's... Huh. Uh, there's a moment where you can see almost a sort of outline of her as uh, as she moves. It's slightly delayed with the rest of everything around her, and then it just matches perfectly. And I'm going to say, gone. when she has disappeared is when I make the doppelganger okay. shout. 
and just mm. actually slightly before that I'm going to say to her you might want to hold on to one of us so that we know where yeah, we are hand on my shoulder yeah yeah. Uh, oh, sure, sure, sure. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, let's go. So, so the, the doppelganger goes, "Fuck off!" And you woke me up for that, and then it rolls over and goes back to fuck sleep. Fuck off! You woke me up for that. Get the fuck out of my villa! I'm going back to sleep. Yeah. And then I open the door and go, "Well, okay, don't say I didn't warn you," and slam it behind me. <laughs> okay, once the, we're out. The, yeah. The, once we're out. Obviously. Usher yeah. out. Uh, I'm going to move some, so, spend some sorcery points to get my fourth level spell back. So if I need to recast, I can. Okay. Cool. Uh, the two guards outside. You just you can see coming up the stairs now is the guard ca- uh, carrying the glass of wine. It's like, gosh, she's a you bitch. You weren't wrong she's about her. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, such a bitch. I do not envy you, my friend. Move over. I need to give her oh, a wine. By the way, be... she said hold the wine. She doesn't uh, want it anymore. What? Fuck knows. I'm going to be hurrying down the stairs while they have this oh, conversation. Yeah, bitch. I'm just. I'm just carrying on. I said, I'm drinking the wine myself. Good for you. You enjoy yeah, it. I'm going to fuck two, off because she is a fucking ungrateful bitch. The two guards who escorted you up begin escorting you down at a reasonable pace. All the scamp you are kind of hurrying down a little bit far, faster. While the, uh, uh, and, Let me know uh, when we get to 50 seconds if, we're, yeah. if you would as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, t- even at a reasonable pace, it is within 30 seconds. Uh, it takes you 30 seconds just uh, like yeah, uh, marching at the same pace as the guards just uh, to get back out uh, out of the front gate again. Jarrett looks up. Oh, you weren't kidding. This didn't, that didn't take long. No, it really didn't. I mean, we gave her the message. I don't know if she's going to pay any attention, but thank you for your help anyway. Uh, Have a thanks. lovely evening. Goodbye. Yeah, thank you. You're on our way there. Oh, Bye. Uh, you, oh, okay, uh, <laughs> slightly. <laughs> you begin hurriedly uh, walking. Are you going down the road? Uh, yeah, let's just walk down the road. Okay. <laughs> to quote Marishwe, power walking like an old lady at okay, the mall. Okay, down the road. <laughs> it's 9am and the doors are open. <laughs> so, rolling backwards a few moments. Cousin, you said you've been yep. keeping an eye on that house. Uh, yes. As such, uh, you see, uh, you hear the sounds of... Uh, you're keeping an eye on the house, you're also keeping an eye up ahead. And you see the sound. Uh, uh, you're just. You see the the gate opening. The others being let in, and about a mi- less than a minute. Uh, about a minute later, all in all, you see the figures reemerge from the gate. Uh, two figures. Uh, as you do this, as this happens, however, you hear the sound of movement coming from the country house about eighty feet away, and suddenly the back door uh, creaks open, and moving quickly but uh somewhat but with an impression of trying to remain quiet you see soldiers uh begin running around uh, out of the back uh and towards the far side of the house the the side you couldn't see where you heard the sound of horses all right um uh can i See the others coming out of the house. Oh no! You they can, you can, you can see them. Cut the, this happens as the others are coming out of the uh, front. All right, I'm going to try and uh, lead the horses to them. So, uh, so we have okay. the minimum amount of space to go. Okay. How quickly do you want to lead the horses to them, given that you're about 400 feet away? Um. So the, at this point, I think it's um. Uh, it's beyond the uh, point of being subtle about it. I'm just going to uh, take the uh, the horses by the uh, the bridle and start trudging my way 
towards them as fast as I can. Okay, so you're leading them on foot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you, you see Corzin, as you're making your way down, begin moving hurriedly towards you. About 30 seconds down from the uh, from the way in, so that's 30 times 5, 150 feet from the entryway. Uh, so, uh, by which point Corzin, who is presumably going the opposite uh, way, has shortened the distance by about 120. Uh, yeah, by like 120 feet, we'll say. Uh, means that distance goes down to 280, minus 150 from that. Maths with Jason. We're about 130 feet away from each other when Letitia. <laughs> Blinks back into existence. Well, if if I know it's going to run out, I will recast. Okay, I have you know another fourth now. Okay, in which case you are able to <laughs> because re- sorcery points, just... and I will also start moving some other sorcery points okay. stuff around you strengthen, as we move. You strengthen and renew the, the the illusion on her to keep her invisible as you make your way towards the horses. However, you I will say that by this point you can see now uh in the distance from one of those country houses uh a group of people running towards a set of stables that weren't really visible from the front behind where there are uh, there are 14 horses uh, uh, uh tethered up and these figures wearing the coats of royal guardsmen uh begin quickly uh-huh. mounting up uh onto their horses i do not like this at all hmm um, have we seen this now? Uh, you yeah, have now seen this because you are facing the way that you can see them now. Okay, this is very bad. We've got to get out of here. Where's Corzin? Okay, the, uh, you you quit. You see Corzin coming up, and you you quickly um, meet uh, at the drunkard halfling <laughs> with your horses. Did riding just become not an option? No, we've got to get on. We've, we've got two each. Uh, there's uh, there's guards off in the other house over there. Yeah. Cool, so by the way, we've got her. She's just. <laughs> you hear a voice go, wait, what? Shit! Get, get me onto this! Get me onto this! Uh, and yeah, you, I give her a, le- uh, a leg you, up. You try to give an invisible force a leg up. When a uh, I know where thing. she is. I will help her. <laughs> yeah. She's got yeah, her I hand just on form my, like, a, a, a stirrup with yeah. my hand. You leg her up on. Just... Collectively, yeah. leg her up onto the horse yeah. behind uh, uh, behind Celestia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, well, the pair of you get up, and at this point, you can see the ho- the group of fourteen horses is now uh, has now f- almost finished saddling up. All right, right. Run. Where you- okay. Go. Where do you guys want to ride to? How do you feel? Yeah, let's run. Um, yeah, cross country. Okay, yeah. cross country. These are little where? ponies that move fast-ish. Mm. Um, what direction? What's the which was the gate we we're going to go through? Steel gate. Uh, yeah, I don't think yeah. back through the same gates. No, okay, I so think we want to head to the, the river because if we can put the river between us and them, yeah, right. that'd be great. Okay. So getting towards the river south east of the steel gate, you will hit. Uh, you do actually have just enough uh, time left on the horses to get to the river before they evaporate. Great. Okay. Let's do that. All right. Uh, However, it's now a chase as the as you uh, get on your horses and just begin speeding uh, cross country behind you. The uh, uh, fourteen or so uh, horses also bra- uh, start uh, breaking loose in twos and threes just as soon as they're able, uh, realizing that they've been made and you've been made. Uh, they break into a chase. So, uh... How the, far away are they right now? Uh, they are... I'm gonna say... Uh, you guys had a head start. 
Uh, so they are 120, but they're, yeah, they're 100 feet behind, we'll say. <laughs> the peloton. <laughs> the peloton is about 100 feet behind. How many and what? Like area they occupy. Uh, I'm just gonna roll a d20. Oh yeah, how many? Okay, uh, so there are they're kind of there's 14 in total, but there's two at the f- sort of uh, isolated in the front. About six of them more towards uh, the center, and then two and four spreading groups further apart. Each of these we'll say is about 20 feet apart from the rest. Uh, how many in a 40 foot cube? <laughs> Okay, so if you want to get uh, a 40-foot cube, uh, you could probably get either the front the front 10 or the back 12. Okay, I can only do six, so... <laughs> okay, I've got something I can possibly do for the others. Uh, you could get, I also have something. Okay, you can get the cool. entire middle six or the back six. If you can uh, only do six of them. I will see what Celestia does first and see how they react to that. Okay. Are there, um, so the ones at the front, I'm assuming, look a bit leadery. Yeah, uh, there's there's two of them and you can see there's a pair of, uh, the two at the front are actually a pair of uh, orcs uh, who are riding them. Uh, oh, and they can see. <laughs> because you are riding at a distance uh, and looking backwards, give me, a, uh, give me a history check with disadvantage. Because it's not really foremost on your mind. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, that's a six. Ah, uh, no, you don't glean any additional information about these soldiers then. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I need them to be within ninety feet. For the thing that I want to do. I so. mean, if you want to lose, if you want to lose time, uh, uh, like deliberately, if you want to try and uh, avoid just outpacing them as quickly as you can, you can. Uh, yeah. If you want, if you want to let yourself let your lead slip a little bit. I mean, it'd only be by ten feet. Like, okay. Give me, but, but up to, I, I'm me not a, the one driving a, the horse. Give, <laughs> you are the one riding, riding the horse. I'm not the one driving the horse. It would be causing. I'm on causing's horse. You're on causing's horse, and uh, I'm uh, guessing scamp. And scamp is Duchess. on. Uh, okay, sorry, I had that the other way around. Okay, so you're on causing's uh, scamp is, uh, is with the is with Lutitia. Uh, yeah. In which case, causing, give me an animal handling check because while these animals are kind of pseudo-ethereal, weirdly perfectly responding to your will, they're still built like horses. I say to Corzin, if you can give me ten feet close to them, that'd be great. Okay. Uh, That's going to be a fourteen. Okay. You skillfully give just ten feet closer towards the first two. Um, I am going to cast Confusion... Okay. Um, to yeah. any of them, I can get within ten feet of those two leaders. Um, okay, I, sh- I assume it's just that's the two. Just the but two but because, that's fine. Yeah. It, I think it's worth it for the leaders. <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to do it. Yeah. I need a player's handbook for that, though. Or yes, you do. Either I will, way. Uh, uh, I know. <laughs> I know spell. what it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a monster. Uh, yeah, it's the, crazy. Um, yeah. So they they need to roll some wisdom saves. So I like to imagine they fail. <laughs> <laughs> that the purple spirit and the rainbow spirit go up to them like a sort of mist and just like revolve around their heads to anyone who can see spirits and they're like looking at them like whoa what's going on you uh, see yeah you see these two spirits uh, flicker out and begin revol- uh, flickering around their heads and they briefly both of them briefly sort of fix in on their skulls before flicking back towards it's Celestia. It's creatures, isn't it? Not intelligent creatures. So it'll affect the horses too. 
Yeah, two actually. Roll a check for the horses. Weirdly, one of the horses made it. <laughs> it's just one well horse. Well done, that horse. <laughs> well done, that horse. Uh, okay, which means on the next round, I'll roll. Uh, roll me three uh, d tens, please. Amazing. Uh, it's nice, Jerry. I just Fucking want to see what love these this horse, spell. I'm so excited. The first one affects the horse. Uh, sorry, I'm just finding D10s. Da, da, da. Okay, so I have uh, a 1 for my first one. Okay, roll a D8 for me, please. <laughs> this is such an exciting spell. I love 1 it. is forward. Uh, 5. Okay, the horse immediately st- uh, it turns in a circle and starts careening off almost in the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's the first one. Yep. 6 uh, was the second one on the D10. Okay, the, its rider just sort of hugs it, the horse's neck, gibbering and uh, uh, madly to himself. And um, the next one's an eight. Uh, and oh fuck me! Uh, and the one on uh, and the third one uh, stabs, uh, draws his uh, his sa- uh, draws her saber and attempts to stab her own sort horse. Oh, um, she misses, uh, but the oh, horse God. does not react well to this. Uh, <laughs> it immediately bucks her and starts riding off in a different direction. Great. Brilliant. Uh, so Excellent. that's the first two out of the race. At uh, this point. Can I pull out one of my very sticky sweets, which is effectively molasses, and mm-hmm. cast slow? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and just sort of flick it backwards. Okay, and roll. I would like to slow six of the horses oh, so the in horses. a 40 foot square. So yep. they will get much slower and less dexterous. So I want to try and cause a pile up. Oh, okay. So horses that will get in the way of other horses if they suddenly uh, what slow is your down. Sa- your save DC is 16 right now? It is, yes. That's pretty decent. Let me know if any look like they're going to save as well. Uh, two of them look like they're going to save, I think. I'm just going to check the stats for It's a check- wisdom just checking. save. Yeah, I don't think horses have a malice to this. Uh, <laughs> it is worth just How checking. How wise is a horse? <laughs> Proverb of the day. Oh. Is it under riding horse or horse riding? No, riding horse. Okay. Uh, the <laughs> well, it's worth question. Four of them immediately begin to start uh, slowing half their pace. Uh, I will bend fate and try and sort of get one of the other ones to okay, fail go as for well. It. So that's a minus three. Ah, okay. Five of them. You see, one's about to break through, but you just sort of will it, and it suddenly seems to catch and. <laughs> moves uh, slower. So one of them is still racing ahead. Five are now acting as what is essentially just um, <laughs> for want of a better word, uh, just, just uh, obstacles, which means that the six behind... Okay, I'll just do this as a set of checks. Okay. Of which four of those uh, careen. Uh, yep, four of them careen into the five, uh, and oh, uh, well, there's some injury in the battle of the horses. None are actually killed. Uh, horses they... do not do well in this podcast. Yeah, no. No. they have a tendency to explode. Yeah, sorry to any like horse lovers. You must be really sad. Mm. <laughs> I really like horses. Uh, leaving, leaving three horses and their riders still in the chase. They didn't do wolf, uh, well in warfare generally, I think you'll find. Mm. <laughs> uh, I met a lovely horse yesterday. 
Oh. Given the circumstances, the writers behind uh, the three writers who are still there are going to uh, they're going to respond because I uh, sod it. Under the circumstances, let's roll an initiative for this because I let you guys get a surprise cool. round in. Basically, okay, cool. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh no. <laughs> Eight from me. Nine. <laughs> well, this Corzin's on the ball. <laughs> and he has a plan. Yay. Excellent. Mm. I look forward to it. <laughs> and let's see how the riders do. Quite well, is the answer. But not as well as Corzin. Uh, so, yeah, Corzin, give me uh, what do you wish to do? All right, so these, so they, these, these guys are... hundred. Uh, one of them is 100 feet behind, another of them is 120 feet behind. All right. That's not too bad. What I'm going to do then is I'm going to uh, uh, take out one of my bombs, light it, throw it behind me, and attempt to have it uh, time it so that it explodes. Not um, close enough that it's going to just blow them to bits, but it'll cause the horses to rear and break, essentially. Give me... Oh, this is timing, so give me the wisdom check. Okay, wisdom. Oh, it's a good thing this is you, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine either what of us. What do you mean? We're ever so wise. So wise. Dirty 20! Yes! Hey! Okay. Perfect. You light the bomb, you throw it back, and you just manage to get it in just a way that... <laughs> it explodes just ahead of the lead horse. Not quite enough, close enough to hit it, but enough to spook the horse, so we'll... Just could, we'll do an animal handling check for its rider. Well, I was figuring. Okay, the horse uh, rears back, throws its rider, who slams to the ground. Nice. Does not break his neck. Does break an ankle Good. though. Oh. Okay. You hear the sound, the sounds of screaming coming from actually a few places as you leave them in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the. <laughs> Okay, uh, at which point you, but the uh, uh, the two behind, no, you can only really, because of the way they're spread out, you can only really affect one or, or the other. Uh, the, like the, There was one reading 20 feet ahead of the other two. Okay. So there's not really a way to get all of them. Fair enough. I, I figured being, um, uh, being military horses, they're probably a little bit. Uh, more yeah, um, just because of the, of the blast, fire, the blast it radius being what it is of the bomb. The ones behind yeah. are a bit startled, uh, but they yeah, they, they their riders are able to keep them in check. All right, I'm just gonna um, try and get as much speed out of the uh, horse that I'm on as I can. With that in mind, actually, give me uh, give me an animal handling check, and I'll oppose it against theirs. See if whether they can right. gain speed. Sixteen. Okay, you actually managed to put some distance on them. Uh, you're now a hundred and fifty feet away from the right from the remaining two riders who act next, uh, which means that they are not able to get close enough to be in short range for the carbines, uh, but they are still going to attack with them. So, so they lift their carbines to attacks. Uh, so. This is actually an attack versus your your phantom horses. So let me just. Would they have the same hit points as? I regular? believe they have no, the same. I think they just vanish if they take damage. Let's find out. Uh, so phantom horse, oh phantom horse, phantom horse. That'd be fun. <laughs> uh, because under the circumstances, why wouldn't you? Uh, phantom steed. 
If the steed takes you any damage, spell ends. Okay. Yep. Uh, so the uh, which means that this is actually close enough. I need to check. I need to check the horse uh, or horse stats. And I don't have a reaction back yet, do I? Uh, no, it's not been your turn. Uh, you get this back on your turn. Uh, horse, horse, horse. Come to me, horse. Okay, horses have an armor class of 10. Yeah, no. Even with disadvantage, that first one hits uh, Corzin and Celestia's horse. Oh. <laughs> Bugger. The horse shatters into chalk dust, uh, and all and the pair of you tumble to the ground. Uh, both sent flying, yeah. Yeah, both of you give me a dexterity save. Dex save. Ooh, that's quite good. 16. Um, that is a... 20 for me, a dirty 20. Oh no, 21. Okay, you both take 3 half to 1 point of falling damage uh, and are not prone. Good. You sort of hit the ground and kind of uh, tumble uh, and manage to get yourself back up. The other shot is going to go against the horse being ridden by Scamp. Uh, That was a natural 2, however, with the disadvantage, and the shot fires off into the distance. Okay, there are still two horses chasing you, uh, and at this point, we'll say because of the way that time is sliced, uh, they're still about 150 feet behind you, Scamp, and it's you next. Okay, I will pull the horse round and get to where Corzin and Celestia are. Okay. <laughs> you ride uh, next to them. And I will... Uh, I will twin a fly on myself and Celestia. It's probably the best way. And I will grab Corzin. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, like she's human-sized. Like yeah. that makes the most sense. Okay. <laughs> you feel that distinctive weightlessness again, and uh, Scamp, you reach down and grab Corzin, and uh, you've actually used movement. your mount. You've used your mount's movement, so you actually have your own movement. Okay, then I will... <laughs> Just, um, you can drop me on the horse. <laughs> I don't think the horse is a good idea at this point. Well, it takes any damage and it vanishes. Yeah, okay, but you're flying. Um, you don't really have time for a protected distra- right. dis- discussion. Um, yeah, I would just lift you up and try and get just above ground. Okay, grab and just take into the air. Just straight off your horse. Leticia, uh, he's still on the horse. It's just like, what? What the? What? Well, I'm, the horse is stationary really now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but this does mean slow is dropped. Okay. Uh, okay. Those horses are kind of back now in the race, faster, but, but chaotic. Now faster, but very chaotic under the circumstances. They're not quite back in the race yet. Uh, Celestia, you're up next. Um, an extremely relevant question. Is she still invisible? Uh, no. No. Thanks concentration. for that. Okay, good. It's only a minute and it was concentration. You could. <laughs> I didn't think so, but I was like, if she is, this is going to be We're really hard. We're at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, I You grab something to... and realise you're carrying a horse. <laughs> oh, no. I think I'm going to fly over and grab her and dash. Okay. Like, dash fly away towards the river. Uh... Okay, and grabbing her, the pair of you begin dashing. Uh, Okay, that's fine. You are making pace uh, with essentially what the horse. You're essentially able to keep pace with the horses chasing you, uh, with you dash flying. Uh, She Uh, doesn't. Can I instruct the horse to go somewhere else next turn? Yes. When it just like veer in a different direction, see if we can 
yeah. confuse them a little. Alright. I don't think it'll work, but it might. Didn't really work very well. Unfortunately, the riders are oh, well. able to see. Uh, however, top of the round, Corzin, you are kind of still... Like, Scamp, you, you've gone pretty much directly up into the air and, the, uh, and these guys can... Uh, move uh, have been moving towards your last position so we'll say that you're 80 feet above the two riders now okay can i drop another bomb yes you can <laughs> uh, are you aiming to hit anything this time or are you aiming to spook again um I, yeah i'm trying to aim to disperse here okay uh give me another wisdom check then all right that is a 19 it lands and explodes between the pair of horses, spooking them. Uh, one of the riders is able to get the horse under control. The other one begins riding off in a random direction. But that's okay. so still one rider, as it were, on the chase beneath you. Uh, and they are kind of making... T under the circumstances, you can see they're going to make towards chasing Celestia. Uh, is there anything else you can do? Um... Admire the view. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. tech. No, I need two hands to light it. No, that's yeah. that's me. No, done. You, that's the yeah rule we came up with because yeah. uh, that works. So the rider will take a shot. Um, yeah, actually, uh, the, he's going to chase after uh, Celestia and Scamp. But seeing you up there, causing he is also just going to try and shoot you. Okay. As he passes, uh, that is a nineteen to hit. That'll hit me. Yeah. Uh, he's wearing a carbine. Uh, I haven't actually told you that I'm changing the rules in carbine, so I'll do this on the old damage. Um, okay. So, which was still, unfortunately, uh, um, 10 points of percussive damage to you, causing. Okay. As a carbine shot fires up at you. Meanwhile, the horse continues chasing after, aiming to keep pace with uh, Celestia and... Uh, Lutitia, who is now being sort of held in Celestia's arms, flying along, carrying this, uh, carrying this flapping bag full of ledgers <laughs> in the sky, just quietly screaming, and it is a proper sort of to herself. We are the most ungraceful <laughs> flying people ever. It's brilliant. Uh, Scamp, you are up next. Um. I will dash. Okay. Uh, heading for the river. And yeah, I'm gonna um, use two sorcery points to quicken um, mage armor. Okay. <laughs> Which I forgot to cast till now. Uh, but it means I can use my action to dash. Okay. You quickly uh, tie a ribbon around your horn and <laughs> speed forwards. As everyone is dashing. Um, Actually, no, Corzin can still act freely. So, next round. Corzin's in Scamp's arms. Yes, Corzin's in Scamp's arms. Bridal oh, style. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. But Corzin still has access to his arms and weapons. Oh, I thought you were talking yes. about movement. I was confused. I'm yeah. sorry. Carry on. <laughs> you know, this is rather undignified. Ah, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, Corzin, it's your, you'll go next. You are okay. kind of keeping pace with the rider, still about 80 feet uh, above. Okay. Yeah, I'm still dashing on my yeah. turn, so. Uh, so what do you wish to do, Cousin? Alright. Um, well, if he's within uh, carbine range of me, 
presumably I am with uh, within carbine range of him, so I'm going to uh, try and make an attack. Okay, go for it. Okay, so just... That's a natural one, but lucky. <laughs> that, on the other hand, is 25. Yay. Ooh. Okay, it's just about... You can see your shot Shot is about... Uh, you, you fire and the shot uh, is completely wide. It smacks into just a, a, a rock, ricochets off it, and smacks into the back of the fellow riding. Love it. Okay. So, uh, that's... so roll damage. That's going to be 14 percussive damage. And he slumps and to the as, ground. Uh, good as I get, friend. Yeah, he slumps to the side in his horse and then awkwardly falls off it. Uh, actually, no, he's he sort of dragged along, head smashing into the ground oh. repeatedly oh, until the horse finally starts. Oh, ow. Yeah, no, that, he is so he is dead. very dead. Yeah. And with that, we the tried. chase, the chase is over. Uh, you fly the rest of the way towards the river, and at this point, you can actually just go into the city. <laughs> I mean, do we want to go straight into the city, or Should we, we just flying into the city, Kadra? Uh, how guarded do we know the walls are? Uh, the walls are pretty guarded. However, there is sort of a massive gap uh, where the river goes, close towards the uh, the great bastard. Uh, I'm just thinking how high up we are versus in? how high light goes. Well, if we keep really close to the water, we might be able to just get to a riverbank. Mm. Yeah, that's really the walls. Yeah. If we're the right side of the riverbank, yeah. Give Let's do that. me, everyone, give me a stealth check. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, stealth checks like strike fear into my heart. I don't know about anyone else. Natural but... twenty. Come on, <laughs> give me good stealth, please, just once. Twenty-three. Oh God, ten. <laughs> Help me. Twenty-five. <laughs> With a twenty-five, twenty-three, encountering the ten and the low score from. Uh, from the fucking the useless McGee over uh, here. <laughs> we'll say that you are just about able to keep low enough. There's one point where someone almost spots Celestia, and just in a moment of inspiration, uh, you kind of accident, whether it's accidental or not, uh, you uh, you're you're traveling close together, and you bump into Celestia, momentarily force her under the water by mistake. <laughs> Uh, as, as you reemerge <laughs> in the moment when you reemerge quietly coughing to yourself uh, <laughs> what the fuck was that the sentry who was looking at it kind of almost directly at you is now turned away and you're able to presumably they push me and Letitia <laughs> yes. in the water is, also... <laughs> is Letitia still screaming <laughs> no she has stopped screaming by this point if um, she starts yeah. screaming I'm putting my fucking hand on, over her mouth is now hugging on to you for dear life um, but you are able to Drop yourself off at a uh, one of the banks of the river and basically just scurry up to the courts of justice, mm. where a bedraggled, wet, poorly dressed <laughs> yeah, two uh, of us are like soaked and um, covered in shit. Letitia <laughs> is delivered quickly into the hands of the waiting guards, and I think we will pick up from there after these, no doubt, important messages and now for a word from our friends over at the roaring trainers 
Welcome to the Roaring Trainers Kanto in the Jazz Age, a real play, 5e D&D podcast set in a 1920s Pokemon world. Follow Wesley, Sundoran, Atticus, and little Abby as they meet new friends, discover new Pokemon, and explore the landscape on their Pokemon journey. With mature themes, funny jokes, and sometimes dark storylines, the Roaring Trainers is a story for those of us who grew up on Pokemon and are looking for a Pokemon adventure that grew up with us. Follow them on Twitter and find them on any podcasting app by searching The Roaring Trainers. They took everything from us, Abby. I don't know who they are. I know the Red Rocket, but I don't know what that means. I just, I gotta find out though. How am I supposed to beat all the gym leaders if I don't have any more Pokemon and if I can't win any battles? Fail more. The more you learn, the better you'll get. Everything in life is just an experience. It's all data. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Roaring Trainers, Kanto in the Jazz Age. <laughs> I am a horse, and I strongly disapprove of the treatment of my people in this podcast. <laughs> if you feel the same way and you love horses, then you should like, rate, share, and subscribe to I Love Thick Meaty Horses. Oh, apparently that's taken. Oh, well, then just uh, Mifflin Locks and Fireballs. <laughs> and welcome back. So. Having successfully brought the finance minister, Letitia Aubrey, to the courts of justice, uh, you are ushered in alongside her. As it is past midnight, the National Assembly is not, by and large, in, uh, in session right now. However, there are still quite a few people gathered inside the cavernous halls. The central chamber of the uh, courts of justice uh, is actually visible from the atrium uh, which uh, which while itself is a fairly wide area supported by stone columns you can see leads up a set of steps towards a sort of open viewing gallery which uh, leads down onto the many many benches and seats arrayed in the uh, large space of this cathedral-like building the focus of which is around a central podium where a speaker, uh, or in this case, the leader uh, or presiding member of the National Assembly would sit. Uh, at the moment, the podium is vacant because the Assembly is not in session, but there are still figures uh, sitting, going through documents on the, on the lecterns attached to the uh, various pews. And, of course, there are a number of guards just doing patrols or keeping an eye on things. One fellow is literally just keeping the lamps lit, occasionally Aww. replacing oil in them. Uh, however, as you bring in uh, Lutitia, the, a familiar uh, figure steps forward to greet you and her. The uh, tall uh, brunette hum human uh, uh, woman uh, wearing long wearing a set of long trousers and a waistcoat and a small distinctive scar on her lip of Jacqueline Dumois. <clears throat> ah, Jean-Paul indicated that we would be having a welcome guest arrive to speak with us. 
she fixes you with a unblinking sort of look for a moment before turning her attention to Lutisha, uh, to Albury. Lutisha, I am very glad to see that you have made the wise decision of coming over to our protection. Things will be as arranged, but I am sure that we will have a very enlightening look at your ledgers. She glances down to the satchel. Please, there are some apartments in the back. Uh, some of the guardsmen will escort you somewhere that you can get uh, toweled off and uh, <laughs> perhaps slip into something a little bit less comfortable. <laughs> it is a sort of... When she's yes. left, I click my fingers and dry myself on the <laughs> Before that, she goes, yes, well, it's hardly the style of approach I was expecting, uh, of transport I was expecting, but all things said and done, we did get here fine. Everything, and yes, I think, toweling off, uh, maybe something to drink. She looks over, snaps her fingers, a pair of guards. You, escort me some ch- to some chambers. The guards look back at her and then to Jacqueline, who gives them a small nod before escorting her off. As I say, when she's out of sight, I dry myself off. <laughs> <laughs> Jacqueline, who has a small smile uh, most of the time, it just widens for a moment. So, I have to say, from the one time we had met before, I did not necessarily anticipate you being such ardent supporters of the cause. We like to be useful. Yeah. We've seen some other things since then. And useful you have been. You might have a leak somewhere, though, because they knew we were coming, or that something was happening. Yeah, big fucking group of horses. Interesting. I could use your assistance with that, perhaps. But first, she reaches into her waistcoat and produces a wallet. Uh, from which she unfolds uh, a dozen notes and divides them between the three of you. Uh, Each of the, so I said it was dozens. So So four each. Yep, four each. These are 50 crown notes. Oh, darling. Uh, Ooh, paper. uh, Yeah, they are promissory notes uh, marked with the uh, seal of uh, uh, of um, uh, golden crats and Guildenstone. Yeah. Oh. So these are something not to put in gold. These are specifically promissory notes. So these are promissory notes which you could exchange for gold, but which will mm, which will serve as that. promissory notes do, as just currency on their own as well. Hmm. The, I'm just going to stick it in my gold freeze then. Yeah, as uh, uh, Josephine says, as the door. She notices you looking at them and says, As the dwarf bank likes to say, as good as gold. Hmm. Ah. Well, thank you. That's uh, very kind. That is all right. We we do have a small fund set aside to uh, properly reward those who help us in these more critical matters. Hmm. Speaking of which, um, please, uh, if I can take a little bit more of your time, of course. We're already awake. Would Wait, where's Jeffrey? Where the fuck is Jeffrey? Did Leah have him? 
Did you, you leave him with Leah? I don't pay attention to your fucking monkey. Jeffrey, at this point you hear a sort of <laughs> sound from further down the hallway and you can see there is riding on the back of a very harassed looking uh, guardsman who steps in. God, I'm glad he didn't stay with Leah. Leah, it's like time. Is, it, is, this, your, is this your monkey? Jeffrey! <laughs> Jeffrey leaps off and bounds towards you. <laughs> so leaping up into your arms. Jeffrey. <laughs> you hear a voice in your head, Scamp. He's getting quite a sly one that slipped right out of uh, your bank bag without you noticing. I'm not very perceptive. <laughs> All right, seemed he was interested in finding out what was going on with uh, the uh, young Leodon lady. Um... Is she alright? I assume so. I've not been. Ha- I've been with you. Uh, yeah. But uh, Can I you encourage... ask Jeffrey? <laughs> sure. There's a brief pause, and you just hear Jeffrey. <laughs> pause again. Jeffrey seems to think she's fine. Jeffrey says Leah's fine. Oh, good. What? You understand. <laughs> Everyone has been awkwardly staring at you, sort of looking at this, seemingly just staring at this monkey, then hearing this monkey sort of uh, chitter, then staring again, and then providing a translation. <laughs> I offer no explanation. <laughs> I didn't know you could speak monkey. I, I, I didn't know monkeys had a language. This is sort of—it's uh, complicated. <laughs> <laughs> the Jacqueline raises an eyebrow but still beckons you over to one of the uh, to you notice there's actually a bar set up in the uh, in the palace of in the courts of justice uh, although it is a coffee bar uh, as well uh, as well as a uh, as an alcoholic bar <laughs> getting booze whiskey milk you place your orders and Jacqueline nods to, to the bartender, uh, a halfling uh, gentleman who stopped, uh, who has been scrubbing glasses when you approach and starts pouring them out and says, and I will have my usual. And uh, he pours her a thick espresso. Oh. Well. <laughs> Clonk. It's not, that stuff's uh, bad for you, I say, it, drinking my whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Veldrina strong, but it's, you know... It's, it's strong yeah. enough that it's thick, frankly. Like, that's pretty... Uh, when I say thick, I mean dark rather oh, okay. than thick. okay, you don't mean yeah. like... Um... Not, uh, not, not the stuff Veldrina drank. Yeah. Viscous. This is, yeah, not viscous. This is just a double espresso. Colson <laughs> is going to sip his uh, rum and... Depending on whether or not it's uh, decent quality, he's either going to finish it or use the rest of it to disinfect his bullet wound. It is good, decent stuff. He's going to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, she does escort you over towards a small, uh, uh, an adjoining, uh, uh, an adjoining uh, little booth uh, and secure chamber. Uh, looks at, looks over at the bullet wound you have and goes. Uh, would you would you like a bit of time to uh, do, do you have someone little... see that or I gesture at my xylophone do, do you want do you want help with that yeah go on would you mind yeah sure ding healing word let me just roll deeper 
Um, so that's five. Not loads, but you know. It's enough. You extract the bullet, and the majority of the wound seals up the bleeding. Any slow bleeding still staunches. Takes the sting out anyway. I wish I could do that. Jacqueline observes it happen with a takes a small handkerchief from her waistcoat and dabs at her forehead for a moment before placing it away. As would I. That would be most useful. It's not much. Well, uh, she looks at the obviously partly healed bullet wound. It is certainly enough. Uh, There's something. Are you a member of the church? (laughs) (laughs) No. I assumed not from the uh, mode of dress, but I felt I should ask. And I assume the same for you, sir. It was uh, causing, yes? Yeah, that's right. Uh, No, uh, the the church is not specifically my style. I am uh, a surgeon by trade, though. Ah, I see. Well... I have no doubt that now that we are somewhere a little more private, she says, taking a sip of her coffee, I have no doubt that uh, Jean-Paul has spoken to you about some of the things he might, he sees necessary to do, of which this is, has been most certainly one, she gestures, vaguely out towards the direction that Letitia went. But, um... If you are interested, there are a couple of tasks which I could use your assistance with, which I think Jean-Paul might, um, Regent bless him, not necessarily consider. He likes to think the best of people. Uh, hmm. That's nice. One of those is, as you mentioned, the possibility of a mole. In fact, the near certainty of one. Do you have any idea Uh, who might be... uh... I do. We recently brought a... uh, uh, With the convention of the National Guard, a large number of captains were brought together uh, and appointed by their soldiers to lead them. Three of their commanders have been brought to my attention people towards this uh, who are responsible for manning the south uh, uh, mirror and weaver's gates mm-hmm. on our side I suspect that one of them is indeed a traitor if this is something you feel you could help me with uh, I would like someone to tacitly investigate them find proof or evidence towards which one is the traitor and capture them for trial or if that is not possible to execute them I do encourage you to though if you do this to find the correct person I do not uh, believe if it can be avoided that we should uh, take down the innocent with the guilty Mm mm-hmm uh, I can agree to that. Well, we're very good at subtle. Hmm. <laughs> well, 
the uh, three heads, should you decide to investigate this, are Salette Sulemont on the Weaver's Gate, uh, Gerard Manier on the South Gate. Hang on, go a bit slower, so, so Weaver's Gate, the first one. Salette Sulemont on the Weaver's Gate. Mm -hmm. Gerard Monnier on the South Gate. Yeah. And Paris de Souza on the Mirror Gate. And are they always stationed at those ones? That is the gates that they are responsible for looking after. And the evidence I have points towards the corruption happening along the south gates. So it is likely to, it is almost certainly one of them. Hmm. So it's worth looking into this before we go setting fire to lots of camps. I mean, we walked through the south gate when we were going to get Letitia. Hmm. So that might be a good place to start. But like, seriously, if they saw us going, they might have but told somebody. The horses were there before we got there. Otherwise, we'd have seen them on the road. Very true, actually. Yeah, there wasn't any uh, yeah, it wasn't evidence a thing. of the... But they knew to come out, so maybe a messenger came after us. Maybe. It's not well, we... a bad place to start. We don't know how long those, uh, those soldiers were laying in wait there. If they uh, deliberately moved um, <laughs> Letitia to, uh, to there for her own protection, quote-unquote, then they could have had um, their own men being watched for as long as she'd been there. But mm. they knew to move. They were coming out before we were out. Yeah. Yeah, they we were, were prepared. Out with her. Could we have um, a, a bit of a description of, of these people? Of course. I might be able to do something from far away. Salette is a halfling woman, red-headed... Mm. Uh, Green eyes, between you and me, a little on the larger side. She has a distinctive uh, purple uh, birthmark on her lower lip. Mm -hmm. Gerard is a human man, blonde, blue-eyed, very well muscled. Uh, has taken since uh, since taking up the cause to wearing a very distinctive uh, tricolor scarf. Mm -hmm. In red, white, and blue. And uh, and you do actually notice that a number of the National Guard are wearing the cockade, the little red, white, blue cockades. Is anyone wearing barrows? Hmm. Or strings of onions? No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm no, sorry. like revolutionary berets. <laughs> revolutionary berets. <laughs> are they a thing? There is. There mm. is. Yeah. There is one grizzled looking muscled human with a stubble and a scar across one eye with an eye patch he's wearing a beret he's the only man wearing the beret and he's uh, he's sat at the bar dr drinking um pulling corks out of bottles with his teeth <laughs> i consider sending jeffrey after the hat and then decide oh, no. probably not to <laughs> he has got a cigar <laughs> as well <laughs> Yeah, a cigar yeah. that he probably lit from a match he struck off his forearm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't send Jeffrey. Over there. Um, <laughs> uh, Perry 
is a female, uh, sorry, is a human woman, because people do not say female human usually. Um, (laughs) (laughs) A human woman, uh, brown hair and eyes. She has a distinctive habit of tying her hair in a bun with a stiletto dagger uh, thrust through. Oh, it's definitely her. She done it. I mean, that's (laughs) fucking amazing, and I hope it isn't her because her hairstyle sounds incredible. Not that that should have any bearing on whether you're a traitor or not. I'm just tired. Um, but She was uh, involved <laughs> in some street gangs. She Probably not up. sharp. You'd end up, like, scalping yourself. Mm. But the wow. Thing, the thing is, if we can get within 30 feet of them, I can look in their heads. Oh, you can, can't you? It'd be really Let's helpful. do that. We never get to do that. Yeah, I hardly ever do. I can do it at least three times a day more, really. Have you done... Can you do it again today? Um, let we... me have a look. Blah, 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 blah. Celestia does not look at her spell slots in her notebook. Yeah. Um, she just has a think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could do it twice today. Uh, that would mean no sending to Molly. Um, mm. But then I'm all kind of out. Do you want to wander over to the gate, one of the gates, and see if they're about and give it a go? Are they on duty at the moment? Well, I mean, it might be worth having a go. All my magic's nearly used up for today anyway. Might as well use the rest of it. I can make you invisible, which um, I can do now. How cool is that? That sounds um, hysterically funny. And then you can get close to them without them seeing you. That'd be amazing. And if you cast a spell, it doesn't break. That's that's fucking brilliant. This is is something I'm sure you will in no way abuse. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to use it on Jeffrey, but this is a better idea. (laughs) Please, for the love of the regent, never, ever use it on Jeffrey. (laughs) We'll never find them again for a start. (laughs) That lasts a minute, but a minute of invisible monkey sounds like the best thing ever. Oh no, we might lose the monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Josephine sort of throws that uh, that would would be very impressive. Uh, For completeness, I feel that sorry, Jacqueline, not Josephine, Jacqueline. Might have been calling her Josephine by mistake. It's definitely Jacqueline. You've Dumont. been saying Jacqueline up to now. That's cool, the cool, first cool. Josephine that I've noticed. Uh, Jacqueline uh, says, for completeness, I feel I should mention uh, there is the other task which you might be interested in. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned, there are some things which um, Jean-Paul would not consider. The goal is to bring down, is to weaken the resolve of the enemy and to ensure they have as few supporters within the walls as possible. Mm-hmm. One of the ways that one brings support is through spreading public and influencing public word. I speak, of course, of the Alison Guardian. <laughs> the Guardian's printing press has been moved into the townhouse of its patron, uh, one Geoffrey Comte du Benemont. Jeffrey! <laughs> no. Sorry, no. Wrong Jeffrey. Like Wrong Jeffrey. <laughs> if you were to destroy the printing press, that would stop circulation for some time, allowing the voice of the Enquirer, which is friendly to our cause, to be the main voice within the city. Okay, destroy a printing press. 
but that'll put that little child out of a job. Either that or the Alison Inquirer will have two Barkers, not one. I suppose. Yeah, and I mean, children can get other jobs. <laughs> Maybe children shouldn't be doing jobs. Well, I mean, that's a separate whole separate issue, issue in time, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry, you're a child? Shut up. <laughs> I'm a ship's maid, don't you know? Fuck off. <laughs> I'm an officer. I On can what? have you thrown in the brig. On what <laughs> ship are you the mage? <laughs> the one we just last travelled on. <laughs> are we on the ship right now? No. Then go fuck yourself. <laughs> Insubordination. Uh. <laughs> Sorry, Jacqueline, we're very tired. <laughs> Should we go read some brains? Um, yeah, maybe we'll, we might. Oh, try. yes, sorry, printing press. Is there yes. anything else we should know about this press? Well, the printing press is located within the uh, Comte de Benomont's townhouse, so it would likely have the protection of his personal guards because they would be where the Comte is and where he sleeps. Seems reasonable. How many guards? Um. I have not, uh, I do not have solid information, however, it is a three-story townhouse, uh, so there are unlikely to be a very large amount of guards within, uh, by simple uh, version of the, uh, by simple virtue of the fact that there is limited space. It does have a small private garden and retaining wall. Hmm. Okay, good to know, thank you. Um, we'll look into it. Hmm. Still, I do thank you for the work you have done thus far to aid the support of the movement. It is important in these troubled times to ensure proper security. Indeed it is. Yeah, hopefully in doing all of these things we're ensuring more of that for the uh, the people of this nation indeed that is my highest priority to ensure that we are fed and protected and safe it seems fair in the meantime well and also that we are free let us not forget that mm. in the meantime thank you for your company she drains the last of her coffee I must carry on with work. Gives you a small nod each. Stands up and departs. So, shall we go and read some people's thoughts? Because that yeah. sounds like a grand old night out to me. We should probably check on Elizabeth and Henri at some point. I'd like to know they're alright. Yeah, if we can, that'd be good. Elizabeth, wasn't it? Yeah. I'm pronouncing it wrong. Yeah. It's alright, my Sulean's not great either, don't worry. Yeah. Um, uh, possibly just check in with uh, Leah now we're, now we're back. Yeah, we should yeah. see she's alright. Yeah. I mean, we could take Jeffrey's word for it and just leave. Or... No, it's... <laughs> yes, let's take the monkey's word, everything's fine. <laughs> I, I walk off and try and find Leah. <laughs> uh, asking some, some directions, you're led to one of the small apartments which is actually kept within the House of... Uh, the Courts of Justice for... Various uh, was probably originally intended for apartments for judges, <laughs> magistrates, mm. and such. 
where you do find Leah is cozied up on a chair uh, reading a book on uh, torts. She looks up as you read. Oh, hello. Hello. Had a good evening. I still... She looks at the book. I still don't understand what torts are. I have no They're idea what you're contract. reading. A contract? It's, it's definitely contract law. I might uh, ask for something else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, read literally anything else. What were you going to say, Cousin? I thought torts were a sort of confection, but that... I, I, mean... <gasps> I mean, that sounds much better to me. Is it a book of cake? Uh, she looks around at the extensive legal library. I mean, in this place, there's probably a book to do with laws on cake. But I, again, I think I might ask oh. someone to go find me something a little bit better than. I'm sure Jean Paul Savart would have some good books. I'm sure I'll ask. I'll ask him to bring something from his uh, from yeah. his place. Try and find you something somewhere. <laughs> Thank um... you. Have you been well ca- cared for here? Well, they. Uh... On uh, Savat's say-so, they afforded me the use of this apartment whilst I'm staying, which is cosy but uh, catered for, and I do have the full run of the halls, apart from the place where, uh, apart from the places where I'm not allowed, and uh, also the main hall while it's in session, on account of not wanting to disrupt the running of the processes of state. Yeah, fair enough. Fair. But, yeah. Are you um, lonely? Do you want me to leave Geoffrey? There's a slight widening <laughs> and a distant look in her eyes. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to impose, you know? It's no trouble. I, I, I just feel that... Jeffrey... Leah hates monkeys as much as I do for the purposes of this. <laughs> no one hates monkeys. All That's elves hate funny. monkeys. Don't be silly. All of us hate them. We're just allergic. <laughs> Jeffrey's Jeffrey. bouncing around. On the scamp shoulder. <laughs> Don't see why it wouldn't be in. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, they... Well, um, we got a little bit ambushed, but we're okay, and the oh. ladies in the building and all that stuff. Um, she's pop... not very nice. No, she sucks. She's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, she's useful. Um, <laughs> so, we're going to go and read some people's thoughts before bed because apparently that's a thing that's necessary. You're very welcome to come if you like, or you can stay here in your comfy reading nest. Either way is fine. Um, I'm good here, but when you're done, do you want to come back and we can play some backgammon or something? That sounds fucking lovely. Yes. <laughs> Please. She smiles and that's you. What's a backgammon? Um, it's like later. it's like a front gammon, but the other way. Okay, I get it now. It has nothing to do with pigs. <laughs> I don't get it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Leo produces a backgammon board. <laughs> I'm very confused. Let's go read brains. <laughs> we'll, we'll teach you backgammon later. Let's go and do some stuff. Fun <laughs> yeah. facts, gentle listeners. Jason does not know how to play backgammon. I have no fucking idea how to play backgammon either. It's so we should play it in detail. It's one of the <laughs> games in the world, and I just don't know how to play it. 
It's going to be fun describing that if neither of us know how to find I'm pretty sure it derives from the Egyptian game of Senet. I can, well. I can picture I, the board I just don't know what to do with it yeah. it's one of my favourite improv games is you just have a title and you play the game without <laughs> having a clue it's how so it works good. <laughs> it's the best game it'll be like <laughs> Sam Regal improvising how an engine works <laughs> there's a cap and you take yep. it off and the thing that you wanted is there <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> confessions about uh, un- not understanding how ancient games work. Uh, <laughs> 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 you leave the courts of justice and head to where would you like to head to next? Um, should we start at the south gate? Yeah, why not? I, I can do it. How many do times we know? If, yeah, we don't even know he's there. We should or she? Which one's south gate? Um, it is. Gerard Human Marley. man. Human man, muscly, colourful scarf, tricolour scarf in particular. Okay. So yeah, I can I can do two. Um, well, let's go see if he's there. Yeah. Is it not going to cause a bit of confusion that if we've just gone through the, uh, the south gate a couple of hours ago and then we turn up from inside again? Well, not if I'm invisible, darling. Actually, but we've no, got to find point. the guy first. Yeah. Alright, let's do that. Also, we could have come in through a different gate. That's not ridiculous. There are loads of gates. You said you were yeah. going to Kion. That's four days' right away. Shush. Oh, we said that to detail the, is irrelevant. To the guy outside. <laughs> All right, the, fair point. Fair point. Not our guys. Oh, good. We did say that to the guy outside. I did th- also think that we'd said it to the guy on the gate, but it was the guy on the road, so I think we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> you do make a good point about sticking to stories, and we should think about that more often. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Let's leave that as a problem for future us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. So, you head towards the south gate, uh, where the soldiers that... The the National Guardsmen uh, are a little surprised to see the three of you return the same way, having uh, let you out of the gate not two hours before. (laughs) Oh! Hello? Hang on, do you think we've gone right up to the gate? No, no, no. You, 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 uh, I, I'm assuming you... Sorry, actually, no, you said you wouldn't. So, no, uh, definitely yeah, no. not. You, you approach... Getting towards the... Uh, part of the way down the street, you can see the gate, uh, the soldiers around the gate. Uh, there are soldiers just out the bottom of the gate, about a dozen of them, and then there are some up on the walls. There are the... There is also a little guardhouse, a, a pair of towers that serve as a guardhouse attached mm-hmm. to the gate itself. Uh, you actually, when the army was still in control of these towers, you actually went through those uh, previously, which is where uh, mm. Ma- uh came out of. Since then, they appear to have been replaced by uh, members of the National Guard. Mm. <laughs> um, you give me, I guess, a perception check, because these guys are standing within pools of light, so you don't have a disadvantage. Ooh! 18! Look 30, at that. 30, 20! Perspective. I can see things. Okay. Uh, the, it does not appear that Gerard is amongst those down on the bottom layer by the ga- gate. However, you do spot passing by one of the windows in the towers uh, briefly the form of a human uh, man, blonde human man, where uh, quite well muscled beneath his. Uh, uh, russet coloured coat uh, wearing a distinctive tricolour scarf. Ah, okay, so 
He was inside. He is inside. Okay. In the two towers. Cool. How close do you need to be? Thirty feet. Oh. Seems to how be long does it take you? Two feet um, off. Uh, twenty feet. Uh, it's the second floor, so it's about twenty feet up from the ground level. Okay, so I could do it from the ground. Let me just check um, if you need line of sight. Because I have the full. It just yeah. Look, one any one creature that you can see within thirty feet of you. Okay, so I'd need to be like by a window or something. Oh, I mean, I've got to be able to see him, really. Well, would it help if uh, one of us engaged him in conversation? Whilst... How he's he's in the guardhouse. Hmm. I mean, if you can, um, that'd be great. But I mean. We we can uh, uh, arrive, flash our uh, military papers, talk about um, like I'll, I'll, we could say something like um, uh, Savat wanted uh, him to report in and uh, j- just give a uh, a brief overview of the situation here. While uh, he's doing that, you can do your thing unseen. That'd be great, but it's a matter of getting him to come out of the guardhouse in the first place if he's not on duty. Hmm. You know, because surely if if we wanted one of the guards to report in, it would just be one of the ones on the door, wouldn't it? Unless we asked for him specifically, I suppose. Well, he's the person who who oversees this place. He'd be the person who any uh, intelligence officer would want to talk to. Mm, You have a point there. How settles this casting of your spell? Does it, if, I mean, being invisible will help because he won't know you're there, but... Even if you are visible, can you do it and he won't notice? Ah. Oh god, I mean this might be an out of character question. Components. Mm-hmm. Verbal semantic material. So there has to be something yeah. verbal. Yeah, so you would need a sleight of hand check. Not if I was invisible, I wouldn't. You need a st- I'd need a stealth, stealth check for the check voice. To, for the voice part, yeah. Because you are yeah. I guess it need... depends. If you were out on the street you might be alright, but Yeah, like in, if you were in the same yeah. room with it as him you would need you'd need a stealth check. You'd have advantage uh, to, to, to to mutter mm. it under your breath. I mean you can't do the invisibility thing for that long, can you? I'd be worried about walking in there. Yeah. Because there's only like um, a minute. And it's something he could resist, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think I could shape space and time a bit. Oh, good. You could so it might. I don't know. Sometimes I know something's not going to work, mm. and I decide I want it to work, and it does. This is how he kind of blinks at you. I didn't want to mention it much because it feels a bit weird, but. Bit, um... It keeps happening, so it might be useful if I can see him too. Right. Because I might be able to make it work if it doesn't work. That being the case, then... That's quite I... disturbing. <laughs> I know, I it's see. really worrying. I didn't I, I, I didn't notice, and then I did, and now I'm a little worried. That the voice the in your then... head says, I wouldn't worry about it. It's okay, friend says I don't have to worry. I'm going to stop worrying immediately. Oh, good. Causing what we're so... going to say? <laughs> I was going to say, Sorry. Um, terrifying um, uh, ramifications of this aside, <laughs> um, it behooves us then that I should be the person who uh, who goes in and asks if, if anyone is going to, because the two of you need to be doing something else. I am not doing anything else besides, so I should speak to him. Can you get him to come to the front door? Be I really can good. certainly try. 
because then neither of us have to be that close. Well, I can just go to the uh, the guard on the door and fl- uh, flash the papers and say, I want to speak to your commanding officer, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um... Causing, I, I love you, but you're not the most fantastic liar. Are you going to be all right? <laughs> well, to be well, fair, I'm not it's lying. not a lie. He doesn't want to speak to the commanding officer. Oh, okay, okay. Fuck it. Let's give it a go. This, this you, sounds good. Yeah, you, we needed to come down rather than you going up to him, though. We really yeah. do. All right. Unless you can get him to the window. Again, I'll do my best. Cool. Okay. So, Corzin, are you heading up towards the guards at the gate? Yes. Let's leave the Charisma 20 people in the alley. Are <laughs> you holding really the alley? Well. Corzin, you, you straight up to the gate. Some of the guards who are on the gate are ones that you recognise from before. Uh, there seems to be only a partial shift change since then. One of them peers. I done. Didn't I let you through this gate two hours ago? Might be uh, my my, uh, my twin actually. Uh, n- another guy, uh, uh, roughly the same height w- with uh, with two others. Roll a deception check with disadvantage. <laughs> this is why we don't let you do this in this character. <laughs> I love this plan so much. That's one, but lucky. Oh god. <laughs> Okay. Deception. I so want this to work. It'd be so I don't stupid. look at deception that often. <laughs> uh, that's a seven. Oh, God. He bursts into laughter. <laughs> but I, I try and bluff it off like, ah, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> but seriously, what are you doing back here? I thought you... Uh, I, I, I definitely let you through already, didn't I? Yes. Yes, with, I with received. The other two, the yeah, I received a sending. Actually, there was um, there's something I needed to speak to your captain about. Okay, um, tell me what it is. Or I'll relay it up to you. I need to speak with him in uh, person. It's it concerns um, uh, something that uh, he and Savat were uh, speaking about specifically. Okay, give me a deception check without disadvantage this time. <laughs> Okay. So you're not trying to convince somebody that it was your twin. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favourite lies that's been told in this podcast. I love it so much. <laughs> like... Okay, that is an eight. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so nothing I can do. <laughs> no. um... Why am I not helping? <laughs> oh, well, it's too late now. <laughs> Because sort of it's too funny. His eyes. <laughs> Look, Gerard is quite busy right now. Just tell me what the message is. I'll t- bring it up to him. All right. Well, you tell him that a representative of uh, Jean Paul Savat is here to speak to him. Then. <sighs> Fine. Cover for me, would you? He says to one of the others. One moment, and uh, he opens the door to the gatehouse and. There's a wait while he uh, while he climbs the steps. I think it's going well. <laughs> oh, really? Do you? It looks great maybe, from over here. Maybe we should How have just found a stone at the window. <laughs> that would have been a really good idea. Then we could still do that if this doesn't work. <laughs> okay. 
you do see uh, up by the same window you'd spotted him in before the muscled form uh, you can't really clearly see his face uh, step uh, uh, leans back arms behind his head near the uh, so that his the back of his so that his back is visible to these uh, to the window uh, and seems to be engaged in a muffled conversation with someone Roll a persuasion check for what's his face. It's Charlie Brand speak because you're too far away. Vaguely French mumbling. Come on, Snover. Sorry, I'm full of shit today, just ignore me. Um, it seems your luck bears out, however, because after a few moments, the door opens again, and, is, uh, and the figure, uh, and the guardsman comes out. Oh, you. He says you can go up and talk to him. Ah, balls. <laughs> right, you are then. I walk in through the door. <laughs> so this is just face palming in the background. Okay. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you walk in the door, he closes the door behind you. <laughs> you go up the stairs to the first, <coughs> to the second story, uh, and it opens into a guard room uh, okay. where you can see there are about five uh, members of the National Guard in here. Uh, playing this is cards. such a hilariously bad plan. Like, uh, play, playing cards. There is a, there is there is a sixth seat around the table, which is currently unoccupied, and uh, sat at the table by the window uh, is a blonde, blue-eyed, muscled figure in a russet coat with a tricolor staff and an and a beautiful blonde moustache, which he twirls as he looks up at you. Hello. So, what brings a? Uh, messenger like you and he obviously looks you up and down so uh, uh, to my uh, to my table at this time of night eh? uh captain marnier i presume <laughs> yes sir please uh, call me gerard and uh, what's your name oh, is he flirting please be flirting <laughs> um he's like... he's definitely giving cause him the look Excellent. I wish I was there. Oh, me too. I wouldn't understand. But, yeah, no, you two can just see him sort of lean, uh, sitting up slightly and reaching so his hand up towards his face. So he's actually visible from the window. He's visible from the window. Oh, uh, can you I? Are, you would need to get into the street to be within 30 feet of him in a direct line of line of effect, however. Because you can't might... do it from the alleyway. Might do that. Okay, I will make you invisible. Because of Pythagoras. If you think you can do it, I will make you invisible. Thank you, that'd be great. I want to be invisible more than I've ever wanted anything. <laughs> invisible! Yes! Uh, uh, Scamp touches your, uh, uh, you on the shoulder. Now this, poop your nose. I... Sorry, poop your nose. <laughs> oh, oh, that's adorable. This, this, this flood of nothingness spreads out over you. and Celestia, it's very weird. You look down, you can't see yourself. You can your proprioception is fine. You can still feel yourself Ooh. and everything. More fun yeah. than flying. I like it. I ruffle Scamp's yeah. hair just to freak just to freak them out and ah. run away. Um, I go forwards to get within range, but okay. it's obviously up to you as DM as to what order you want to do this sequence. That's fine. So, so yeah, I'll leave that while to you. that's happening uh, up above, uh, okay. <laughs> Lieutenant uh, Alton Ke- uh, Kettleblossom at your service. Now, uh, 
there was a thing I was uh, sent here to talk to you about, and is the window behind him big enough for Corzin to actually see out of at all, or is it too high off the ground? Uh, no, no, it's it's large enough. He's blocking a fair bit of it. He's a big lad, but you can just see th- just a bit past him. All right, I'm going to go around the uh, the table. I'm going to actually take the um, the uh, <laughs> the unoccupied chair, drag it around the table, set it up, and so and stand on it so I can uh, point out of the window. Now, what do I see out of the window? Uh, outside the window, give me a perception check. Okay. Okay, that's a twenty-four. Well, you can see Scamp uh, in, in, in hustling in an alleyway, not far below. Okay. Um, and in fact, at the moment you go out there, I will say because of luck. Okay, no, you just see Scamp. The invisibility Good. has already happened by the time this happens. Uh, but you can see the uh, the city stretching out ahead. The, well, actually, you can't really see the city stretching out ahead because it's not quite high enough. What you can mostly see are a set of buildings which are slightly higher. So from here, you can see into someone else's bedroom. Uh, <laughs> immediately across the street. Okay, but like there, there is the uh, the street and thoroughfare is yeah. Um, the street and thoroughfare visible. is okay. visible. All right, I'm going to uh, say to uh, uh, to Gerard, who is very much just eyeing your buttocks as you talk. There has been a um, a bit of uh, revolutionary action uh, beyond the south gates this evening, and there may be some uh, some of the king's men who will attempt to uh, re-enter the city this way. Uh, Savat has asked that you set up temporary barricades behind the uh, uh, the gatehouse here in case they try and storm it. Okay, so while you're saying... I point out at various different um, locations down the street. Okay, so while you're doing that, Celestia, uh, you briefly see the form of... Just as you get into position, you see Corzin's form appear partway in the window and starting to point out... Pointing at things down the street. Lovely. Uh, I I cast Detect Thoughts. I put my hand to my temple X-Men style. There's a little purple thread that connects our temples, uh, which only Corzin would be able to see. Yeah, only Corzin can see this Um, brief purple thread appearing just from nowhere in the middle of the street. And if you... it looks like the guy resists at all, I will attempt to bend faith. Um, he only resists if I probe deeper, which I'm not going to do immediately. Cool. Um, I'll be otherwise, it just sort of twitch. Like yeah. surf- surface thoughts, I get. So yeah. I'll start yeah. with that and see you where it hear, goes. So in response to Corzin's questioning, you hear you can't actually uh, roll me a perception check. Let's see if you can hear Corzin from here. It's also the reason why I'm asking about specifically military things and the, yeah. uh, the king's men so that it will be surface thoughts yeah. are there yeah. so uh, 15 15 okay you can just hear Corson's line of questioning straining your ears a bit uh, and you hear the thought you can read it in his thought process oh now that is a fine ass what is he what is he talking ah uh, <laughs> what up through the south gate seems a bit early but okay I suppose we can set some barricades out and he goes ah oh, of course, uh, you want to put these uh, barricades away now, and he again sort of leans back so you can get a better look at uh, Corzin's arse. And just when I realise that he's mostly staring at Corzin's arse, I'm going to probe deeper into his thoughts and see if I can find anything <laughs> useful and traitorous rather than just uh, okay. dirty. Um, <laughs> Corzin is going to take the time again, just pointing out the, uh, so, the areas. Such a good shout, by the way. Like, you <laughs> feel, feel it hearing these initial surface thoughts you just push 
further. Some part of him naturally begins to twist and uh, his thoughts begins to twist and shift to try and force you away. But you just cast those aside, uh, <laughs> driving mental knives into the uh, into his uh, psyche and tearing his surface thoughts apart. So you can probe deeper. <laughs> Um, you feel the spell, the part of the spell, kind of almost a set, a sixth sense rooted through the purple spirit as it begins just uh, twisting and uh, spreading branches and roots into his thought process. There is too much for you to get. Uh, it's it's impossible on in a, with a spell like this to thoroughly examine every facet of a person's mind. But, it but does if you're still, looking for something specific... Mm, but it does start to present you with it. And so instead you kind of get it, do a bit of a... It gives you a general scan. So you gain an insight into its reasoning, if any, its emotional state, and something that looms large in its mind, such as something it worries over, loves, or hates. That's the, um, <clears throat> that's the, uh, the phrasing. So firstly, you get it, <laughs> insight into its reasoning... Apparently, he has a thing for halflings. Yeah. You gain flashes of far too many sexual conquests than you really wanted to see. <laughs> uh, his emotional state is horny, um, <laughs> and also but also a little bit of concern and guardedness. Um, and you get f flashes of things looming large in its mind, uh, and the thing that looms largest in its mind. Uh, in this uh, piercing through is uh, debt. You get a sense Aww. both a sense of fuck I've lost a lot uh, on tonight's games but also you get flashes of losing money in card games a lot mm -hmm. over a long time. So the way this was here's the way that this thing works. Because of the way that uh, this is phrased um, one if you if this cre creature fails the wisdom saving throw which it did uh, the tar uh, whether it succeeds or fails, it knows you're probing into its mind, um, and unless that you shift your attention to another creature's thoughts, the creature can use its action on its turn to make an intelligence check contested by yours. However, because this is concentration, uh, if it, until it succeeds at ending the spell, you can keep this probe up. So I will rule that for the longer you keep the probe up, although it will be actively resisting you, the more things that loom large in its mind will come forward. I'm going to keep it for yeah. as long as I can, basically. Yeah. You'll keep searching for other things. So fuck it, basically. Because yeah. so <laughs> it, it will know something's probing, but it can't see me. Yeah. So I'm a bit like... At this moment, really? the uh, Gerard, who has been just busy... So I, does it know regardless? Because I thought if it resisted, it didn't know. If it resists... Uh, so the wording of, the, uh, sorry, wording of detect thoughts is... Because that was as far as I understood Yeah, it. if you probe deeper, if it fails, you get all that information. If it succeeds, the spell ends. Regardless of whether it fails or succeeds, the target knows you are probing ah, deep. Ah, okay, cool, cool. It's that, only I, surface that thoughts that don't that it's unaware of. I'm still going to do it. Yeah, deep probes. Uh, deep probes. It is aware of either way. But if the spell is continues, I then you can keep probing. Surface thoughts. I'm just going to see cause are naked. Yeah. So um. You you've seen flashes of far too many naked halflings in yeah. your mind just now. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, at this, uh, so yeah, you you got these uh, this idea of um, of mounting debt. However, up above, uh, causing you notice he suddenly stops 
looking at your ass. He goes, uh. wait a minute. What the fuck? Are you in my head? Get out of my head! That man! Seize him! No. What? Oh, what are you talking about? It's one person right in front of him. He knows someone's in his head. Uh, so he's going to make an intelligence check opposed, I think, by an intelligence check on uh, from your end, Celestia. <laughs> so intelligent. Um... Oh, that's cocked hugely. Let me know if it looks like he's winning. <laughs> oh, mine is quite bad. <laughs> How bad? Um, it is an 11, so pretty fucking bad. Okay. Scamp, you don't feel that weird tingling sensation. Uh, as Celestia, you just keep the, the mental knives driven into his brain in place. You feel strange waves and... Uh, and twistings of, of thought trying to rip them out but you just keep driving them in deeper trying to extract more thoughts from him however i think under the circumstances i am going to call it an initiative count now as these uh, as the soldiers uh, in the room begin okay. struggle uh, begin scrambling up from where they're seated okay oh nine again my initiative's not 18 17 18 causing 17 celestia okay and the soul and the rest of the soldiers okay uh so with that in mind the top of the round uh, uh celestia i will get you give you what you find on your turn perfect Causing it's over to you. You can see the various members of the uh, guardsmen starting to scramble to their feet. Uh, Gerard, rather than drawing his uh, his saber, uh, well, it's actually more. It's just a, it's actually an old battered short, uh, long uh, old battered sword, uh, rather than a true uh, cavalry saber. Is kind of clutching at his head as if trying to force whatever is piercing into his mind out. I immediately say. Are you all right, Captain? It, it, is there something wrong? I'm going to ask what? you to roll a deception check with disadvantage based on the fact that the Captain has just called out that someone is in his head. Yeah, um... <laughs> if you're going to try and talk down everyone all around you. Actually, if I've introduced myself as a lieutenant, do I outrank everyone else in here? Uh, you, outrank, uh, you would outrank everyone except him. Right, I'm going to say... Um... Man, your captain is ill. <laughs> Still deception check with disadvantage. Yep. <laughs> okay. Well, um, that'll be a five. Well, <laughs> shit. Even Such a, a bugger even... because actually the other, uh, if it wasn't disadvantage, that would have been a nineteen. Yeah. Uh... The, the other, uh, the other man. Don't seem to buy into this for some reason. Couldn't imagine why. Yeah, <laughs> you still have movement in a bonus action. You are next to the window uh, with uh, with Gir within five feet of Gerard. Uh, you're ten feet open. from the door. The does window is the window. It, it is straight open. It is not a closed. It does not have glass. Oh. Uh, it's it, there are there are shutters. Uh, but they are currently flung open for the uh, uh, because Gerard apparently likes the cool night air. Uh, there's also a very well-built fire in the room, which is probably why. Fair enough. All right. Um, 
And judging from the um, sweat, it smells like he's been maybe been working out recently, which is why he's trying to cool down. Uh, oh god. Uh, <laughs> this is not getting any better. Um, <laughs> can I can I just have a peek out of the window and see if there's like a drain pipe or something I could maybe um, shin down if needs be? Uh, roll a luck check. <laughs> okay. Seventeen. Uh, not right next to the window because that would be poor, uh, uh, poor design. However, there is actually there is actually a, des- uh, a drain pipe about five feet from the window. You would need to leap to get to it, but you could. Okay, I'm gonna uh, bear that in mind uh, for now. But um, for the moment, I am going to stay put. Okay. Celestia, driving your thoughts, uh, your uh, uh, your uh, 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 your knives deeper into his mind. Yeah, it's just I'm going to say that you've already broken past its wisdom save. You are just you just lock your your thoughts in there until your concentration is broken or it manages to drive you off. Uh, so, thing that looms large in its mind. You've uh, already uh, you've you've find the information about the debts. You push past them for a moment. <laughs> the next thing that comes up to you while you're scurrying through his mind is an image of a figure, a pasty face looking, white-haired halfling man in his middle uh, to late uh, to late age, dressed up looking like a clerk. He looks nervous. You see him uh, handling. Uh, Sort of nervously wringing his fingers around a small uh, around a small sort of uh, leather case, he the pair of them are in an alleyway. Uh, the it seems like Gerard is I is eyeing up the uh, the the uh, this, this little accountant like figure, although not necessarily in the way that he's eyeing up Pauzin and paying <laughs> attention to the uh, to the alleyway. This seems to be a fragment of a memory. You see the uh, you see the accountant pass him the briefcase uh, before uh, uh, before the he has some sort of mental reflex closes in around the memory. That's all you get of that on this turn. Cool. Um, however, you do have now a strong mental image of the uh, of the half question. question. Yeah. Uh, so I assume that's my action. That it's your action to that just seems keep, fair. No, no, yeah, I, just I keep driving so. I just this in. To clarify. Uh, you are basically just fighting this weird mental duel with him. I don't think I can really do anything else to help, unfortunately. <clears throat> uh, Gerard goes next. Got nothing good. That's a bonus action. Can you give me another intelligence check then? Yeah. Because Gerard is going to try and fight you off. Ugh. Twelve. So not great. He feebly tries to force you out of his mind. He's not this very intelligent, is, not is he? <laughs> <But> <laughs> not smart. Jesus. No. I'm going to put this D4 down again. Guy, Every time I pick it yeah. up. Every time I put it back down. You get the feeling he might have got the position for being uh, quite, uh, for being heavily muscled and good with the men. Uh, <laughs> oh no, sorry, that's 14. I do apologise. I've got that Still, one. Still, though, he, he, you feel his psyche feebly try to resist your probing knives. Mm. Uh, good with the men enough. in what way? <laughs> <laughs> the men, for their part, go next. Uh, actually, no, Gerard is going... What would Gerard try to do? He's used his action to try and fight this off. As far as he's concerned, moving... He does... 
He's not quite... Oh, no, that's a 17. He's smart enough to maybe think that getting out of line of sight of Corzin would do it. So he's going to try and make a rush past you, Corzin, to get out of the room. Uh, you... You're not a sent. You don't have the sentinel feats. So you can't really stop him. But if you wanted to, you could take an attack of opportunity. Mm. Could I, as uh, as that attack of opportunity, try and grapple him? All right. Yeah, I'll let you make it. By the way, I just realised that I'm picturing something super creepy, and I should probably share it. I'm picturing when I probe deeper with thoughts that it's sort of it's like tree roots. The yeah, that's light. pretty much yeah. exactly yeah. it. Yeah, just, sort of like synapses. I realised yeah. that I was picturing it and I hadn't shared it, and I probably should because that's it's very scary. good. Yeah, <laughs> so carry on. <laughs> What's disconcerting, Corson, is you can half see this because you can see the purple line, yeah. spirit line. Oh, okay. Right, uh, so that's a, a, a athletics check, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Okay, that is going to be a 22. Despite his impressive strength uh, modifier, you uh, there's something he said for proper uh, uh, application of leverage. Uh, and with your small height, you manage to trip him up and <clears throat> and he face plants into the table. Uh, his elbow he, his elbow is still visible out the window, so Which you don't lose enough. line yeah. of sight. <laughs> uh, so he's still within space for the for the mind probe. Uh, the guards are going to act now, as uh, they are immediately going to s- just start clambering over the table to mob you, uh, Corzin. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are one of them. Okay, we'll say declare actions beforehand. There's five of no, there's five people total, so there's four of them. Uh, I'll say that two of them are going to try and grapple you, and two of them are going to try and beat you unconscious. With their, with their, with clubs and uh, yeah, club, uh, just clubs that they have. So the two that are trying to grapple you, can you give me two athletics or acrobatics checks? Your choice. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll go athletics because that's slightly better. Right. The first one is an eleven, and the okay. second one is. Uh, 15. Okay, the first one, you just try to uh, force him out of the way, but he managed to grab your arm and just pin it down to the table. So you are now, so you are grappling, um, you are are holding uh, Gerard down with one arm, but the same, but your other arm is being held down by this guardsman. (laughs) Uh, the other guardsman tries to go for you, slips, almost cracks his head, but halfling lucky feet, at that exact (laughs) moment, (laughs) bumps, at that exact moment, the table shifts, uh, about a foot away because of the, of the grappling contest, and he instead falls and, uh, hits someone else's leg with his head instead, so it doesn't take any (laughs) injury. (laughs) The two that are just trying to beat you, however, are just going to make straight up attacks, uh, one of which was a natural five, the other of which was a natural nineteen. Uh, uh, so you take uh, six points of clubbing damage okay. uh, from one of them as he's like, ah, stop, uh, stop it, stop it, stop resisting. I am not a BB seal. <laughs> yeah. Scamp, you you just vaguely see the commotion going on in the window. Huh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All I can do. 
have no idea what to do. I mean, I'm concentrating on invisibility, so I can't. <laughs> yeah. Do I really need to be invisible as well. Like, yeah. I really you don't really do. Have sleep? Do you? No, I have no. slow, but it's concentration. Ah. I have very. That's few the trouble I'm having. There's nothing what's... I can do at the same time. Like literally no, nothing. Uh, minor illusion isn't a. Isn't concentration? It's not. That's true. I'm going to make an illusion of some sort. This is poorly thought through because I forgot it wasn't concentration. Mm-hmm. Um, I will make a an evil face appear at the window. <laughs> evil face. Oh, Since God. this is your action, I will let you make an intimidation check. <laughs> This is the worst plan. I, I love how anything that'll make him think it's not causing. Is it enough? Oh, to... intimidation! That's a twenty-four. Okay, this, this, what does what does the evil face look like? Uh, it's sort of like a melty skull. Okay, oh. this, but with with one big glowing eye. Except so... it's not actually glowing because I can't produce light. It's just. <laughs> okay, you have this, this. You create this stationary image of like of something which looks akin to Thurling Thimbleberry, except oh, that brilliant. it's that it's stuck in a process half melted with a brightly coloured central eye instead of <laughs> instead of two eyes. Oh, that's terrifying. Um, do I see this? Uh, you do see this, uh, and it is kind of terrifying. So roll me a wisdom to save. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't immediately know this was scam, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, because that would be crazy. <laughs> Natural one, but lucky. Hey. <laughs> Wisdom save. Okay, that's an eighteen. Okay, it's high enough that I'll say you don't get the frightened condition necessarily. What well, I am going to say is, what the fuck is that? Yeah, you find yourself snapping back, like you almost uh, feel yourself locking up with fear, and as you leap away, your head smacks into someone else's. Ah! And you're and you're broken out of it. That is one of the first things that you've rolled that was over a ten in this encounter. <laughs> may I point out? Yes. You've had really bad luck during this. I've been We're rolling doing by really good well. stats. Um, I think, guys, I think we found the tracer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, possibly. It is, it is, however, enough that the uh, that the guards' presence uh, suddenly see it uh, and look at, uh, and go, "What the fuck is that?" Uh, and it's enough for Gerard to go, ah, there, there, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it! Can we all try shooting it? Yeah. Uh, Celestia, it's your turn, and on your turn, you probe deeper. Yes, I do. Okay, so you've made your way through the... Uh... Roll me a d20. Ooh. 14. Okay. It's just a straight twenty. Force your way through another, uh, another uh, uh, into another memory. Two memories. The first is of Gerard uh, stuffing the leather brief, uh, the the little leather case uh, beneath a hidden floorboard somewhere. Mm -hmm. The next is of him passing a a a small uh, wrapped paper package. Filled with uh, what seem to be banknotes uh, to someone. Uh, oh, he's so the traitor. Someone, uh, yeah. Who, who nods and uh, runs away with it. Got him in one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all Still you can get. Bef- that's all you can get before the uh, mental 
uh, walls closing. Find that hit leather case. Okay. The uh, bear that in mind. Uh, the wall, the metal walls close in. Gerard goes next. He's still going to use his. Uh, I'm going to roll a wisdom check for him. Would he think to do this? No, he does. He's not quite bright enough to think to do what the smart thing would be. So he continues doing what the actual smart thing is and making intelligence checks. If he'd rolled higher, I would have instead have him use his action to try and shoot the scary face. Yeah, fair. <laughs> but his own his own idiocy works in he's his favour. He's panicking. Paper. Yeah. Uh, so roll an intelligence check. So, so long this can work, gang. <laughs> oh, that is a that's a, that's a full on one. Ah. No saving that with bending luck. That's gone. Unless he rolls a one. He didn't roll a one. And unfortunately that... I mean, a one's a one, really, isn't it? Yeah. Here's the thing. He did roll a two. <laughs> I mean, with my intelligence, um, that's also a two. But uh, up to you. <laughs> Nevertheless, I think that's probably I'd say enough. a one's a one. Uh, yeah. In all seriousness. And with that, the mental walls shunt you out. Oh, he rolled a two as well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it would have been really funny if he'd also rolled a one. And that you feel the connection crack. Uh, and your and the purple spirit <laughs> slips back into uh, uh, towards you. The final battle is very feeble from both of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the sh- like the mental equivalent of just going, eh. <laughs> he, yeah, he is broken and battered from the fight, but but this has actually taken a lot more out of you than you thought. So this is the first time doing a deep dive on something that wasn't a terrifying water spirit. Mm. <laughs> so it's the first extended deep dive you've done. So as you yeah. come back, you just feel a bit sort of... Ugh. Yeah, a bit wibbly. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that breaks the spell for you. Mm-hmm. All right. That is your use of bonus action or movement if you want to use them. I don't think I want to... Be, how much more invisibility do I have, actually? You That's have a really good about question. six more... No, five more rounds of invisibility. Five more rounds. Okay. Um, That's good. So, another 30 seconds. Okay. Anything I could uh, suggest is metagaming. Sorry. Yep. No, you're fine. Right. Um, oh, there's literally not much good that I can do here, unfortunately. Let me... Right. With a bonus action, there's fuck all... Do you want to pass on this turn and keep your current position? I think I want to stay where I am because I don't want to be that far from causing and I'm still invisible. Cool. So I think I would. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's anything I can do with a bonus action, but like, literally like the only thing I have that's a bonus action is mm. healing word. Or oh, like, shit, I realise this isn't actually your turn. Your turn already happened. Uh, it was Gerard's turn to keep fight you off that just happened. Oh, right. So you How wouldn't have do done this? anything last turn though, would you? Really given I would have done working. the same thing, so yeah, we can so just skip re- through. We that. can just retcon the order, okay? Because yeah. we've we've effectively still done my turn. We've yeah. just done it in slightly the wrong yeah. order. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, no, there's fuck all I can do, so I'm gonna stay where I am. Uh, Gerard, wait. Yeah, Gerard is still pinned by you, Corson. Uh So one of the guards. So it's the guards' turn. One of them is going to try and break your uh, grapple of Gerard. Uh, so can you give me an apo- an athletics check, please? Yep. That is a 23. Okay, you know, you keep that grapple in place. Uh, the others, however, are just going to try and beat down on you. Uh, 
That's... Did they not even just look at the thing that I was trying to indicate? Oh, that's to a good point. No, they did just they they, they did just see the uh, I forgot. Yeah, no, they saw the the terrifying face. So that's going to change that. One of them is still going to try and be uh, uh, try and break or grapple on Gerard, however. Uh, but the other three are going to turn their attention uh, towards the horrifying face and just start hurling things at it. Two of those things hit and pass okay. harmlessly through the horrible face, which doesn't react in any way. <laughs> Still wasted their actions. Uh, yeah. Scam. <laughs> you see, um, a, you see a beer bottle and a club fly through the stationary face. Can Smash. I tell that the spell's broken and it's over? Uh, no, because you have no way of seeing Celestia. Yeah, and also you can't see spirits, so you wouldn't know. Yeah, but I can't. Like, is it obvious on Gerard? You can't really see Gerard. You can see his elbow. Oh. Because he's being, he, it's, it's is just forcing him to stay in position. Um, oh, is this illusion doing any good? Possibly. Um, like thaumaturgy isn't concentration. Go on. Uh, I make screams of pain come from the skull like it's been hit using thaumaturgy. <laughs> Roll the deception check. <laughs> I'm very deceptive. Let's see how badly this goes. Oh, that's not good. Uh, 13. Oh, 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 oh no. Oh. I'm going to roll some, uh, oh, so, some insight checks. <laughs> I feel like this is just getting weird at this point. One of them kind of goes like, uh, guys, I'm not sure that's entirely. The other's just like, ah! <laughs> Including Gerard, uh, who... Uh, Corzin, you are... <laughs> you are holding down Gerard while someone is still holding on to you, and three of them are now just fl- screaming and throwing things at this, this now weirdly such... screaming stationary face. This is such a clusterfuck. Like, okay, <laughs> we're um... so rubbish. <laughs> See, what I want to do at this point is I, I, I want to uh, let go of Gerard and uh, fire my pistol out of the window at the um, uh, at the illusion in the full knowledge that, well, it is probably an illusion and it's probably Scamp that's causing it. But, it, it, you know, it, it just to try and indicate to the others that I am still on their side and this is, you know, we are all in this together. <laughs> okay. It's like, uh, it's a demon! It's a fucking demon! <laughs> roll, uh, roll an attack roll and a deception check. Okay. Causing uh, deception is just my new favourite thing. Like, <laughs> let's make him do it all the time, just wandering into places with that's silly That's a natural acts. 20! Yes! <laughs> the guard, the remaining guards, regardless of where that gunshot goes, the remaining, uh, the, the guards are now thoroughly spooked. I'm going to say that's enough to push them all the way to frightened. Okay. <laughs> so they have disadvantage in ability checks and attacks while fear targets, uh, while the source of their fear is in line of sight. This actually includes Gerard. <laughs> oh, it's a shame, because now he... Yeah, yeah sadly. Be, um, yeah. Cel- It'd be perfect. But... Celestia. Uh, unless causing you want to move at all? I don't think you can, though, because you're grappled, so... Uh, and you haven't got another bird... I mean, technically, I guess you could fire another pistol, although I don't know why you would at this point. I'm going to yell, get the captain to safety! Bang! <laughs> yeah. Um, Celestia, then. 
I mean, technically, I can read his thoughts some more. I've got another spell. Okay. <laughs> technically, <laughs> surface I, I'm, thoughts. I'm trying to decide if it's worth reading any more of them. Oh, his surface thoughts are good at the moment. They're going to be, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Yeah, but I can probe. That's true. Okay. And Up I to Like, I could try and find out where this fucking chest is. Or I could do a distraction, but they're already pretty fucking distracted. Mm. Fuck it, I'm going to use up my last spell. Okay. Again, Hans Temple, X-Men style, let's go for it. Find out as much as we can, because he's definitely yeah. the traitor at this point, so might the as well pink, just go for it. Uh, the purple line <laughs> extends and latches back softly to onto his brain not strongly not not a deep probe yet because that takes another action oh does it okay yeah uh but you do hear him thinking fuck oh, fuck what did they see what did they see fuck what is that fuck <laughs> um but right. more french fuck what is that <laughs> 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 um so <laughs> strangely everyone's thoughts are in rp no no that's, <laughs> that's not, not how it works, works. um <laughs> any other actions you want to take um no not for now okay gerard is i'm going... assuming he's still inside of the window because he's going mental at it yeah uh gerard is going to try and break the grapple you have on him <laughs> uh cause him. so give me an athletics check i i would have let him oh, go yeah, just let him go. To, um, okay no pistol, in which case so... he <laughs> Uh, he is frightened. He's going to run, breaking line of sight. Ah, fuck it. Oh. Although you haven't started probing into him yet, you still do have a full minute of of the thought process still up. Uh, so oh, do I? You uh, unless it someone breaks just... it. Well, if you're uh, you only hit the surface thoughts level stage, so it's only when you yeah. Probe but if he in. breaks line of sight, does that not break the spell? It breaks completely? the surface line. It breaks your ability to scan his thoughts, but the spell doesn't break. Oh, so if he came back into my line of yeah, sight, yeah, he comes back into your line of sight. You can, keep, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I which, will keep it for now then. Yeah. In that case. So uh, Gerard breaks out of line of sight. You feel the connection, sort of. Damn it! But the but the purple thread is still there, uh, and makes a beeline for the stairs. Seems fair at this point. Uh, so do all the other guards screaming about a demon. Demon! Demon! Um, scamp, you you hear the shouts of demon, demon, <laughs> and the sound of running. <laughs> You're gonna run up and try to say that you fight demons, okay? Yep. I'm um, a demon warrior, and run inside. Okay, this strange hooded figure uh, runs up towards the tower as the folks are down by the by the guards gate next to the tower door are wondering what the fuck is going on and scream that you're a demon fighter um g give me a deception check please <laughs> um, that is a 24 given the weirdness going on they are so distracted they barely notice you arrive <laughs> so you pull open the door and you look up uh, and as you reach the end of your movement, you can see s five guards, including Gerard, are now racing down the stairs towards you. <laughs> I will step out the way and try and get up when they've <laughs> gone past. Yeah. Okay. Um, top of the round, it's Corzin. Okay, so I'm now functionally alone in this. You're room. now alone. 
Uh, by the way, right. all of their winnings are piled in the center of this table. There's Yoink. probably there's probably about thirty <laughs> gold here, so you just <laughs> if you want to take an action, you can just, just sweep perfect. those into a purse. Yoink, chaotic good, motherfucker! And I know the, the demon stole the money. <laughs> out the window, down the. Um, okay, uh, give me an athletics check. Okay. Okay, that's a twenty-five. Uh, yep, yeah, that's uh, that's enough. You slap onto it and slide right down. By the way, you get twenty-three gold pieces in just a sorted winning. Brilliant. <laughs> and a set of cards. Okay, set of cards. <laughs> um, and you you farm and pole down <laughs> to the bottom of the uh, of the uh, of the garret. Uh, Celestia, it's your turn. You're still stood in the alleyway, but you can see where Scamp has run up towards the door. Uh huh. Um, can I catch Scamp? Uh yeah, yeah. They're within running distance for you. Uh, they're, they're within within movement distance for you. And they're they? on. They're going to be on their way up into the guardhouse. You saw them move, running up and then stop and step to one side near the guardhouse entr- entrance, uh-huh. having seen something when they opened the door. Yeah, I'm gonna run up to Scamp. Obviously, I'm still invisible, and whisper in their ear. We've got to look under the floorboards. There's a briefcase. Floorboards. Got it. Okay. Um, how many rounds do I have left of invisibility? Uh, you have, you have four two. rounds remaining of invisibility. Four. Yes. Fuck it. I'm going to start running up the stairs as well. Okay. Uh, you're going to take the dash action because uh, when you get there, you can see the that Gerard and the others are now running down the stairs. Um. I guess technically you could hold the dash action and run up after. Ooh, them. Can I do that? Is yes, that you all can. Right? If you yeah. want to hold that as your action. Um, I'd have to dash to get up there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to hold the dash action. Okay. Gerard and the others run out to the front. This is so faulty Towers, this. It's really <laughs> fucking ridiculous. About just a bit of Bernie Hill music. Was Our great, first right? game today <laughs> went so well, and then we were like, oh, let's do a little other one before we go to bed, and it's just, like, so fucked. Yeah. It's hysterical. sax all the way, man. Just, just screaming about fucking, like, demon... Uh, <laughs> they are screaming about de- mind-reading demons. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Gerard is is clearly is sweating bricks, uh, uh, and Celestia, you just speed straight up after them. Yeah, I've not them. dropped detect thoughts, but I'm not doing anything. With yeah, it no, it takes one, an action to if shift. That's okay. Th- Let me just check detect thoughts. I want to see whether you got it back the moment you saw uh, Gerard. Again. I don't know if it works like that. I'm not sure. Um, I've not probed. Like no, you're not pro, uh, but it does make a difference whether or not uh, you would uh, be able to. It's an interesting thing because it. Uh... Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh what? I'm um... sorry, I misread the the, the description. Once a bit you... down the end. Yes, <laughs> once you have found, you need line of sight to target a creature. Apparently, once you have that creature, it doesn't. Once they move out of line of sight, as long as they're within thirty feet of you, it still breaks. So I'm, I'm sorry, the the connection is still there. Oh, cool. So if you want, you can instead use your action to reprobe him if you wish. Uh... You still got your move anyway. Yeah, I mean, I've your move would bring you to the bottom of the. Done of the tower. anything with my action? Have I? If I don't no. dash. Mm. Uh. I'm going to try one more probe. Okay. Because he's already freaked out. He's not going to yeah. think that any, anything different's happening if I probe him he's, again. Yeah. And yeah, I'm still invisible. Happy. Yeah. All right. He gets one last wisdom save. <laughs> Which he does not make. 
You you drive the psychic knives back in, following, and as the sort of tendril-like spread of purple uh, 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 energy drives into his brain, you you sort of go through the wounds you've already delivered, uh, Mm. sliding through the channel you already have until you find, uh, now and with something you're trying to find in particular, you see (laughs) there, floorboards closed over, stepping, walking down from the first floor out he leaves a house it's ramshackle it has blue it has faded blue wooden roofing tiles it's by the river Uh, it's by the river there above you can just see as he passes he glances up at the at the at the silhouette of the great bastard before walking down the street And that's all you can get before the nine, the memories close down on okay. it. I don't have time to say anything else to Scamp, do I? No, you've... you've I've your used my talking spoken. action. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. Um, so... Actually, no, no, you would... You, talking's a free action. You can you can get another okay. short phrase out. I'm going to whisper into Scamp's ear again. Sorry, the floorboards aren't here. They're somewhere else. I've just... Never mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... Uh, at that point, yep, yeah, Gerard and the guards break out. They're screaming about demons. Scamp, it's your go. Um, I'm gonna just step out, look up at the window, and go, "Begone, demon!" And then I'm gonna make the demon make demon shriek and disappear. Give me a performance Brilliant. check. That's hilarious. <laughs> you do a quick thaumaturgy. <laughs> oh dear, that's an eleven. Should have tidied it. It's oh more well. like a wee. <laughs> yeah, true. You can't. Uh, you, you you can't do tides after the fact. No. Um, they let's roll an insight check. They look up. They look down to you, and there's a moment of wait a minute. <laughs> you still have your movement. <laughs> uh, I will run away. <laughs> you just break into a run. Um. With all of you now out or invisible, I will say that although the guards start to give chase, Gerard is otherwise occupied, uh, clawing at his own he- scalp now, uh, and doesn't mount an effective chase after you. So the three of you are able to just scatter and uh, lose them. Fat. Okay. <laughs> Scamp, the others uh, catch up with you a couple of minutes <laughs> later, about about 20 f- seconds in, uh, Celestia, you're running and you see, suddenly you can see part of your hand and then, as it, uh, 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 actually, you can see part of your chest and you look down and you see. Oh, it definitely without... starts with the cut yeah, piece, definitely... I'm just saying. Oh, I was going to say, it start, probably starts <laughs> with the, the nose, but no, okay, is... first thing that appears. Yeah, the sequence appears. Much, You look much down funnier. and you can see the C shape of, uh, of, of rivets appear, followed by the cod piece and it spreads out and your whole form re-emerges back into visibility. <sighs> well, that was fun. A flawless plan well executed. Flawless indeed. I <laughs> Good <relay>. job, team. <laughs> Fantastic. Nothing went wrong. I relate to them everything that I've heard. Oh. I'm not going to say it all again. About oh. the halfling, about the floorboard, about the house. We um, should get to the house then in case he tries to destroy it. Yeah, maybe we should yeah. go there now. Just, yeah. Just in case. I mean, if it looks awful. Onwards! And I take up running in the wrong direction. Wait, no, no, Scamp, it's this way. 
that you way. <laughs> hustle across Victory's Bridge down towards the Great Bastard, and because you have a clear visual image of the house, it is not hard to find. Yeah. Uh, you find it, and checking the door, you find, uh, although the door is stuck and locked, it is a simple enough matter to open it. The, the lock on this is actually genuinely laughable. I'm not even going to make you do a check for it. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> just kick it a bit. Yeah, you just kick it a bit, and it pff, goes through, and uh, the house, which is otherwise abandoned, uh, uh, and you can see why, because it is ruined. Like, the, this whole thing is on the verge of collapse. Uh, you oh, scramble. so no one actually lives here. No. Ah, it's literally an abandoned house where he stashes his shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, there is a hole in the roof. It is The, the place is practically flooded. It's mm. covered with snow on the inside. Uh, uh, okay. But you cr- scramble up to the first floor, and finding the floor, and knowing exactly which floorboard it is, mm. you pry it open, and inside you find a slim leather briefcase a little leather case with quite a lot of banknotes inside mm. less than there were there originally there's probably there's only it's only about a fifth full okay but it's well, it's enough. enough in terms of like evidence i mean i think we've got to take it haven't we and give it a go yeah yeah i can't really think of anything else also, I mean, the money is not going to hurt the resistance, let's be honest. No. So let's take it back. Um, tell, oh my god, out of character, what's her fucking name? Oh, uh, Jacqueline. <laughs> my brain was going Josephine because you said that yeah. before right. and I got confused. Um, we should take this and tell Jacqueline what we found anyway. Yeah. Might be enough. It might be worth having someone watch the house in case his contact comes back. Yeah, also. we should let them know. Also, if they want to get the uh, the full truth out of him, they should um, summon him to the uh, uh, the courts of justice. Have either myself or someone else who's capable of uh, of forcing him to tell the truth uh, uh, cast the spell, and yeah. then just ask him questions. That's a really good idea. That's probably the best about doing this it. specifically. Yeah. Mm. Okay. You head back to the... So do you leave anyone here watching this house, or do you uh, go straight to the Courts of Justice? I I think we'd all go. I don't okay. think we'd leave one of us alone. That's my instinct. No. What do you guys no. think? Can, can you send again today? No, I'm done. fucked, darling. I've got nothing. Okay. I've got small stuff, but I can't Oh, you know what? Big. I could fly there really fast and let them know. <laughs> I mean, can you fly again today? Once more. Do you want to? I mean, I'm worried about leaving this place unguarded, to be honest. Well, if Just we've in got... case he comes back. If we've got the briefcases, what else is there here for him? Well, that might be it. He might come back, realise what's happened and leg it. Mm. True, actually. Well, either one or two of us go and get people and maybe maybe I can stay here. I'm shit at flying. <laughs> Well, I can only make one fly at the moment, I think. Great. So it's either just you or you. Oh, no, I can do. I think I've just about got enough for two. I'll stay here. It's fine. You sure? Yeah, I, don't be right. I can fly on my own. Up to you, causing where you want to be. Uh, well, I'm known to him now, so it's probably best that I'm not here. True. Go with Scamp. I'll stay here. Yeah. Watch your ass. Okay. Be stealthy. I'll be very stealthy. 
I don't believe you. And I cast fly. <laughs> I hide. So you're. Uh, I don't. I don't hide in the house, by the way. Okay, like, you hide near the house. Uh, causing anyway. you're staying here as well. Or are you? No, Corson is going. Cool. Uh, Celestia, give me your stealth check, please. Lol. <laughs> it's bad. <laughs> That's a nine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> stealth checks. I just like. It's not even. Like, my modifier is not great, but I always roll badly on them as well. Ooh. I don't know why. It's like my dice knows I'm a bard. It's like, you can't stealth. Fuck you. <laughs> the, um... no, no better than this ranger can deceive. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> the pair of you um, fly over the river and up towards the courts of justice. You get a few uh, raised eyebrows and some uh, uh, some guards reaching for their guns before you land and they sort of spot and some of them spot and recognize you from your previous appearances earlier in the evening it's now like three in the morning like three o'clock four o'clock in the morning <laughs> um and however as you come in you do find there are still people awake including jacqueline uh probably thanks to her coffee habit uh who is summoned and uh, comes to meet you Really? We found your traitor, but we're worried he's going to bolt. He, so it is uh, Gerard. Yes. She snaps. It's not very her, smart. She snaps her fingers, and a couple of the guards arrive. Send a detachment to the south gate. Arrest Gerard Manier immediately and bring him here. He's got a safe house where he's been stashing stuff. It's a uh, near the bastard. Here. And I hand the um, uh, uh, the briefcase over. Ask him about that. She takes the briefcase, opens it, raises an eyebrow, closes it. I see. It might be worth putting a guard on the house in case him or his contact comes back. He's got a contact. He's a pale halfling clerk. All pasty and nervous. White with uh, what colour hair? Oh, Out of character it was white. I would have told White! <laughs> Nods and thinks. I believe I know the man. I will who, who are they? If my suspicion is right, that is the secretary of the... Uh, uh, that is secretary uh, Pierre Blanc, uh, the secretary of the Comte du Benemont. The um, patron of the Guardian. Hmm. It would be a damning case for poor Gerard. Well, we will have an interrogation. I shall need to uh, fetch a mage to uh, take care of thoughts, reading, and uh, truths. Work. We should be able to find a, a potion that can do uh, that can serve as a truth potion, if need be. But I think thought reading. I can do enough. that if needs be. Can you? Yes. Well, that should make life a lot easier. And Celestia can do the thought thing as well. Um, well we left her by herself at the house, so I think we need to go back. Um, it's, it's probably best that I'm not in the room with him, because I am known to Gerard now. Hmm. I see. Very well. Let us uh, head back to your friend. Uh, and we shall send our... And uh, after extracting the, the information with the houses, she snaps her fingers... Send a, a, a guard over to secure the house as well. While this is happening, however, Celestia, 
from your hiding place, you see a scurry, a, a bedraggled, <laughs> nervous-looking figure running. Uh, uh, actually, come up from a boat, which is rowed across uh, desperately across the river Ale uh, to a bit of to the small, uh, just bit of rough. Uh, ground is it's as it were that the, the waters are a bit lower than usual uh, and you see the form of Gerard Manier clamber up over the uh, at the uh, side of the uh, of the river and, st- and start heading towards the house however even with his not necessarily great passive perception he turns and sees you in the alleyway I would like to do um, the rainbow spirit glows out of my eyes so I take on an appearance of unearthly beauty <laughs> and um, for the next for up to one minute and during that time I can cast command as a bonus action um, you see him reaching for his sabre but then sort of blinks and is bewildered by this sudden suddenly very um, this bizarrely uh, heavy metal entity that has just stepped out of a, an alleyway I say what stay as a command he pauses for about six seconds um while he's paused i'm gonna go over with a rope and start tying his hands up and just say stay again whenever he tries to move okay he's not charmed <laughs> so he does get to resist yes him. he does indeed so let's see how many of these he takes so he fails the first one so you're up next to him mm-hmm. uh he fails the second one fabulous so you start by put his hands together and start binding them he succeeds on the third one so give me uh uh, but by the so give me uh what's called the snathletics check with advantage because you've already got the ropes mostly around yeah, it's him like nearly by this up. point um oh fucking hell man <laughs> that is terrible um that's a nine give me another roll that was a tie oh, he rolled no a, way he rolled low one more roll yeah yeah oh, he's stretching against this do i is that with advantage or without advantage with advantage okay good <laughs> fuck me that is awful eight you seriously seriously Did we tie again it's a seven fucking hell like no it was a seven with the modifier that's so lucky you rolled really low you managed to put plant your foot on the small again back. it's like the shittest kind of just, fight it's yeah, pathetic from the outside <laughs> very awkwardly forced him to the ground he's kind of struggling and trying to resist and he would easily be overpowering you if it weren't for the fact you already had the uh, the the uh, uh, everything on him, and you are just constantly telling him stay, stay, stay. stay. <laughs> and he's trying to resist it. And I just, I just back. sort of like stick a knee in his back and sit there for a bit, uh, basically. Point, yeah, once, you, once it wears off, because it get only lasts for a minute. Bound up. Um, yeah, uh, I, I keep telling him stay while I'm tying him up, and then just sit there with my <laughs> knee in his back, letting him not letting him move, basically. And uh, the others fly into place. Your flight spell wears off <laughs> as you return. Uh, and not long after, a contingent of guards arrive, and collectively you escort him back to the palace, uh, to the courts of justice, where he is taken down to a small interrogation room in the basement, uh, possibly the dungeons, hard to say, uh, of the courts of justice, which is a windowless stone room lit with a small uh, tor- uh, lantern. Uh, causing you are. I believe, uh, are asked to zone of truth the, uh, the the cell itself. I do so. <sighs> Celestia, you're out of detect thoughts for the day. Yeah, I'm going to say to Jacqueline, 
Darling, I, I can read his thoughts, but um, I've sort of used all of it for today, finding out where that briefcase was. If you if you would let me sleep and come back to it, I can help you out, but I can't do it right now. Very well. Let us... Um... Truth might be enough, though. The truth may be enough, certainly to disarm guilt. Come, let us engage in this. And, Visually, uh, it'll look like the ambivalent octopus sort of goes into the middle of the room, stretches all of its uh, limbs out, and uh, you see just... Well, those of you who can uh, see spirits would see just like a golden glow um, spread out from it. That's really, really cool. I love that. <laughs> it's, it reminds you a lot of when, the ambi- of when you first met the ambivalent octopus, but it seems much less bored with this arrangement. <laughs> if nevertheless somewhat still ambivalent. Obviously. <laughs> it shrugs. <laughs> um, it shrug after it's done and then come back to me <laughs> Gerard is brought into the uh, uh, the, the, the zone with, the seven, with others and you feel him f- fight against the, the effect but uh, at this point uh, but uh, Joseph uh, sorry back in hour I'll say it now Jacqueline uh, comes in with the two guards that are just holding him down in place and she has a small uh, pistol which she draws Uh, he's forced down to his knees and she points at his head and says if you do not submit to the truth spell I will assume you are traitor and execute you now Fair. I don't do that in character. <laughs> <laughs> I might. Oh, from the corner. She, <laughs> I don't his, do that. His, his eyes flick side to side for a moment, and then causing you feel him relinquish his will to the truth spell. Jacqueline st- uh, looks back out of the room. You're not visible from the room, but she's just looking out through the door to you, causing. I nod. She nods, closes the door behind her. Celestia. Um, I listen anyone out the door. Would, yeah, anyone who wishes to be present. I'd like be, to be present. Yeah, uh, is in the... I'm not sure I want to be. Scamp, uh, you are invited to head to the bar if you wish. I don't think that's a good idea either. <laughs> or maybe to play backgammon with... Uh, with Leah. <laughs> with I'm going to go Aww. and look for Leah and then I'm just going to talk at her incessantly about all the things I saw today. <laughs> you do. You're so annoying, I love you. Leah attempts to explain the rules of backgammon but fails. Um... The rules which I will not go into. The the interrogation is short but illuminating. Gerard doesn't does not simply uh, confess to everything. uh, But when asked important, but the first question is, "Have you betrayed us?" Uh, Is "Have you betrayed us?" And he refuses to answer. Wow. <laughs> well, that gets that out of the question. So you want to th- ask him who this halfling is? This is true. The uh, uh, please answer all questions with yes or no. I will assume that uh, 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 non-answers are taken to against you. Uh, actually, yes. Or if I ask you a direct question, who is the halfling that uh, you met with the white hair who gave you this briefcase? There's a pause. His name is Pierre. His name is Pierre. He, won, he, he brought the money. Very well. Why did he bring you the money? What was the arrangement? 
Gerard refuses to answer. Hmm. Um, forgive me. He, uh, she turns to you, you, Celestia. While uh, this... Perhaps this would be easier if I waited until the morning and had you read his thoughts, but with time being what it is, we may need to proceed through more rudimentary means. I will understand if you wish to leave for a brief time. Oh, is it about to get ugly? I'm afraid so. Uh, we have the ability to ascertain truth at this point, but... Uh, without a mage to detect thoughts immediately available, we have to do this through simple inflicting sufficient pain to ensure uh, to provide a reason to still answer our questions. Right. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go. Seen enough of that. Yes, I'm not especially comfortable with it, but if there are holes in our security that I should be aware of, yeah, I need you, to know them tonight. If you have any questions about anything else that happened just come yeah, and course. bother me um if you do need a thought spell tomorrow as well again ask thank you uh and you are you leave uh she offers you the same option causing if you wish to depart for a time well is there anything more you can usefully gain from him uh, with the truth spell up Oh, yes. This uh, torture is an inefficient method of interrogation unless you have a truth spell in place. Then I'll stay. Alright, thank you. I apologise for this. Well, hopefully if the uh, truth spell is uh, here, it will be less necessary. Indeed. She has had this discussion in full hearing range of Gerard. Turns back to him. I figured. Just so you're aware what the terms are. She nods to the men who begin beating him. Pretty quickly, Gerard gets the message and starts being a lot more elaborate in his answers. Uh, once the initial excessive beatings have, uh, have finished, uh, very little is, is added except where he's being reticent. But over the next ten minutes, you uh, uh, receive information that as far as he's the only person he knows that was part of the conspiracy, uh, at least his section of it. Uh, he suspected that someone would come for him and had planted evidence to falsely implicate Salette Suleiman over at the Ooh. Weaver's Gate. Ooh. Ooh, that's horrible. <laughs> Fucking hell. That could have gone really badly. Also, uh, that wouldn't have gone well if if they brought Salette in and done a truth spell. Mm. Because they would have been like, are you a traitor? And she would have said no. Mm. Like It would uh, have Gerard, carried him a bit, but not for very long. Yeah. Gerard, you realise, did not consider the possibility, uh, is not the sort of person who deals a lot with mages and had not yeah. considered the possibility of truth spells mm. being available. Low magic world. People don't consider this. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. The the figure that you saw in the memory, him passing the money, the wad of money to, was a sneak thief who broke into her home and hid the money under her mattress, ah. or at least was supposed to, if it ever got there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that happened. <laughs> yeah, that totally didn't happen. Gerard, uh, 
big and brawn, maybe not big and brains. Yeah. <laughs> um, but his the essentially the arrangement was to open up the south gate to the besieging forces. Oh shit, that would have been so bad. <laughs> when the time came. Fuck. That's why I was, that was always confused by the barricade thing. Well, that was really oh. lucky. Very little more is is retrieved from this, and this being done, uh, the uh, uh, Jacqueline uh, finishes up uh, by ha- having him dragged to the back of the room. And says, "Very well, a priest will be uh, will come in to give you your last rites, receive any final confessions, uh, and uh, anything else you wish to say. And at first dawn, you will be executed by firing line." She gives, uh, uh, she gives a nod to the two men who leave the battered form of Gerard in the room and lock the door behind him. Counter-espionage is a filthy fucking business. I'm afraid it is. Speaking of which, she opens the case and takes one third of the notes out and passes them to you, Corson. There is another... It, they come to another uh, six hundred gold in uh, banknotes. Alright. Is this um, for seems, the three of us? She nods. It seems right. only fair. The rest will go towards the cause. Unfortunately, I suspect while there was large, uh, a significant amount more in here originally, uh, it seems that Gerard spent most of that on paying off his various debts. Well, I suppose mm. you can't have everything. But it's appreciated. Well, we have his testimony. We we have his testimony witnessed. Uh, not th- that we will necessarily be able to bring charges against the Comte de Benemont, but at least we know who has been uh, orchestrating these attempts. Indeed, and that, who to keep an eye on in the future. Indeed. Well, thank you for your aid tonight. You should get some rest. Agreed. Is there a place around here we can uh, we can safely? Uh, I believe uh, your companion has been lent the use of one of the apartments here. I will make sure another one is available for you tonight. Grand. I'll uh, gra- uh, I'll gather the others. And indeed, I do so. And mm. I've gone to Leah to see if she's still awake and wants to play backgammon. <laughs> you have been, I just sat there going and then I spied a skull and it did all this laughing and then they were mm-hmm. shooting at it and they thought it was real but it wasn't real it was just a picture you have and been playing then back I went, I the theme to a all. constant background of this and <laughs> <laughs> my life's a lot louder with these people around it is I I like it me too hmm. um, I have a request let's roll for who wins at backgammon because I think that's funny just give me a straight intelligence check yeah, I'm gonna fall asleep Ooh. on the floor. Oh, oh, nine, eighteen. Of course, frankly, Leah should fucking win. Let's yeah. be honest. Leah solidly wins a game of backgammon. Fun fact, guys, I have no idea if backgammon is a game of skill or pure I, chance. I genuinely don't even know if it's a game you're supposed to win or if like, it's a cooperative yeah, no, thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> I played backgammon. It is a game that one person wins or the other does. Good, lovely. Okay. I'm pretty okay. sure it's skill. Okay. Because I don't know if it's like snakes and ladders. Where <laughs> no. It's dice are involved. involved. Yeah. Dice are involved. I know this. Yeah. But uh, there is strategy, I believe. Okay. I have no idea. Yes. Well, 
I'll explain it to you off air. Fantastic. I'm pretty sure it I evolved. just curl up on the floor by the chair and fall asleep. Like, still talking every now and then. Yeah. Fairly certain cause I lean... played it as well. I lean over and go, oh, you, you're done now, are you? It's about this point that cause and emerges. Jeffrey. <laughs> How did that go? Jeffrey is sort of nuzzled up next to you and slumbering. Uh, scamp. Oh. I, well, cover, I cover them up with my cloak. <laughs> Tuck them in. <laughs> well, you probably suffered less than I uh, than you would have done had I not been there. And I hand you the uh, the watch of two hundred notes and place two hundred next to Scamp. Thank you. Well, I'm glad it wasn't too long, at least. Well, like I said to her, counter espionage is a filthy fucking business. Yeah, it's bullshit. But hey, well, I mean, that's the spy found. Mm. Yes. Exactly, we were lucky on that one. But um, I think we're going to have to um, be extra vigilant in future that uh, there aren't just very rich people who are uh, taking advantage of um, very desperate people because that's exactly what uh, seems to have happened here. Give Leah a look. She matches it and then looks back to the backgammon board. Well, I think we, it's been a long night for all of us. I mean, you've royally bashed me at fucking backgammon. Yes, um, yes I <laughs> as, have. as always. <laughs> You're better, better than me at most things. <laughs> not all I'll, things. Uh, I'll happily uh, play one of you sometime when I'm not absolutely dead on my feet. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Let's all get some rest. Mm. We're um, uh, we're fine to stay here, by the way. Um, there there are other rooms that have been prepared for us. I oh, figured fantastic. it was it was probably the safest thing, and that way, hopefully, none of us get scried on. I mean, honestly, I don't think Scamp's moving. Um, <laughs> I think that might be where they're sleeping for now. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> I can cast silence if it becomes a problem. <laughs> and um, yeah, where are the rest of us sleeping? That's the question. There is there is an adjoin there is an apartment uh, down the hall which you mm. also uh, head to. Cool. Um, Corson will probably just pull himself up a chaise long or something. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, heading to rest in the very wee hours of the twenty eighth of of full frost, you uh, manage to drift off to sleep. The next day may well bring more troubles and more challenges, or it may prove to be relatively quiet while you make more preparations. But for that, we will all deal with that next time. And before we bid farewell, may I just say I had a whole like whodunit planned and everything, and you oh. just happened to pick exactly the right wow. person okay. to mind read off the bat. Fucking hell. <laughs> Um, regardless, we're geniuses. Yeah. However, that uh, was just literal blind luck. Just blind luck. Wow, we saw well, you also well, you also studied it extensively. Yeah. Yeah. It it was because of the thing at the gate that I had an instinct. Yeah. Like yeah. I, it was a decision rather than just yeah. No, it was. Let's go for yeah. this one. Mm. You know. <laughs> but um, yeah. Well, in any case, uh, thank you Solved all it. very much <laughs> for playing. Thank you all very much for listening, and farewell 
from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs, fair seas and natural twenties. We'll bring you safe through deadly force, unless of course you are a horse. From mystery is the truth we find, in part by just reading your mind. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.